Okay, so I think we really need to discuss the fact that Tom dropped a hard R. That's true. N word right before we, we started. We all recording. heard it. We need to get. It was kind of wild. Like, and I, I feel like we've never yeah, appropriately addressed the fact like yeah. that Dakota is a minority. Mm-hmm. We've right. never made it awkward enough on the podcast, we've never drawn <laughs> enough attention to it. Hmm. We've always acted as a group, and I really feel like it's time we really single him out. Well, we're we're just here. I mean, like you know, we're making the best effort trying to d- to treat Dakota the same as a normal person, which I think has been wrong. <laughs> and then Tom, Tom drops a heart, and then asked for my papers three times this week, and, and then, two of them were by Corey. So we're all here, you know, trying to be civilized, and Tom just drops one. It was yeah. unbelievable. And my point was is that I feel like if there was a time to really highlight the fact. That we do have a minority among us. It's yeah. when we're going to shame one of our own for being racist. Let's all give ourselves a round of applause. You, well, no, no. Let's. Yeah. You and I can. Uh, oh, I, <laughs> I can. can't. You yes, and yeah. I can. Yes, let's clap for yeah. ourselves. Good job. Tom lost his. You're privilege. one of the good whites. Yeah. True. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> now, Tom. However, I feel like we should give <clears throat> Coda, who, by the way, welcome to the pot. Welcome back. Hey, no, welcome, welcome back. back. Here uh, I am. I say we give Dakota just like 15 minutes just to start off. Yeah. Just rip into Tom for those hard R's. Just a monologue. Just <laughs> how many I, I want it all. I want I want I want you to really express your experience. I think he's you're right. I mean, how many beers have you had? Oh my god. So I've had one four loco on the way down, which yeah. is five point five drinks. And then I had another six beers on the way down. And then I've had two since sitting here, so that's eight. So oh what, what, what am I at? Thirteen and a half beers? Are we gonna have to call an ambulance sometime tonight. No, this is pretty normal for him. Oh, oh yeah, no, this is a regular Friday night. For He's me. at cruising altitude. <laughs> I'm fine. And like I can still feel up. my face, so I know that we're doing okay. Yeah. As soon as I can, like, no longer feel my face, then I know that it's it's over. I was I was <clears> driving, <throat> uh, just so everybody's at peace. So you've had nine me. beers. Had enough to kill a zebra yeah. No, <laughs> I'm actually I, I, I'm still the boring sober one You guys will all be I think it's important to introduce this Actually to get started Oh yeah This Because I want people to have An understanding on the outset Corey, Yeah I need it This is going to be you know Don't do it I'm doing it Coda is Like two weeks free of nicotine Don't do it to him man oh, uh, uh, I can't do it oh. Sam you, killed You it. will end up If Sam didn't step in It's true <laughs> You'll thank me later, man. I'll thank you later. You'll thank me later. Um, I'm weak right now, Sam. I'm weak. People will be drinking. If anybody this doesn't will be... know, I am two weeks free of nicotine. Yeah. And Corey's over here vaping on nicotine. I was like four weeks free of nicotine. The golden like, I'm two fault minutes of free youth. Of nicotine. Listen. I'm actually been free for like over a year. What did I I've quit? said this wow, before. Good for you, man. I've yeah. said this before. I don't even crave it anymore. When you've got a buzz on and you hit some nicotine. Oh. It's like. So fucking good. It's. That's. It's like DP and porn. My brain, my brain, my brain cannot produce more dopamine than that. <laughs> what the fuck? It's like it's like the um, the most pleasure my brain can handle. It's like wringing out a towel. Yeah. Like, there is no way to deny that. It's yeah. just true. I mean, I, I'm pretty sure, like the the membrane in our consciousness does thin enough that we can touch heaven. You know what I like? <laughs> do that. It's, I, a, it's a portal. It leaks in just yeah, a little. Yeah, yeah, I like yeah. to imagine that there's somebody listening right now who's like, oh, thank God, a new talk shop episode. Something to distract from these dang nicotine cravings. Yeah. <laughs> it's the best. It's better than sex, dude. 
drinking it's and having sex. fucking nicotine. Dude, Let me oh, tell you, so good. you can do all three drinking <laughs> at the same is time. So fucking good. It's like that episode of Futurama where Bender becomes a human. Yeah, and yeah he's yeah, just yeah, like yeah. smoking ten cigars. <laughs> now, actually, while we're getting started, here, yeah. yeah. So anyway, so the so. The, the expectation is set. People are going to get wasted. Yeah. I, as always, dear readers, will be your Virgil, your guide through yeah. this drunken Hades. Oh, I, I will be say, your Virgil's uh, the guy from fucking Dante's Inferno. Yeah, right? that's, that's what yeah. I'm referencing. Excellent. And Devil May Cry. And nice. Devil May Cry. <laughs> I know it's from Devil May Cry, dude. That's not, from that that's, Capcom that's, game. That's uh, Final Fantasy Strangers of Paradise. Oh, that's right. Capcom then, versus who Marvel? wrote? So what did good. the? What was the? What was it like? Like who? I don't know who the voice actor was. What do you think that was like in the booth? Or like his agent? Like you're the voice actor. He's like for, I need you to really mean it. Like you're the voice actor for that character, right? And like the agent, like you get the script. It says all I'm gonna kill chaos like a hundred times. <laughs> you think on you're one probably page? used to it if you've done enough anime in Japanese? I things, guess so. Like, you probably it's I'm probably here part to for the kill chaos. It's probably a pretty good paycheck. I want to hear the outtakes. Yeah. I've never cared about like video like video game out. It's like not a thing, but I want to hear. I want to be like in the booth when the guy. You know what doing I? Those I, lines. I have a little bit of insight, not to that specifically, but I did watch an interview recently with uh, some female voice actors who have mm-hmm. done like the voices for like Final Fantasy girl characters. Yeah, and I'd never thought about it before, but they say the worst part is you have to make the running sound effects <laughs> because they'll coach you, and you'll be like. <laughs> <laughs> You're just making those noises. Jesus Christ. And they'll be this is real this is like a direct quote. Ah! <laughs> and and the, the directors will be like, Can you make it a little bit more forceful? Because <laughs> like you're ah! really ready. That's <gasps> a, well it's like in any anime, there's always like the really breathy note, like the Oh yeah. Uh, 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 like the <laughs> like how many takes of like uh, Oh, we need an animator. Uh, we should make a, uh, make an animated film of the talk shop. That'd be good. True. How do we get an animator? Oh, like, I'm sure there's one on uh, Fiverr. 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 Yep. Yeah, we can pay some Indian guy. Like, 10 could you bucks. imagine? <laughs> That'd be great. It'd but be I have funny. a question for you to get yeah. to kick, kick, kick started here. <laughs> um, to get what? Somebody kick, said kick, kick, I, I've gotten kick. feedback that people have missed you from the podcast, so welcome back. Thanks. The very specific feedback I got was that you bring a trailer park energy. What? And my question to you is Who said that? Is that offensive? It and is that racist? It's not oh, racist, but it's just like it, it, It's defining of my character, I guess Like who says I bring a trailer park energy? I guess it's because I'm from a small town No, but nobody knows that about you Oh, but no, but listen They don't That's need to know That's where the energy comes from oh. The trailer park energy comes from That I'm from a small <laughs> town of 700 people So like the whole town is trailer park energy, right? Yeah. And so that's just who I am as a person. Mm-hmm. So if it was fucking Moody, was it, is that his name? No, it's oh, not Moody. It's, no, it wasn't Eric, I don't think. Fucking Eric. <laughs> We're going to call out right now. For something he didn't say. <laughs> For something yeah, he didn't him. say. Eric, you son of a bitch. We're saying I'm bringing trailer park energy. Here it is. I've had six beers. Nine beers. And a Bloody Mary. He's cutting a promo now. <laughs> yeah. And tonight at the Royal Rumble, I'm going to take the title off you. <laughs> I forgot Sam's question, but the point is... Were you right. offended? Are you offended by... Are you offended? Or do you no. take pride in that? I've, I would like... So, like, I'd rather be known as some kind of character and some kind of energy that's being brought into the episode than somebody who is just sitting there, like, not doing nothing and not contributing. Sure. Oh, you definitely, you definitely are the secret sauce. It's definitely going to be different. 
Yeah. So I'd like rather be known as like some kind of ingredient to the soup sure. than Cayenne. somebody that just adds water to the soup. Even if it's trailer park juice. Yeah, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. What is trailer me. park juice? Meth? Like melted meth? meth? Melted me- liquid meth. <laughs> liquid methamphetamine. I feel like trailer park energy is like onion powder, garlic powder, turmeric, and like a little bit of basil. Hmm. Basil? <laughs> That's quite a combo, actually. Onion, basil, No, turmeric. it would be one of those pre-packaged spice, like like a spice like, blend. Uh, like McCormick. Like yeah, 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 yeah. McCormick. Or like Old Bay. <laughs> I immediately think of one of those really sad soups where like the poor moms, like the the bro, like the homeless moms, they steal a bunch of ketchup packets and they heat it up over like a lamp. <laughs> and they get the tomato soup. Mm. Oh no! And they'll put like some hot dogs. In. Heinz tomato oh, soup. Oh, dude! I woke up in the middle of the night and I had three corn dogs. Oh, nice! Yo, let's so go. Good. Corn dogs art based. <laughs> That's like Sam and I's go to whenever we have a Coors night. Some corn dogs. We yeah. have corn dogs. And I was Did you just say like, Coors you imagine? night? Coors so we night. had we had a corn he's dog. Really, get stuck he's really in between. behind the curtain. Right? <laughs> I guess. We had a corn dog roll out of the oven, get stuck between the door and the oven. Oh, and we're yeah. like, could you imagine being the pig that got sacrificed for a corn dog and you get stuck between the door and the <laughs> oven? Do you remember a burrow house? Remember when the oven door closed on my arm? Yes, I did. Oh my God. I was like taking a pizza out or something and the fucking oven door poof, like closed. <laughs> I have, I had, it was on this arm, I think. It was I had a this, big burn. This scar, it was like 10 inches. It was like, like this shaped. It was, yeah, huge. it was huge. I'm doing a gesture. It was like the size of like a footprint. Like, yeah, like on my arm, fuck. it was dude. That was fucking awful. Well, there's a lot of tales from that, that house. Oh yeah, little girl. <laughs> remember the the missing uh, pizza tray? Oh yeah, I still don't know what the time. Do you remember? Did you find that in your no. shed? It wasn't in there. No, it wasn't in there. Yeah. I, paid I have some, no idea where. That I paid went. some guy five hundred bucks to back a truck up and just empty everything out into it. <laughs> That's the way to do. It. Like, there's. <laughs> we did you dirty because we just loaded that fucking shed full of just trash, dude. I. It was like the one of the more. Cathar- Do you remember when we threw that shitty couch away? Yeah, we went to the dump, and it was like a. It was like the end of a movie. It was like some because they have that like you you like pull a car up. Yeah, it was like a U-Haul. I think we had or a truck. I don't remember. Um, and it was like at the dump, and there's this big. It's like on there's like a big hill yeah. that you pull cars up, and then there's a ledge like forty feet down Jesus. with a bunch of dumpsters under it. Oh where you no! Throw big bags of trash into and yeah, they're like recycling and so metal and yeah, cardboard and tra- whatever. Yeah. And we got to throw this shitty ass couch like fucking fifty feet down. Nice. It also that weighed like seven thousand pounds. Yeah, yeah, it was seven thousand stupid. Pounds. Yeah, it was <laughs> three and a half tons. Um, and I so when I moved, when I sold my house, I I threw like eighty five percent of all my shit away. Yeah. It was like I'm starting. I'm buying new for like all this furniture. So I'm just like I'm starting over. And so so I hired movers to come, uh, and they were like, I couldn't get them to understand that they were supposed to throw all of it away. <laughs> Just throw it in the trash. Like, Where's this going? And I was like, the dump. And they were like, no, but like you have like, you know, there's like a, a couch and a chair right. and there's like an old TV. And it's like, no, like the dump. And they're like, or bring it to your house. We need you to sign this. Right. <laughs> I was like, okay. <laughs> Speaking nice. of dumps, what are we here for today? Oh my God. <laughs> we're here to dump some. Welcome back you. everybody hey, to the that's, talk that's- shop. Damn, I haven't heard that in fucking at least. I think it deserves a little bit more grandeur. Let's give it a pause and let him do it again. Oh, let me do it. I'm Tom. Welcome back, everybody, to the talk shop. My name is Tom Mickelson Chop, and I'm here (laughs) 
<laughs> to fucking tell you about not even remotely podcast. talking into the mic. Yeah, yeah. You got oh, your mic off from the filter. <laughs> Don't worry. It picked it up. Anyway, go ahead. It did Tom. sound exactly like me, especially the part where you said, Welcome. Welcome, <laughs> welcome everybody. Welcome back, everybody, to the talk shop. It's the Mega Show. No, say it like you fucking mean it. Welcome back, everybody, to the talk shop. It's the Megasode. Oh, my God. You can't commit. Tom, uh, what is the Megasode? What do we do here? Well, this is the one time of year where we're actually happy for once. <laughs> so That's true. We get to talk about all the fun stuff that we've watched, played, read. Jay, we love you. Thank you. She's actually just leaving me now. Yeah. <laughs> She's not coming back. She, took, she oh. threw a ring at Tom and said, fuck this. <laughs> she put on just, a, I'm like yelling at the mic and bounce off my yeah, head. Yeah, Tom just got actively divorced. She didn't Oops, take anything. She just put on a coat, grabbed her purse. She's gone. Yeah. Don't no. need anything else. You got money. Anyway, mega sold. <laughs> Joke's on her. Tom drained all the gas from the car. <laughs> Siphon. Hey, she's back. Oh, oh. do I need to move? Here, I can move. I can move. Do I need to move? Why don't you bike? Can, just bike there. Are you? I. I. It's no. I can move. Sam, you're gonna have to move the yeah. compass. Oh boy! Somebody pause, pause the recording. recording. Yeah. Okay. All right. For everybody listening, the driveway is a line of cars, and we have to swap a bunch of them around. Logistics but we'll be back. <laughs> I think not, we should let uh, Dakota move Corey's car. Yeah. I'll move my car. Don't fucking think I won't. <laughs> Cars are moved. Nice. <clears throat> okay, Sam. Yes. Did you have a period of time when you so you work in healthcare? Yes. Um, do, are you fairly immune now? I, I assume like encountering sick people all the time now. You, you, you're like a teacher. You know, like you're like somebody who sees encounter sickness a lot. You yeah. probably don't get sick that often now. Never. Call me delusional, but I actually think I'm immune to everything. Sure. I mean, that's fair. Truly, functionally. Was immune. there a period of time where that wasn't true? Oh yeah. Yeah. You get yeah crazy. Yeah. Sick. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> My first year in the hospital, I was. I, I think it's on recording. Is it? I was. Yeah. yeah. Way back in the early episodes, I was coughing, 
and it was just like a year of a oh cough. wait no i do yeah i remember you had like a like a year and a half cough oh, yeah, i remember that sick. that was probably was like sick. season two i remember yeah. Yeah, listeners being, go back being in the rental house <laughs> yeah and yeah. you oh, yeah. just every time you're over oh, yeah. holy shit with fevers and everything i like, remember I was, that I, I like uh i don't know the super soldier thing they like make master chief go through <laughs> <laughs> like the space marines in 40k where they just give them everything and you have to just survive it i think that's kind of that's, that's so funny but i haven't been sick I, I, my sick days from the last of my career the sick days i've taken one was a weed gummy that wouldn't go away and like it yeah. just wasn't safe to go to work yeah, 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 yeah i was like i can't be practicing nursing <laughs> like this hey can you uh put in your own iv today yeah the other I'm one was fucking just, high I was Stick I just mentally couldn't do it. <laughs> Wait a minute. I mentally couldn't do it. I mentally just I'd, I'd had enough of something. And the other one was like the Gestapo during peak COVID. Yeah. I took a sip of coffee and was like, this tastes a little funny. And they called like a, a coworker called the uh, the COVID hotline and told on me. Oh my and god. And they told me that I had to go home because taste <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. I didn't have COVID. But those were the three sick days I've taken in like the last decade. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but like I was, I was actually we were, Tom and I were talking about this before we started. I'm not going to get sick, and I just don't. I'm never going to get functionally mm-hmm. sick. What I think is going to happen, unfortunately, is one day I'll just get like all the cancers at once. Yeah, <laughs> no, that's like how it is. I feel like I. So I work from home. I don't get sick like ever, but like now, like every two years or something, when I get sick, I'm on like death's fucking door <laughs> for like 48 hours. Like I had strep like three months ago or something. It was that's the sickest I've been in my entire life. It was un, it was like it was like four hours between my throat's kind of tingly to like laying in bed with nine blankets on like yeah. like like <laughs> with like bone Just chills a like seizure. uncontrollably shaking. <gasps> my fever was so, so strep, it was it was crazy. Strep is a good example. I was doing a strep test on a kid. Yeah, and you know you get those white pussy postules. In I'll your take your word you for it. it. Yeah. Oh yeah, I think and you told this all the podcast. I was doing a test, he coughed, <clears throat> and the pus flew out of, his, in, out of his throat into my mouth. Oh my god. Like I could God. taste it. Yeah, well. And I didn't get sick at all. <laughs> it was just like, mm, this feeds me. Yeah. <laughs> so funny. I was just telling them while we were on break, I'll be around COVID patients now, and I would love yeah. a break from work. Yeah. <laughs> I have too many jobs that I'm doing too much. Um, and I've been around COVID people, and I've been just like, please, 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 God, let me catch this, this, this thing. Just once. I never do. I've never had COVID. So can I ask, maybe yeah. this isn't podcast content. No, that's okay. You have well, four jobs. So. I do. I have four jobs. Why? Why four? The, why the I, four? Like, why not drop one? Why not pick up another one? Like, why is, super four, real. why is four the right number? I'm going to be super real with you. Yeah. The meme quickly became that I was quitting jobs too much. Yeah. Because like, <laughs> I'm a spoiled millennial and I hate working. It's really, and like, there's something that happens to me when I start a job, even if I'm really good at it, whatever. Yeah. I, I can't, there's like this eternal dread, like the, looking down the tunnel, of seeing like the 50 years of work that <laughs> yeah, I saw sure, left before sure, I get sure. to drop dead at a desk. Mm-hmm. And it settles and it haunts me. And e- whether I love a job or hate it, when I start looking at that, I can't, like I get antsy and mm-hmm. I leave. But the meme, you know, healthcare is a limited society. And the meme was quickly becoming that I was this guy that quit jobs. Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> I realized that I had to flip that script, but I can't change my fundamental nature. So it became... <laughs> Yeah. The new move is, can I go casual and stay here Yeah, while I go and explore something else? So you get like the mental satisfaction of like job hopping. Yes. But without like the logistical problem of like actually quitting and starting new jobs all the time. And now I have this really cool thing developing and it it really is probably the only, it's something that only I could do and and would only work for me, but it's very cool for me. 
mm-hmm. where there's going to be a day where I can wake up and pick and choose what I feel like doing that day. Yeah. And my jobs, the four jobs are very, very different. And um, so when I wake up, I'm like, what, do I, do I want to go do emergency psych? Cool. Do I want to go manage a hospital? Cool. Do I want to mm-hmm. go work in a lab and draw blood? Cool. Okay. And, That's pretty uh, sick. All right. Yeah. It's it's very unique and very awesome. And, I'm, and genuinely, just in case, I, <clears throat> I don't broadcast the fact that I'm on a podcast, but if yeah, anybody yeah, yeah. that I that I work with hears this, I feel incredibly grateful, genuinely, mm-hmm. and lucky for the way I've been able to set it up. Sure. Okay. But, but the, lo- the short answer is I just didn't want to keep quitting. That seems jobs. like a good setup. Yeah. yeah. I didn't mean to put you on blast on recording. Oh, yeah, you have. Well, <clears throat> it's out of control. And I, I, I think the thing about it is, is that I, I work so hard to protect my family. Mm-hmm. And I've done a lot of self-actualization in the last year. Mm-hmm. I want to protect my family and my marriage and my kid. And I want to defend that stuff. But I'm a military brat kid who moved around a lot. And I'm just not good with things staying the same. Sure. I'm not good growing roots. But mm-hmm. I have to. I have to grow roots in the small town that I'm in right now. Mm-hmm. So like my brain immediately goes, what can I control? And what I can control is where I work. <laughs> sure, sure, sure. As long as the paycheck's coming in. So like I'm not going to get a divorce and I'm not going to ditch my kid, but I will quit this job. <laughs> and there's nothing you can do about it. <laughs> and that ties into the military and how I sure. felt stuck there too. And there was no way to quit there. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay, cool. Well, if that's no, interesting to people no, to podcast, I think it's a, yeah. just wander yeah. off base, take the dishonorable... Yeah, fine. take the dishonorable discharge. <laughs> it's fine. How bad? I actually nobody really cares about that stuff. I actually totally don't know at all. What happens? How much of a, of a besmirch on your life is a dishonorable discharge? I don't know. In this market, they tell you. Of course, they tell you. Yeah, because they <laughs> tell you the this all the yeah, time. Yeah, sure, is that sure, you sure. won't be able to get a job at McDonald's. Like you're done. Anecdotally, I have a friend who was dishonorably discharged, not because he went AWOL, but just because he got kicked out. Mm-hmm. And uh, he, I just went to his wedding reunion in New Jersey a couple weeks ago, a few weeks, like a month ago, probably. Okay. And uh, he has been promoted to running a huge part of this massive construction company that does like national projects. Okay. Oh, shit. And he's pulling down really good money. Okay. And he's like developing software to do this. Yeah. And all of that without a college degree and with a dishonorable discharge. So I think generally, because like you have a very unique story. Mm-hmm. Tom has a very unique story. While we're taking a break, cheers to Tom running two successful businesses. True. Hey, really? Hey, like that's huge. Yeah. You. That's good. <clears throat> um, so Lachaim to that. <laughs> and um, Mazel tov. I think the recurring thing, even in this group and what you'll see in life, is there's no limit to what you can accomplish. There's no set path to accomplish those things. Yeah. It's going to come down to will, ability, and what you're willing to commit to. I feel to. like the thing that happened was like, there's like fast tracks to do things. Like, if you want to, you know, like if you want to be a plumber, right? Mm-hmm. There's like a fast track to like, if you want to do that tomorrow, like, a, not literally, but like as soon as possible, there's like an objectively correct, like, you do this. You go to school. You go to this school. You study this. You you start working at a company like this. You get in the unit. You know whatever. Those like those mm-hmm. steps, right? But like, I feel like the 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 fast tracks got conflated as like the only tracks. Yeah. Where like when we were growing up, it was like, oh, you want to do whatever. You're going to college, or you need to like study hard in high school and get these grades and like do SATs and score this and like go to college and like do at least this. What you know, like it was like that, which is true. And if you did all those things, you would be you know, at least two, three, four years ahead of somebody who didn't do those things. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't like exclude you from doing those things. I, yeah. I have no problem saying, and I've, I've said that <clears throat> I will teach this to my daughter. I'll, I, I preach this all the time. I have a lot of students around places where I work and they're always asking me questions and stuff. All of my most successful friends, as a rule, all of my by far most financially successful friends 
did not go a traditional route to get there. Mm-hmm. Usually they went wildly, wildly different ways than what you're supposed to do. Mm-hmm. So it, I really think the key is, and I mean, this is really generic. They say, find your passion and you'll never actually work in a day. That mm-hmm. really does seem to be yeah. where it's at. And my mistake was that I went the traditional route. And uh, oh, so work feels sh- like work. We're getting Oh, shit. Pizza's here. Thank you so much. This is probably one of the most disjointed Megasodes we've ever recorded. No, this is actually... I thought this was one of the most tame Megasodes we've ever done. We're just getting... We haven't even started. We haven't even started the actual This is all bonus content. I will say, the feedback I got after last year was that it was too calm. Well... It was too peaceful. It was too... Well, well that would... Because the, the, the year dome. prior... I, th- I That haunts me, actually. Oh. I don't know if it haunts you. It haunts Which me one? way... I was the one that got super... Well, we both... I don't know why I was so fucking mad. I don't oh, know... Oh, that was like two... The monster we trade got, like, actually go. heated about a fucking <laughs> video game for literally no reason. I remember, yeah, that was funny. I and I don't... That. I like think back to that. It's like, what was my mental headspace where I was so upset about this... Yeah. meaningless <laughs> list that we do for fun. Yeah. And that, that I took it so personally. It was, it was, I've, I've heard from other people. I've asked for feedback on that mm-hmm. and they all swear it wasn't as cringe, but in my head it was one of the cringiest. Yeah, I know. Exactly. Done. And I'm just well, like, well, I wow. feel like, okay, I can't listen to it. <laughs> I could not. I, I, it was hard cringe. to edit. It was when cr- I die, I'll have to wake up. I'll, I'll have to watch. Monster Train is the best game of all time. It's great. Like, I'll um, fight you about it. <laughs> it's like a thing that. Monster Train is so fucking good. It there's is. like, um, I think it's cringe. Okay, it's cringe for you two because you were involved. You like the first. You like it was between you two, right? So it's cringe for you two. It was cringe for me because neither of you are very confrontational, um, and so like I know, especially you. But I know, I know you will definitely. I definitely know you well enough. <laughs> I know when you're mad, <laughs> and like I and that doesn't necessarily mean it comes across to a, a listener that you're mad, which I think is the case. I don't think anybody who listens to that would come away from that going, damn, Sam and Tom and Sam were actually mad about that. Yeah. Like, well, nobody actually thinks that. But I like, guess we have the benefit of doubt in that situation. <laughs> yeah. But, like... Maybe that's what makes it so cringe, is the fact that there was such real and intense rage. <laughs> and it's like, of all the things to be mad about, why that one thing? Yeah. And what was the time... At that time. What It was, like, two years before this incident... What was the time when we fucked over Tom on the number one game? Oh, we did. Uh, oh, that was, it was Mass, Mass Effect, Effect and Drama. I remember yeah, Divinity over Divinity. Divinity yeah, Divinity. That too, was yeah. it. Yeah, I remember that. Okay, I, I was that. I was pretty butthurt. About I was <laughs> I was thinking about that yesterday or the day before. I can't remember. This is a good time to explain the rules. <laughs> Wait, hang might... on. This feels like you're setting me up for disappointment for the video games category. I Absolutely feel... not. All right, let's talk about how so, this so, whole oh, yeah. list. If, yeah. If, so if you've ever heard of an NFL fantasy draft and you've been like, "That's the lamest thing I've ever heard of." Yeah. Well, congratulations. Get ready. Buckle up. Get ready for. Eight hours of that. <laughs> um, so this is a top ten list for everything we do. Music, video games, television, disappointments, and... Mu- Did you say music? I don't know. Music, TV, movies, video games, disappointments. Yeah. Yep. Um, and the way it works it. is, unlike a traditional list, is we go in a circle. Everybody gets to choose theirs, and then that's locked in. Ten, nine, eight, seven, six. Yep. Where it gets interesting is we don't talk beforehand. This is unplanned. So things happen, like with Monster Train, where there might be a game you're really passionate <clears throat> about that yeah. you wanted to be number one. And some people pick that at like number even, eight. <laughs> even a little bit more game theory. Maybe you wanted your maybe so like we all come, it's a top ten list. We're not showing up with ten things ready, right? Yeah. We're showing up with minimum three. Yep. Depending on how unlucky you are, if you're going three times guaranteed, you probably need four things. 
Yeah, you need some alts because yeah, some people and, will take them. And then you need some backups. So probably for most things, we all probably have like five or six things, yeah. right? We have like the things we want and then we have backups for if, if something like, let's say my number 10 is, you know, some game that I like or my, sorry, like my number three or whatever. And somebody picks it for like number nine. Minecraft Dungeons. And it's like, fuck. <laughs> okay, well then now I have to pick one of my alts because the thing I was going to pick is chosen now. Okay. Mm. And so then the meme is number one is a vote. So, well, uh, well, we have to think about this now because now we, we're back to uh, even number to garbage man, yeah, uh, mode, which is, which is like now, now we have enough where it, I guess it is still a vote, technically. Yeah, it's still, and then we have to, and then the one, but it becomes, yeah, becomes number two yeah. instead of like yeah, an honorable yeah. mention. So, what usually happens is, especially now with an even number. Um, not all of us, especially for stuff like music and movies and stuff, I haven't heard a lot of the things that other people are going to vote for, for number one, or played, or watched, or whatever. And so, if my number one is going to be some game that only me and Sam have played, like, now we're split between, that's our vote for number one, and then Tom and Jack will have their own number one. So, like, we have to try to, like, sway someone, persuade someone to vote for our thing to be number one. Or it's going to end up number two. <laughs> I hope that's not too confusing. It will make sense. It, yeah. Once it plays out, Just you'll know. Just fucking I mean. listen. Yeah. You'll figure or, it out. Now, sit right now and go listen to another mega yeah. Yeah. Historically, I've tried to make this a very intellectual thing. I've made manuscripts. Like, I've come with books. I've seen Sam's you, notes You come sometimes. so unbelievably now, prepared. I'm going to tell you this. Because I knew that Dakota was coming back. And we're going to bring that trailer park energy. Yeah. I want Sam, you to see. Sam's pulling his wallet like out. That's right my now. preparation. Yeah. Nice. This is my preference. It's a bunch of yellow sticky notes that I wrote some stuff on. Nice. nice because nice. I don't want my ego wrapped up in it and I don't want to get pissed when Can it I gets. Can I ask you a question? Yeah. Did you get those from your office? Yeah, of course. <laughs> this is theft right here. Stealing <laughs> office supplies. I stole these from St. Luke's Hospital. Oh. <laughs> Jesus you just don't name have to it say. explicitly. <laughs> I didn't ask. I stole these five yellow sticky notes from St. Luke's Hospital in Duluth. I would love for somebody to call. Oh my god! <laughs> they listen to a podcast. Who would you, okay, let's be real. Okay, it's try United to, Airlines all over again. Try to imagine that you're like a deranged schizophrenic, like the most insane person listening to this. Okay, yeah. I'm now like okay. I know there's a guy named Sam who works at St. Luke's. I w- and I know he stole. I want I want to ruin his life. What would I even do? I would love I would love what to get What phone number do I call? Do I go on LinkedIn? Who do I email? Like how do I <laughs> The only thing that would be better than getting called cuz my boss is a Yeah. My boss is high up. That's all I'm going to say. You you have Crazy Yeah, I would love to get called into my boss's office one and have them be like Five yellow sticky notes. What's up with that? The only <laughs> thing that would be funnier is actually getting fired for it. <laughs> try to imagine. Try to imagine being because you're you you have a leadership position, right? I do. Yeah. Try to imagine it's you get that call. Like you get that email. Someone from like marketing or whoever reads the contact us email yeah. inbox or whatever is like. You get that email, and you have to have that conversation with one of your reports. Well, the first thing it's you got to so understand, funny. man, is that I'm not like most leaders. I'm a cool leader. <laughs> I'm your friend. I'm like your pal. Yeah, so I'm here like, to be your pal. Let's just throw in a quick sesh with HR on Friday. Let's say 2 o'clock. No, trust me. It's totally it's chill. It's going to be cool. I heard. Maybe don't plan anything after that. <laughs> Wait. I have I have a good manager. So, you know, like, you know, like the business talk, like... Oh, uh, hey, let's take that offline or, you know, whatever. Yeah, that let's shit. unsilo a couple of uh, different centers yeah, and like yeah, share yeah. some information. I heard there. a new one. Um, I was on site for work this whole last week mm-hmm. um, in Austin. 
And I heard somebody say something I've never heard before that I immediately wanted to fucking die. Okay. <laughs> he said, so like, he's talking about like, you know, where there's like a meeting of like some bullet points of stuff that people want to talk about. And so instead of saying like, Hey, can we go more in depth on whatever, or like expand on this or whatever? He says, I'd like to double click on that. Oh no! That's what? what this guy said. That's not I a saying. That. I'd like to double click on that. There's for no. A second. There's actually no. I was. There's no way. I looked around the room when he said that, and every single person just took it in. Stride. And they're just nodding. That's a millennial core right there. That's that's why you can't give us the power. That actually. That's horrible. I think you saying it out loud shortened my life by it was, a year. It was so bad. Like that's that's so annoying. Uh, I thought like circle back and uh, let's touch base and all those yeah, classic yeah, yeah. one-liners yeah, that we've the... all heard ten trillion oh, times. Yeah. It's like, can we just stop? Can we just be like, I'll get with you later, or like, I'll we can schedule a meeting. You know or, how like, like on a bus, can you just be literal? You know you how know? like on a bus they have the cord you pull to like stop. Yeah, I yeah. need that in like a meeting. Just boom. I'm just like mm, I'm just, like <laughs> pulling on the cord and I'm like. Can you please never say that phrase again, ever? <laughs> we have we're we're going through a big consultant agency right now to, to yeah. figure out some of our problems. Essentially, we're going to lay off a bunch of people, mm-hmm. and we're going through a consultant agency to do it. They did a presentation where they used. I mean, it was like you could have done a drinking game. It was like the top ten corporate sayings, like unsilo, circle back. <laughs> like he went through all of them when he gave this speech, like, yeah, in like rapid succession. I've never seen it hits so hard there's um there's another this is like an amazon specific thing there's a few amazon specific things i think a few of them are actually really helpful um one of them is like cringe so like <clears throat> they stole this from toyota so toyota the company you know, they make cars yeah gazoo racing fucking <laughs> fuckers um uh in toyota there's like a thing it's like a concept called stop the line where like every employee at every level is empowered to stop to like completely stop production of whatever thing they're working on. If they think there's some kind of like systemic problem Hmm. that like, Hey, you know, this is the ninth, you know, you're like the guy who puts dashboards in or whatever on the production line. Yeah. And you're like, this is like the 10th car in a row that's had the same problem or something. Like you don't have to go and like file some form or talk to your manager. You can just like press a button. Everything stops. Like that's the idea. Right. Okay. But, like, that idea is, like, stolen and, like, extended into, like, purely, like, to think of, like, white-collar work, like, emails and meetings and stuff. Stop like, the line. People say, I don't appreciate this People grammar. say stop the line all the time where uh, it's, I like, yeah. it just doesn't, I don't, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> I could just, I'm just picturing, like, your series of emails that I'll start with all caps in the subject line of stop the line, <laughs> dash, Mary is loud in the lunchroom. <laughs> yeah. Whoa. Stop microwaving tuna. Yeah. <laughs> um, my question is, do you guys want to eat before you we before we jump into a category, or how do you want to? Oh, do oh yeah, we, we should probably eat. eat some. Yeah. Okay. I think this was a good intro. We established Absolutely, the rules. Yeah. We'll take a break. You guys can eat. What? What? Wait. Before we sign up, what? Uh, let's double click on. Uh, <laughs> what category are we starting with? Fuck you. We usually okay. do music just to get it out of the way. All right, well, music it is. All right, there we go. I'm just throwing. That's just, I'm just throwing that out. I'm it's not fine. saying it has to be that. Music works. Music. music we're doing music. All right. Everybody knows it's gonna be ghosts. We'll be right hey, back. Hey, spoilers. Come Whoa, on. <laughs> we'll be right back with music. With our top ten albums of 2023. Stay tuned. Yeah.
we're back again. Yep, three of us said we're back. Random thought I had. Hey guys, we're back. Thank you. Now we got all four. I feel like Netflix went too hard with the mini docs. Because like they had a couple, they had like making a murderer. Well, they, Tiger King made them a billion dollars. True. Yeah. Um. Is so that they exotic. They had a few big wins, but then they just went too. Like they had the one. Do you remember the? Did you anybody ever watch the one about the guy, the pizza delivery guy who had the bomb strapped oh, to yeah, him? Oh yeah, that one's yes. super interesting. It was evil but, genius. But that was not like six or eight. What, however many episodes, it, it was, was not like long. six or eight hours of content. There's a reason why 2020 used to just do an episode a week. Hey, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, like yeah. an hour uh, long. Related to that. I remember watching the America's Most Wanted episode about that yeah, case. Yeah, yeah. And they showed, they blurred him, but they showed the bomb go off on his chest yeah, on TV. On and blood television. just sprayed on the yeah. van, and they didn't blur that. And I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, at like 7 p.m. on like network television. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, I don't think I'm supposed to be seeing <laughs> yeah, this. Yeah, they were not up. afraid of traumatizing us as kids. It's funny, I mean like. As long the, as you reported it to yeah. the FBI. I yeah. wonder if this period of time is over now. But there was a period of time. Where if you were on the internet, you just saw people die constantly. Oh yeah, we were definitely in the prime of that. Yeah, yeah. It's, I feel like it's a lot in more like two thousand seven or whatever, you went on the internet, you just watched someone die. I like, don't go looking for it. Yeah, but I know for a fact. But that, you just see it. I don't, so I don't know how available it is now. I'm sure there's still ways. Yeah. When we were coming up, like there was no like the internet was the wild west. Oh, well, I we remember, talked about it before. Did we ever on the the subreddit? It's like a main subreddit, like one of the defaults. Watch people watch die. people they took die. Well, and yeah, they have yeah. well and uh, RWTF. I saw so many people just fucking eat, just die yeah. on that subreddit, like back in the day. There and the joke always was, "Did his shoes come off?" You remember that? Yeah, yeah I remember that. Like yeah. if your shoes, shoes come off, if your shoes fly off, that means he's dead. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> like nine times out of ten. Can you? I remember this is more recent. One. This is one of the more fucked up ones. Did you? Anybody yeah, ever watch the show, the snow shoveling dispute? Video mm, that one doesn't ring a bell. That sounds familiar. It was in some northeastern state that gets snow. I can't remember. Yeah. Um, and apparently. There were these two neighbors that lived across the street from each other. There was one guy who lived alone who was constantly bullied by his neighbors who were across the street. Yeah. This like married couple that always fucked with him in like a million ways. And there was this video, it was like a ring camera video of like this couple after a big snowstorm taking snow off their driveway and going and shoveling it in the driveway of this other guy. <laughs> what the fuck? And he and the guy comes out, he's like, You better fucking stop, whatever. You know, he's like, he's worked up, but he's being reasonable, okay? Yeah. But he's definitely heated. Yeah. And these two people, this couple is like in his face, you fucking pussy faggot, you won't do anything, you like, like, un, like 10 minutes unhinged, just like yelling in this guy's face. And he literally pulls out a gun, caps them both. Nice. Jesus Christ. And then he goes into his house and he get, and they're both still alive. And he goes in his house and gets an AR and comes out and Jesus. finishes them. <laughs> oh my god! It was unfucking believable. That's buffed Holy up. Holy shit! It was. It was. That was one of the. It was one of those. Sometimes you see something shocking on the internet and you're like, you like, like that. I'm doing like a like the like a for the people listening like a flinch like a like yeah. I can't believe I saw that. But sometimes you just can't not. <laughs> sometimes yeah. you. It's like a train wreck. Yeah, you can't yeah, yeah, yeah. look away. You the last one I had like away. that was the one in like a Hispanic country or something. Yeah. Kind, oh, where... oh, I'm sorry. The the lady. I'm sorry. One more. Super quick. The lady just when he pulls yeah, he fuck you, he pulls a gun out, sticks it in her like in her face, and she goes, "What are you gonna do, faggot? Shoot me!" <laughs> oh my god. 
That's the that's the oldest joke in the book. The do tombstone. You, where yeah. Like, what are you gonna do? Stab me? Die of stabbing. Can you, you? How fucking dumb would you feel if those were your dying words? I kind of respect those. Just like people. absolutely no sense of self preservation. I respect it, man. <laughs> the last thing you want. I mean, if you're dead anyway, the last thing you want to do is go out crying. That's like, true. Please don't. Because you're gonna okay. die. I'm sorry. So I mean, you gotta respect I'm the people. So sorry. The oh, Sam, the Hispanic Giant one. Bad. <laughs> the Hispanic huh? one. Oh no, the last one I saw that made me flinch just while we're talking about people that was. There's one where these people got in a dispute at a club, and whoever they messed with were really bad. They come to these brothers' house at Crazy. night, and they pour inflammable liquid under the door, and they mm-hmm. think it's water. And so the, the and for whatever reason it was live video, and they're like going that and they're touching the water, and they're like, "This is why? Why? Why is somebody pouring water into our room?" And then a match comes in. Oh my! And I mean, God. they get incinerated. Oh my Jesus. God! And it's really a hard Christ. watch. It's a hard watch. Um, that oh was the last one I God. saw. Yeah, and I wasn't even looking. I forget how I even came across that. But I mean, you used to what, have to get conscripted to see shit like that. But I mean, childhood ones. I mean, I saw people getting their heads cut off. Cartel torture. Dude, the cartels. Really yeah, the cartel yeah. Stuff. yeah. I mean, you're like, like 13. You just have, see uh, cartels murdering yeah. people. Yeah. Was it uh, Operation Iraqi Freedom? And like all like that in the war in Afghanistan. All the beheading videos. Oh, yeah. that would oh come and up like all the, the pilot that they lit on fire in yeah. the cage. They yeah. ran over the other dude with the tank. The Abu Ghraib shit. Do you want to know what's so messed yeah. up about that? About what? the the the. Um, I have some insight into these, uh, like ISIS killings and stuff. Yeah, is they would rehearse those. Oh, like, like yeah. multiple scripted? times. Those were so like like like, like, like legit like produced. So yeah. like so like they would bring the prisoners out. Let's say you were getting run over by the tank. Yeah, and they would do it for a few days, and they would do test runs, and then the tank wouldn't run them. Yeah, over. you gotta like hit your marks, and yeah. the prisoner would never know <laughs> when like it was sitcom. gonna be. A, like they wouldn't tell them this is a practice. Yeah. And so the prisoner would go through, and then suddenly it'd be a real one. Like oh, the one where, and then that's the one where you actually die. That's wild. Yeah, and like, is, oh my God, that stuff messes me up. I think that's, that's normal. Crazy. Like, I don't yeah. think, but like, imagine like you suddenly actually feel the tank, like, and it's not turning. Then you're like, oh, you're like, this is the real one. <laughs> Damn. That's wild. But anyway, the best Mega music. Yeah, yeah. 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 Best music. Best that's album. What best that's album what we're here for. <laughs> There's there's no segue. Jesus. Well, Speaking Christ. of dying unexpectedly, these artists to killed be it fair, this year. Can we I, haven't recorded an episode in like three months, yeah. so we have a lot. Can I, I thought the podcast? Can was I shout dead. out one more? I'm, I'm as surprised as you are. <laughs> can I shout out one more crazy thing I've been watching? Okay. Uh, not a guy. Not people dying. There's a guy. Okay, he has a live stream. Okay. Is this Joe Rogan? No. His name he his Ro name Jogan. His name Ro is Jogan. His name is Bossman Jack, okay? His, hey. his his real name is Austin, okay? Oh, All right. lame. And he streams, he just streams gambling. He goes he he just online gambles, okay? I can't <laughs> I can't look away. Hey, this at guy's, least you're not the one gambling. This guy's content is f- he'll go live with like $71 and like Gamble it all. I've watched this guy win 60K and lose it in nine minutes. Like, <laughs> oh my it's God. Un, it's unbelievable. And, like, this guy, he's a, a literal crack addict. Like, I've, <laughs> I've watched it. I'm t- okay, here's, here's just, like, okay. I, I've watched this guy go live with, like, 80 bucks and go up to, like, 2,500 bucks and be like, oh, and then literally call his drug dealer and be, like, like setting up, like, a crack deal. And then he keeps gambling, and then he loses it all, and then he calls his dealer again. And he's like, uh, "Scratch that! I ran out of money." <laughs> You're on some weird corners of the internet, dude. I'm, the dude, this guy, I'm telling you, bo- so, boss man, this is primo. There's content. a constant joke that you're very smoking. Rich now. Smoking weed. Uh, yeah. He'll. I literally. 
I watched this dude play online slot machines and smoke weed out of an apple with a hole cut in it. Nice. I just, <laughs> just want to say that we, we make a lot of jokes about how you've transcended to the rich part of society and everything like that. Yeah. I want to say that you are literally in a public podcast right now talking about how you, for amusement, watch The Common Man. I, in one way the or another. Gamble away. In, in a manner of speaking, I'm getting off on watching this poor guy. <laughs> Lose everything. Go from sixty dollars to twenty five hundred. Every to sh- nothing. And you're like, yeah. This guy, goes, you, this you guy, are Squid Games. This guy goes live eleven times a day, and he as soon as he stops, as soon as he runs out of money, every single time it's the same thing. I fucking lost it all, man. I can't fucking believe it. I fucking hate my life, dude. Turn stream off. Forty two minutes later, he's live again with like thirty one dollars. Doing it again. It's unbelievable. Ugh. Check, please check it out. If that sounds like good, boss content. man Jack, shout boss out to wherever stream, you are, brother. This stream check will not on the TikTok shop. This stream, TikTok shop. This stream will not exist six months from now. Okay, it will not. This is this. He's a a the candle burning twice as bright. Damn. Okay. Holy shit. All right. Well, music, everybody. Music. That's what music. we're here for. Let's go ahead. Speaking of gambling, these not- artists gambled oh. on. Putting out some good music this year, and they succeeded. I thought you were uh, no. I'm, tr- me for I'm a trying. I'm trying to segue back. To the- <laughs> Who Let's wants to start back to the fucking content that the people are here for? Who you wants guys to start? Been drinking yet? Oh, I have. Oh, yeah, well, yeah, years. we know you have. <laughs> we got. We the know you have introduction. <laughs> uh, who's number one? Where are we starting? Yeah, who's going to start at number ten? I just want to do a shout out to something because there's something that we have to address that nah. doesn't. F- I, I thought about nominating it for number one, but it doesn't fit the criteria. The best moment of music this year, I swear, the best moment yeah. was Little Wayne in the song Brand New, his verse. Yeah. yeah. Did any of you watch this? Oh, yeah. The dance he does? Yeah. No, I didn't see that. That was my favorite moment of the year. Wait, who did? Oh, my God. Who did the System of a Down cover? Oh, Which shit. Oh, that's MGK, dude. No, no, no. It wasn't MGK. Oh. They did, somebody did a Chop Suey cover. I have no idea. Oh, hang on. Wait. I want to give a shout out to Little Wayne. He does this line that's just absolutely crazy. I was looking for yeah, it. Yeah, let's hear it. I know what it is. I'll splice it in. It's a bunch Brand of zero. New. I got a bunch of zeros like a bag of Funyuns, but I don't want it. That's what it basically is, but I don't want to. Uh, um, oh, it? yeah. Yeah. Brand new money. Brand new hundreds. Got a bunch of zeros like a bag of new Funyuns. <laughs> that is the best moment in music this year. Damn, I don't care. That goes hard. Watch it on YouTube. The dance that he does and the smile that he does. That is. It does not get better. You, that was my moment of the year. I I'll sent it was out. it was Lil Uzi Vert. Okay. Oh yeah, that's I right. sent this to the group. Do you remember this? Yeah, I do. I'm not gonna it. like play it on my phone like for like you know it's unlistenable for the for the recording. But check the, it out. The Lil Uzi Vert Chop Suey cut. I remember hearing somebody sent it to me, and you hear the you know the acoustic that and I'm like, oh, it's like an intro. Yeah. Like it's gonna be like a hip hop song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like it's like sample the intro and then it's gonna be like a rap song. Yeah. And then like the whatever the other guys like the like comes in and I'm like, okay. I do this is going along with you sharing this. And then the the actual riff starts and it's just some guy super shittily rapping the lyrics. And I'm like, oh he does the Gordon and I listened to us. Does the whole song. It's yeah, unbelievable. Nice. Hell yeah. Um, so anyway, I just wanted to give a shout out to Lil Wayne. And Lil Wayne. Vert, you do it's worth checking out. Yeah, <laughs> definitely good for a laugh. Check it out. Um, but I think we should let Corey start. Yeah. Number start. 10. Number, number 10. 10. Okay, music powering through it, okay? My number 10. Uh, anybody familiar with Silent Planet? 
Yeah, actually. The band? Yeah. 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 The new Silent Planet album, Super Bloom, is my number 10. <clears throat> Shout out to the Stubbs the Zombie video game official soundtrack. Silent Planet did a fucking awesome song on that. Is that true? Yes. I did not. Which game again? Uh, Stubbs the Zombie. Stubbs the Zombie. It was a okay. Microsoft game from way back in the day. Oh, shit. Do you remember um uh, the new Killing Floor game? Yeah. Demon Hunter. Yeah, Demon soundtrack. Hunter was on it. Oh, my God. That was actually What based. are they even doing these days? They're making awesome Still making soundtracks. Music. Do you know the Navy SEALs have a team that wear the Demon Hunter logo? Is that there? true? Yeah. That's so fucking Could you funny. imagine the last thing you see before you die is the Demon Hunter logo coming <laughs> on a guy wearing space age technology? What's You're, it like a... Picture, it's really, like an ox skull or something? It, it's, it's like a... Yeah, yeah some kind of bovine skull. skull. I don't know. Yeah. I really want you to picture this. You've never seen a big screen TV. You live in the middle of a desert. <laughs> You, yeah. you were heard saying that maybe you don't love America in the market because they've <laughs> come and invaded your country. Yeah, the prices. That night, of, there's a bump at the door. It's two a.m. <laughs> you roll over from your wife, and there's a dude wearing space age military grade, like <laughs> literally wearing two million dollars of equipment with a laser dot looking at you. And the last thing you see is a demon hunter. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, what's that? And then he just takes a bullet right through the head. I watched some video. That's actually terrifying. <laughs> Anybody familiar? You know that Veritasium guy, that YouTuber? Veritasium? Yeah, he does like science videos. I don't think so. He did this one where he went to some, he went to like a Navy base and he tried like every tier of night vision goggle and he like went to the base where they, de- where they develop night vision goggles and they have like like the world's darkest room that's like fucking 80 feet underground and behind like 17 doors. It's like, yeah. Um, and like the, these like $800,000 night vision goggles that it's like literally fucking broad daylight when you're in this, this pitch black. It's unbelievable. (laughs) That's ridiculous. (laughs) That's cool. But then you shine a flashlight at him. Yeah. And the, the fucking demon hunter guy in the million dollar goggles. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, He's just like, Sorry, buddy. Capping your whole He's, family. He yeah. got like one AirPod in listening to <laughs> Demon it, Hunter. It really isn't right what we did to those people. <laughs> like it really isn't. Well, that reminds me. Did you watch the Shane Gillis, the new Shane Gillis comedy dude, special? Shane Gillis is probably my favorite comedian. Shane Gillis is so he's fucking funny. Fucking, that dude is unbelievable. When he's talking funny. about the wall bursting over and there's like a bunch of dogs. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Could you yeah, imagine? Yeah. A bunch of dogs. Coming in to see new life, and we're making fun of him, like mocking him. Like, yeah. oh, he crying. died like a dog. <laughs> he died like a dog. He died like a dog. <laughs> Shane Gillis is by far my favorite comedian. He's that so guy's fucking, fucking funny. funny. He, he Can I give Louis you my? CK. I'm detouring yeah, super hard from Silent Planet. Okay. Okay. Can yeah. I give you my deranged take? Yeah. That I I know intellectually. I know I'm. I know I'm wrong about this. I just can't. I can't see how I'm wrong. <laughs> I feel like I could fight any dog. <laughs> I don't know, man. There was like, a fucking Daisy. dog that I saw on TikTok. It's like it. It sounds like Albany, but it's this giant fucking dog, like bigger than a Great Dane. And its whole job is to protect villages. Yeah, and it's like as big as you or I. And it's like it'll rip your fucking throat out. There's That's, no way you could ever go. Uh, up this is. I thought the opposite. I have the most docile, sweet little lab at home. He's, yeah, he's giant. He weighs like 200 pounds though. Yeah, and, and but he's like the sweetest dog. And there's been times where I've been playing tug with him, and he accidentally like 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 lets the real strength out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and I've had the opposite thought where I'm like, man, if you turned on me, I wouldn't stand a this chance. This is my problem. Okay, <laughs> I'm not saying. Listen, a, a fight with a dog. I'm going to the hospital, and I need 211 stitches. But okay? you're winning. But I'm not losing. 
I can't. I fuck can't, that dog. Like it's I, I am legend where you're holding it and you're like fucking. Yeah. Like, don't I, I just have a hard time imagining losing a fight to something I can lift over my head. Sure. I just have a hard time. I feel like if if a dog if it has a collar on, I'm winning the fight. You want to talk, <laughs> talk about content that I would pay to see? I would. I would to me fight a dog. I would, I'd like I would want you to start with a really small dog. Yeah, me fight like, like a like a yeah. like a marine <laughs> like a marine a German river. shepherd. And you can have as much time as you need to recover between fights, but yeah. we just steadily increase the intensity of the dog. There is listen. But there there's are, like those bear hunting yeah. dogs yeah. in yeah. Russia. There, like, there are dogs big enough, like the. Um, I'm trying to. I can't think of a some kind of shepherd. What are the fucking like big German, like 200 pound dogs? German shepherd? No, not I mean, a German shepherd. Not like a Malinos. No, I would lose a fight to a Malinos. Yeah, because they're huge. They're huge. That can be the last one. The thing I'm picturing is if I can pick it up, I'm not losing a fight. I just can't picture that. What about Milo on that chair over there? Milo, Milo would probably kill me. Milo would be more intelligent. Milo would like poison me. <laughs> yeah, he's like, he'd slip you something over a long dumpster cat that Tom found. Hey. <laughs> You're the right, and you <laughs> and you guys know me. You know I'm not some big tough guy like oh, foot. I just can't. Yeah, I remember. Do you I remember like when I mentally I can't picture. I I know what you're gonna say. I, I do. I do remember it. Do you remember when you were drunk I, at the concert? And I you do were remember. That. You were just like, that's it. Let's go. That was at the Armory. I remember yeah, that. I remember that getting was, fucking manhandled. That was so bizarre. <laughs> I remember that. We were at the. So uh, we'll tell the story. To Who we, was it? A, no, it wasn't Ghost. Who were we seeing? It, it must have been Ghost. We were at some show, and Corey was liquored up, and I was the sober cab, so I was driving. And I, I sometimes I worry about what's repressed in y'all's head. <laughs> Corey looks at me with, with the devil's eyes, <laughs> and he's like, like it been something he'd been wanting to do for years. He's like, let's find out. He said something like, let's find out, let's Jesus. go. That's so. And funny. he was like, we're fighting. <laughs> A guy who fixes computers versus a guy who works out regularly and worked in ER security. Well, here's here's what I'll tell you. Here's what I'll tell you about that. <laughs> yeah, probably sober. You you have you have reach on me. You have height on me. Yeah. You're not somebody I would choose to fight. And I think you get that a lot. I've got reach height and probably, I don't know, probably like 40 pounds. I was very lucky in that you were drunk <laughs> because it was very easy to just kind of be like, but I was so confused. Oh, I was like, are we fighting? <laughs> I'm not, I'm not strong. It's not a secret. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm I work not. very hard on looking strong, but yeah. neither am I. <laughs> I work, I work, um, I, my workout is drumming. Yeah, and that's what well, that's <laughs> I work hard enough to hit drums. I would get so tired, and you would have miles left in the tank, because I don't even drum. I play bass, which is a two-finger instrument. <laughs> you know what's so funny about... I feel like um, this is probably true for any activity. Like, any activity. Yeah. But, like the, the, like, the muscles that you develop doing one specific thing, it's so interesting. Because like the, I feel like it took a long time to to build up to having endurance drumming. To where like I can drum for like two three hours, and that's and like crazy. I'll be tired. I'll be tired. I'll go to yeah. bed. I'll be fucking wiped. But like I can do it. Versus like walking up ten flights of stairs is like. <gasps> so like, so like it's just I don't know. It's super interesting how like like the very hyper specific muscle groups that you develop doing one specific yeah. thing, and really? you can only do that one thing. <laughs> but there is a ton of athleticism in drumming. Like that's not light work. Is that sure? Like crazy because they they tell you when you're like lifting weights to like yeah. mix up your exercises. Yeah, your body sure. gets used your to body. it. Is yeah. that like? What's the word? Is that homeostasis? Is that the... homeostasis is like where your body should be natural? It's like everything in your body is designed to return you to homeostasis. I mean, oh, I feel okay. like baseline. I'm making gotcha. shit up right now, but I feel like if I just went to the gym and benched every day, and that's all I did, yeah, I feel like I'd probably put up a pretty, a pretty good bench. In you like have the body si- for in like it. six months. I'd put yeah. up oh, a yeah. pretty good bench. Like it's a... probably like me. Like I started off doing, but if what, I but if I went in fives, yeah, and then now I'm putting up 
what? You're up to like 250. A, a 45 and a 35 on each side, and then maybe two 45s. Uh, yeah, you yeah, but if I did that, and then I went God and tried it. to... Like, this makes me feel like less of a man. But I if I did that, that and anymore. I went... If I Everybody's did that, max is somebody's warm-up. If I went and I, and I put up like a good max benching yeah. after six months, and then I started curling, I'd be baby mode. I would have well, nothing. And that's the thing about <laughs> exercise and, and working out and anything that you devote yourself to a discipline. Yeah. You lose it so fast. <laughs> oh, yeah. And then we all just die anyway. <laughs> so really, what's the <laughs> what's point? What's it all worth? I think because I've been working. I realize, you know, time sneaks up on you. I've been working out for over half my life. I don't look mm-hmm. like it. I'm not right. <clears throat> I've been working out for over half of my life. If I st- and and sometimes very hard, including mm-hmm. like the military and stuff. If I stop for four months, yeah, I would be starting over. Or even, I mean, any exercise. I mean, like you could squat. Fucking, if all you did was squat two plates every day, like <laughs> you go to the gym, you squat two plates every day, you're still gonna get fucking gassed walking up some stairs. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Well, yeah. It's like yeah. Guilty. Exercise is really weird. Yeah. Like cardio uh, versus strength is like a huge. It's funny yeah. how people are wired. I know people that love cardio. I can't stand it. I fucking hate. I fucking hate. I hate the it. only the only way I can tolerate it, and I think we've talked about this before, is riding a bike because oh, yeah. it's like fun to do. Absolutely, and you're getting to see cool stuff. Yeah, and you can like yeah, you're the, like that's on a the journey. Thing, the it's thing not, like I can't run two miles. I would fucking kill myself. The thing for cardio is like it just feels so futile. Yeah. Versus like the, like it, when you're biking somewhere, you have the utility of like it's like fun, and you have like the wind in your face, and you're seeing all this stuff, and you're like you're going to a place. Versus like if you're and like you can be moving without pedaling. Yeah. Too. Versus like on an exercise bike in a gym, put nineteen bullets in my head. Kill yeah. me right now. It's, yeah. I've done that. It's the most depressing thing. <laughs> I've had Riding people ask me like, "What's the best exercise?" And my answer is always the one that you'll do. Yeah. <laughs> like the, whatever one yeah. makes you not sitting <laughs> and eating <clears throat> cheeseburgers is probably going to be the best. Everybody exercise. can push themselves insanely hard once, but if you're going to come back and do it week after week after week month after month year after year yeah just find the thing that you enjoy yeah. so back to music very quickly yeah silent yes. planet, silent planet. Silent, no just, but anyway the one point no, i wanted to make yeah is there such a weird uh subcon like it's 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 not even like pretext to you yeah now that you bring up the dog thing yeah you're a violent man <laughs> <laughs> and, and you hide it so well which like does a, make me realize the scary thing about you yeah. is you are the prototype for a serial killer. <laughs> and Christ. I just put that together. The fact that you're yeah. like, I could kill any dog. And then going back to the, like the, the random wanting to fight people, like yeah. you are the person with the brain the, and the and the resources like to mer- so if I'm American disappear Psycho, one day, if yeah, I I'm, disappear I'm one Peter day. Peter Bateman is it no Patrick Bateman. And you come across so friendly, but it occurs <laughs> to me now that there's you you've got a shark's eye. You don't know, Sam. You've got a predator's well, eye. Well, it was man. like a, the You're l- one I to think watch. I don't know. It was like three months ago. I don't yeah. remember exactly. But the last episode I recorded where we were talking about uh, Costco, and you're like, I'm just done getting out of people's way. I'm just gonna start running. Dude, people. <laughs> it's tr- it's so true. <laughs> I don't know. I give off some kind of energy. Where, like people see me walking towards them, and they're like, Hey, this, a giant foam cloud. I can push beta, out of the way. This beta cuck. I can just run right into him. Since you've gotten money and moved. Have homeless started disappearing around where you live now? <laughs> we can. Um, it's really. I know where I he lives. You, we can triangulate. This can I give just, you a real take? Yeah, yeah. I Please. fucking hate homeless people. <laughs> this is not. I I genuinely promise. This is. I'm not trying to like brag at all. Okay. As I make more money, I feel like a bigger piece of shit the closer I am to a homeless person now. Oh no. Versus like before when it was like I'm working every day, I'm like barely making my mortgage, all my bills, whatever. I maybe have like an extra couple hundred bucks a month, right? 
Like that's like what I have. Mm-hmm. I see a homeless person on the corner. I'm like, sorry, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to get mine. We're all making our way. Okay. <laughs> now I feel like a fucking dirt bag <laughs> when I when I'm when you're on like one of these interchanges, like getting on or off a freeway, and there's a homeless person. I feel like the biggest piece of shit. <laughs> Just sitting you're in like my your car. BMW. You're like I make X amount a year, but fuck you. Fucking earn I, that's a, I. He's probably gonna spend it on crack. I like giga like speed I've, off. My my guilt is I like mega tip everywhere now. Mega tip. Yeah, I super super like I went to the Jimmy John's on my way here. I tipped the guy like five bucks on like an eleven dollar sandwich. That's nice. what you call a huge <laughs> tip. Well, you think about it. Good God! You think about you're it. You're like I'm a mega tipper now. Listen, I really changed life. If you give this guy five bucks, listen, you do that everywhere. Crisp Lincoln. That's like a couple hundred bucks a month, dude. You do that fucking everywhere you go. Listen, Damn. $11, a 20% tip is two bucks. Yeah. So he's that's tipping the $5. I can't, that's huge I can't go per... That's the thing. The, the, I'll the show guilt, you a huge tip. The guilt thing <laughs> like, is hey. tipping as a percent. Yeah. Like my bill is $14. I tip 20%. I give this guy like... Two dollars. Two and a half dollars. Two eighty. Yeah. I feel like a scumbag. Right. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Like, here's I'm for old, you. Oh. I'm a ludicrously generous tipper. I re- yeah, like, I at restaurants, I'm I like 40, 50 percent at restaurants. Yeah, I, well, I, I have yeah. all of us work service industry jobs. Yes. Yeah, so, yeah. And so I, you, it's probably it's you probably know. that. Like yeah. it fucking sucks. I'm not gonna roast this guy up who like brought me appetizer and food and five drinks, whatever, and like tip him like eight dollars. I'm not doing that. My <laughs> wife steps in sometimes and she's like, "What are you doing?" <laughs> and I'm like, "I don't know. I'm not. I'm not liquidly like super well off, but I I don't know. I just feel like we're all in it together. When I see, you know, the college girl." Yeah, you know, like like makes your latte, and then yeah. it's like here yeah. you go. Know. Like, <laughs> the only person, the only tip I've stiffed in that I can remember mm. when we went bowling. Do you remember that in Duluth? Yeah, yeah. we went bowling the last time. <clears throat> I got prompted for a tip after he hands out the shoes. The guy who got my shoes, it's and like, it's like, what do you want to tip? And it's like. This is this is too far for me. Yeah, <laughs> like I'm not. You just, just bent over slightly to grab shoes. I'm that not. Have a you turned around them. and and reached your arm out at yeah. chest level. I'm not giving you money. I'm it, so sorry. When I pick up food and they want a tip, I get annoyed. Yeah, hey, it's like I, I did that's the that's delivery. Guy, yeah. Hey, listen, as a guy who worked takeout food at Bread Lobster, we still have to take your food. We still have to fucking pack it up. We still have to put it in the bag. We still have to bring it up front and keep it warm for you. Like that deserves two bucks, right? Like give us fucking two dollars. You don't. It could be a hundred twenty dollar order. Two bucks is perfectly fine. You, Jack, you worked at a restaurant. Yeah. I remember. So when I worked, when I worked at Bridgman's, I was a busboy and then I was a host. We didn't get tips. Yeah. We got what the servers decided to give us on a busy Friday night. So like yeah. a, a server would clear like two fifty on a Friday night. This is in like 2012, okay? Yeah. 250 for a guy, you know, in 2012 making 250 in a night, you're making money, okay? Yeah. Serving in a fucking diner or restaurant, okay? Oh yeah. And the servers would go around and they all tip the hosts like a like, you know, some amount of money. I'd get like $6 from a server. Nice. <laughs> and Thanks. it was like I would have probably been happier if I got nothing. It's because Minnesota's <laughs> a no-tip state. They yeah. don't have to tip you. Yeah. Well, in Minnesota, it's the um, I don't know if Wisconsin, any of the state does. Wisconsin does. Wisconsin has reduced minimum wage for people who can get tips. Yes, yeah. So, so if you're so, a waitress, you get like five bucks. Yeah. An so hour. at the so for the listeners, at the end of the night, so you make the minimum wage is seven twenty five an hour. At the end of the night, you report your tips, 
and then the business deducts your tips and they do the math to pay you to include your tips in your wages. Mm-hmm. And so the business will do the math and go, oh, this person makes seven twenty-five an hour. They worked X hours, but they made X in tips. I only have to pay them $1.10 an hour. Oh my God, that's scummy. Yeah, and so, is. and still stay on, on the minimum wage. So like, so a lot of nights, if you're a server, you're actually getting paid by the business $0 because like you made more than minimum wage and, and above that the whole night. So you're actually making zero wages. So you might, you might have worked 40 hours that week and cash your paycheck. And it's like $29 or whatever. Cause I you didn't made, know any of this. Cause you made so much in tips. Yeah. Like they didn't act. The business never actually had to pay. You're basically contracting. Oh, <laughs> I'm glad I'm very generous in tipping now. You just made me gladder. Yeah, in Min- Minnesota's, glad. I don't know. I don't know about anywhere else. I'm sure it's not the only state that does that, but yeah, it's messed up. So, Silent Planet. Yeah, Silent, Silent Planet. <laughs> this is okay. I'm. I've been on an arc the last couple of years. I've been on more like palatable, like kind of radio music, sure. like the more like hey, poppy. Same here. Yeah, like the more like poppy melodic stuff. Um, Anybody who's listened to a Megasode before knows that I'm really into like very eclectic. You're like into the. <laughs> The prog for prog fans. Like very degenerate. You'll just like, listen to six hours of noise. Yeah. Just like. Yeah. <laughs> like very progressive, very out there, very weird. Um, I've been on more of a radio kick. Um, I'm not like literally listening, but like, you know, like stuff that would be on the radio. Or like you could see being on the radio. Yeah. So like if you guys know, you two have heard of Silent Planet. Mm-hmm. Um, album is super good. Uh, very, very, very much enjoy listening to it. Uh, it's very, I don't know. It's just like on, on that kick of being into more like palatable radio, more melodic, like poppy kind of stuff. Um, not meant as an insult at all. It's just what it is. Uh, very, very good. Very listenable. Very, you know, good vibes. Number nine. Well, you might be getting into <laughs> so, mainstream pop music and yeah. you might be like, I'm only into the underground. Yeah. Hit me the up. Indie, the stuff that nobody's heard of. I like, yeah. I like bands so obscure that even... The obscure bands, <clears throat> yeah. openers for the openers for the openers. Yeah. When they do Did you see the Taylor Swift movie? Huh? No. <laughs> so I'm going to tell you right now. My number nine. Later. My number nine is a little obscure band that you've never heard of. Yeah. Blink 182. Oh. <laughs> they it's put out so album. brave of them to have a number in the name of right. their band. <laughs> you've never heard of it. Like I've Matchbox 20 yeah. or Finger 11. <laughs> Um, I'm not going to hear one song, Paralyzed. <laughs> That's the only song I know. Yeah. <laughs> That's one of the songs I haven't heard in years. It still pops in my head. Yep. Yep. That's <laughs> Just it. Just like that. <laughs> 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 Edit that to a full song. I'm not going to be bored. Yeah. Blink-182. Blink-182. I didn't even listen to it, actually. I'm not going to spend a ton of time defending it. It's Blink-182. Yeah. Is it called One More Time? Is that the album? Yeah. Yeah. One More Time. My thing about God that damn, is... Do you, think, do you think it's their last one? Huh? No. No, I think they're just... What is that I album name? Wasn't well, Tom back now again? Yeah, Tom after came After chasing back. UFOs? Or so, whatever? like, the whole thing is Tom came back into the band because Mark got cancer. We did an ep- we, we mentioned it in an episode when that yep. happened. Yep. Mark is the reason I play bass guitar. So, there's a lot rooted there emotionally. You know, I was in a three-piece band very much um, carbon copied from Blink-182 when I was in high school mm. and I don't really talk to those people anymore so there's a real emotional core there of these people coming back together after a nasty breakup and like reestablishing those friendships on top of Mark surviving cancer and being in remission there's a lot it's really an emotional pick the music is okay the mix is terrible oh no I don't know why they mixed the album the way they did I'm not even like a snoop a super snobby guy about that but I know when a okay Coda's calling me out. I am a little snobby, but I'm not as I'm not as educated in it. 
to like well, pinpoint things. The weird thing about you saying this album's mix so weird is because we both love the self-titled. They're like last. That album. was produced amazingly. But they did it themselves. No, they had a producer, and he's did a they? famous one. He did AFI, sing the sorrow. He's a he's dead now. Oh, okay. I was I, under I'm the impression his name. No. Yeah, he passed away. I, I, I don't think know they, his name. There was some aspect that was homebrew. I think they might have recorded the album in like one of their houses or something. They They're, they did a whole thing for the self titled album. They rented a house in California. Oh, okay. And they did everything there. But they I got had my a wires legendary. Crossed. They had a legendary music producer. Okay. He was. I wish that I could think of his name, but he was super famous. So I'm guessing the inverse is true now, where they. Probably produced their Travis own. produced this one for uh, them. yeah. And it is awful. Oh. It's unforgivably I'm bad. I'm guessing the drums sound really good, though. Not really. Oh. Honestly, I, I, at some point, pull it up and just listen to a song, and just you're, you're going to scratch your head. Okay. You're going to be like, why? But that being said, the songs are okay. They're catchy. They're good. I, I don't dislike them. I don't want to sound like I'm trashing the album. I enjoy it. Yeah. Um, is it just like more blink? Or yeah, is it like, I would say the cool is thing is different. They, they they really explore all of their own eras. They have really straight pop punk. They have stuff like um, Boxcar Racer, that kind of edgier sound. Sure. In a song, which is probably my favorite one, that's called Terrified. That's my favorite song on the album, probably. Okay. Um, lyrically, they have a great song, "You Don't Know What You've Got," which is about uh, Mark's cancer, and I mean that has like lyrics like, uh, "I beg for your forgiveness. I made a deal with God." Um, you can write my epilogue, which is just, you know, he was literally facing death, so it's yeah, a that's cool pretty, way to go. That's pretty rough. There's a bridge in, in another really good song called Turpentine, which is just, uh, uh, Sharks smell the blood in the water, we're all just lambs to the slaughter, it's only all the time this time. A generation lost and forgotten, clawing at the lid of a coffin, your god isn't coming back this time. Yikes. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> I will always be the emo 13-year-old at my core, so when they, when they do that, it's really good. Um... No matter what sound of pop punk you like, you'll find at least one song you like on the album. And then there are really bad songs, too. Oh, There's one called When You Were Young, which they're fighting against their own time signature. And it's just they can't fit it in. And it's so clearly like overproduced trying to fit this stuff into the beat. Oh, that doesn't no. work. And I just like don't the know meter how... of the vocals yeah. or yeah, yeah. Okay. And I don't know why, like they know how to write a song. So I don't know how this stuff. They got did it for through. like 30 I'm, I'm kind of curious what that sounds like now. I, uh, I didn't listen to this at all. Like, yeah. is it just too many syllables per measure or well, they're, they're trying? I think you guys, Corey will eat me alive if I'm wrong. I think it's like a five, eight time signature. Okay. And they're trying to do a four, four structure. There's like a thing, and it just doesn't like, and and you'll see that the, the the time ends and they're still ending the line. So like, when we were young, life would feel so free. When we were wrong, and like you can tell that they had to fast forward the vocals. I to think get it um, kind of so thing. there's a thing that's been more popular recently. So okay, so there's a thing in a percussion called a flam. Sure, <clears throat> that's when you hit two things really close to each other. So like a. Yeah, like that's a flam. Okay. Can I and just so, say how impressed I am that you could just do a flam? Just like on a whim. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like if I was trying to demonstrate a flam to someone, it would take me like three or four tries to, before I got one that I was like, that's that's it. So there's that. So the so the thing the thing that's getting really popular, I think it started in hip hop. Um, and then it's kind of bleeding out now, where you have the hi hat, like the chick sound is like a constant like chick, 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 chick. And then the kick and the snare are like flammed on that. Oh, so sure. like where a normal rhythm you'd have like a where like now you have like a oh sure like that and like the whole this song the whole song <laughs> sounds kind of like it's kind of like a like a tension like it's kind of like wound up like you're kind of you're sitting there the whole time like 
waiting for like the payoff. Yeah. Like everything to come together. Um, I, and it might be, I haven't heard it. It might be something like that, that like makes a lot of tension in like the ear where you're kind of like, Oh baby. It doesn't, it's just like a little unsettling, but it's, it's not like wrong. It's like, like a bad production. Like they fucked it up, I'm gonna but play it's like it there's you. something going on. I want to hear your take. I want to hear your <clears> take <throat> specifically on it. Okay. Tom, it'd be interesting as well. And, Sure, Coda. <laughs> and sure, Coda. Um, <laughs> I want to play for you back. when we take a break. Catching strays. I want to. Uh, he came after me early. <laughs> um, I want to play for you, and I want to. I want to know what you think about it. I okay. want to know if I'm crazy. It just doesn't sound right, and I don't know if it's a flan. Is that the term? Yeah, that's right. Okay. F L A M. I um. No, it's flan. Flan. The. The delicious. The bread. Dessert. No, it's no, not no, 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 no. I'm sorry. I'm it's fucked like up. It's like a pudding. Vanilla that's right. Pudding that's kinda... right. But there's a great hope. At the core of One More Time by Blink-182, that you can reunite with old One friends and reestablish time. friendships. And uh, I, I very much, that is the lighthouse we all need to follow. Oh, yeah. All the end. Right. I know they're distracted. I, I like that. Time. I have not listened to it. I saw that they put it out this year. And I was like, oh, damn, more. there's new Blink-182. And Tom's back again. Yeah. Because <clears throat> they had Neighborhoods. Did he leave right after that? Yeah, neighborhoods. You can feel this. Like neighborhoods. Apparently, he wasn't even coming to recording sessions. Oh, he recorded and himself and like yeah, sent and it in. Send it in, and it was a huge Ooh. thing. They broke up after that. They did have some almost recorded stuff called "Dogs Eating Dogs," which was really good. Was that the follow up to that? Yeah, or? it was like an EP. Oh, okay. And um, so is is the band like not on good terms? They're great like... now, supposedly. Okay. They have a whole song. The, the, the I don't know any of the lore. The title song of "One More Time." Oh, so the, the lore is Mark got cancer. Yeah. And they had a really nasty breakup when the band broke up. Yeah. This is yeah, the second yeah. time they've done it. I'm familiar with that. Mark yeah. got cancer. Tom, apparently, you know, they were like brothers at one point, started messaging him and like pulled him through the cancer and they got close again and then reunited. And then they made this album, the three of them original. Um, they, the, the title track, One More Time, it literally like they don't hide the lyrics at all. It's literally like. We were fighting, but now we're good. <laughs> like if you want to know the story, cool. yeah, yeah, it's yeah, very, yeah. very blatant. They're not they're not using a lot of symbolism. Yeah, <laughs> they, yeah, they're yeah. like, why do we have to almost die in a plane crash to be friends? <laughs> like it's like <laughs> there's less lyrics yeah, yeah, yeah. in the song. Okay, okay. So that'll tell you. Um and uh supposedly they're doing really good. I think they're gonna put out probably a lot more music. I think they'll be diminishing returns again. Mm-hmm. But I do have to give a shout out. To Dakota. Hey. About yeah. Blink-22 specifically because they did a massive reunion tour and I'd never seen the original three, Mark, Tom, and Travis. It's one of my favorite bands. That's not a secret. Pretty basic. Millennial. Um, it's a good band. I don't the, know. The, it is a good the, band. The, yeah. the I prices, feel like you don't have to defend that. The ticket prices were crazy. They were like $800 to go. Uh, but the day of the show, they fell to like 40 bucks. Mm-hmm. Okay. I called Dakota up the morning of. It was like 5.30 in the morning. And I was like, you want to go to Blink-182? This is what the tickets cost now. This dude agreed. It was a work day. It was like a Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Yep. In the middle of the week. <laughs> Where? It was in Minneapolis. It was here. Do you remember what venue? Uh, the Target, Target Center. Center. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this dude agreed. We got tickets. I had to leave work early, which I ended up getting in trouble for. But that's, <laughs> that ended up being a whole thing. But this dude did it. We drove down. We saw the show. We found out we couldn't drive in the Ford Focus. Yeah. Why not? No. Uh, because <laughs> Dakota and I are too heavy. In the, for- the, too the, the Ford Focus literally scrapes on the bottom of the ground. Oh, my God. We started, <laughs> we started driving, and there was this crazy sound. And I was like, I don't think we can drive. There's something wrong with my suspension. I took it to a garage, and I was like, there's this really weird sound. It's not there anymore. Yeah. But like, my friend and I couldn't go to the cities. And the, the mechanic, he looked at me. This is a true story. He was like... Is your buddy a big fella too? 
<laughs> and I was like, yeah, he's actually bigger than me. He's like, yeah, you guys, like, this, it's a Ford Focus, dude. It's like, <laughs> dude, that's not a monster truck. You're literally bottoming it out, correct. scraping We it went gets... to, that one time, we, we saw a ghost. Yeah. We went in my Ford Focus. Yeah. Uh, and I feel like that's, like, the only car I've ever had where having one more person in it made getting to highway speed impossible. <laughs> <laughs> What are you trying to say, Corey? Like, just me, I'm chilling. <laughs> I'm chilling. But you yeah. add one other person to the car, and it drove like shit. Oh, yeah. It was... I, drove, I had that car for years when I worked at uh, Essentia. And I'm like, my job, I like, drove all around to all the clinics and everything, like, doing projects. And, yeah. like, I would load my car up with, like, tons of monitors and computers, you know, whatever. And, like, when that car was loaded up, that car didn't go fucking anywhere. It's a great single driver. It's a great work <laughs> it car. It's a good I car. I love it. I don't yeah. have a problem with it. Um. Yeah, you're right. It's not good for anything else besides <laughs> it's 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 usefulness ends there. It it started at nineteen thousand for a reason. Yeah, <laughs> <It's> the... <laughs> but I love it. But yeah, it can't support me. And... The ticket prices. I remember because um, I live in, in Minneapolis now, and the city like shut down when Taylor Swift was here, when she played like the two shows back to back at the U.S. Bank Stadium. I remember looking at tickets, just like what do they cost. <clears throat> and you're on like Ticketmaster or whatever, and they show you like a simulated view of like what's the view from this seat, you know? And like, they show you like like a 3D render yeah. of like the seat. The cheapest, the cheapest. This is the day of the show. The cheapest seat I could find was twelve hundred dollars. Oh, oh my god. god! Okay, and you're the seat was in the nosebleeds, like top, the top, the the back row of the topmost upper deck. Okay. And it was behind the giant screen. So your view was the back of a screen. That's well, just all, dog shit. That's all you could see. And it was $1,200. Oh, my God. <laughs> that's insane. Taylor Swift has reached a level of fame that, like... It's almost incomprehensible. She's she's almost like... You want to talk about Warhammer 40K? She's transcending into a chaos god. Like, <laughs> <she> is, <laughs> her level of fame is insane. But which... Imagine how she feels when she sees a homeless person. Which okay, <laughs> is it Slanesh? She, she might. She might very well right. be the most famous person alive right now. Oh, or, easily. Da- Dakota easily. says Slanesh. Do you agree with that? I've always pronounced it Slanesh. No, but I mean like what Taylor Swift about? as being a chaos guy. Like which? Oh, which is a oh yeah, because Slanesh has the noise marine, so that's an easy. Okay. Okay. It's a forty. That's an easy meme. pick. This I was is thinking a real nerdy deep. Dive I was right thinking here. like, hold Zeech. on, everybody. Zeech? That's chaos and like. Like super, like like conspiracy and plans among plans and deception. Yeah, but how so do we know? I think politics when I think okay. of that. Okay, all right, I, that's fair. I, the noise marines is like the big thing, and like Slanesh and pleasure, and she's a very attractive blonde woman. I, I think that she's a good lock-in for that. All right, that's fair. Yeah, she's definitely not corn. She's not like chopping people's heads nah, off or not. like. I skulls for the, the skull <laughs> The Lockheed Martin. Yeah, yeah that's dude. Yeah, the, the Lockheed Martin God. It's yeah. fantastic. Oh, yeah, they just have like an altar yeah. in the in the factory when they're making <laughs> cruise missiles. Skulls for the skull throne. That imagine. Who are we drawing today? Lockheed Martin. Skulls for the skull throne. <laughs> yeah, skulls they, blood skull for the throne. blood god. And it, it's just like yeah, a, an ad they run on TV. Yeah. Hey oh, guys, Corey. one of those corporate like yeah, messages up? for the I'm skulls for the talk. skull throne. Am I right? Hey guys, <laughs> hey guys, Bill Sutherford here uh, for Lockheed Martin. You know we love bringing blood for the blood god, <laughs> skull for the skull thrones. We're pleased to announce in 2024 quarter one, <laughs> we've got double the amount of cruise missiles going to the Middle East. Oh, that's just coffee. Oh. 
Oh, never mind. Okay. What? Yeah. What were you going to say? I'm sorry. Anyway, so like Tom and Corey, uh-huh. like Sam and I were playing a game called Dark Tide, which yeah. is 4 oh, yeah. like Left 4 <clears> Dead. <throat> I really wanted to buy that you game. Haven't, for... It's on Game Pass for free. Game? Wait, hang on. Are you playing on Xbox? I thought you were PlayStation. No, I'm play, playing on PC. Oh. Based. Nice. Yeah. Hell yeah. I'd play that. I'd so play if, if you guys... Hey. How dope would it be if all four of us played Dark Tide? That'd be amazing. I'm, I'm so I'm jealous of how many games the Warhammer fans get. There's well, like a, most of them are not good. <laughs> there's like a new Warhammer... But, but think of like... Yeah, World Trader sucks ass. Think of like a really cool IP that you like. You know, think of like Mass Effect or something. Imagine if there was a Mass Effect game as frequently as there was a Warhammer game. <laughs> right. I think that would make the original trilogy less special, right? Probably true. Because I don't know how much how much juice is left in Mass Effect after the somebody, first three. Somebody voted Mass Effect 2 as like one of the greatest games made of all time. I don't think I would agree with that. I'd give it like a it's top very good. Like I'd give top it, 10. I'd give it like a top 40. Top 40 seems fair. That's not yeah. even then even then I think you're making an argument, but I think it's reasonable. Yeah. It, like, there's a there's a lot wrong. I remember, this is it. totally tangential, okay? Um, I saw there was a Time Magazine list of the top 100 most influential people of all time. And the list was unhinged. <laughs> it was, was Casey Hudson on there it? There were like six Americans in no, the Kevin top Spacey 10. Casey was on it. Kevin Spacey. It literally, the list was like, Influential on your, dude, George your Bush was like number hole. 20. It was like George Bush, Charles Dickens. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm not even, I'm what not joking. Charles, Charles Dickens is less influential than George I did, Bush. I t- it was, un, it was, un, I'll see if I can find it, but like, it was seriously, it was unbelievable. That's why. Time wack. most influential people. Who's number one? Um, I think it was Jesus. Okay. What? Which is not, un, that's, that's reasonable. I mean, number one book of all time except but. jesus wasn't a human except he was jesus an alien real <laughs> <laughs> oh i'm sorry can i just derail for the alien talk real quick yeah did you hear about the the uh the classified meeting that the oversight committee for aliens oh yeah had yep no there was a bunch of interesting stuff that happened so as they're leaving this classified meeting with the, these government officials regarding the What's that guy's name? David Gouch? What's that guy's name? The guy David last Gouch. summer who was like saying aliens are real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember. Um, the, all the hearings in Mexico too. and Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. Then there's like this, uh, as they were leaving, they were doing like the post interview for like the thing where like, you know, they're trying to get some information, but they can't obviously say anything because it's classified. But there were some interesting things. One lady, I don't remember. She's a congresswoman, big MAGA, like crazy lady. But she said, <laughs> interestingly enough, the one thing that everybody has to keep in mind is that uh, David Gouch, or whatever his name is, didn't say extraterrestrial. He said interdimensional. And she <laughs> specified that that was important. Okay. So that's... What the that's fuck? That's kind of wild. <laughs> there's a lot of really crazy... Okay. Stuff. Like the alien stuff. Like, Did you see the one where there's like a senator who comes out of the meeting where they were discussing that stuff? And he I literally looks like he's seen a ghost. Yeah. And like they're interviewing him right after, and the guy can't form a coherent sentence. He's just like, uh, "You just you wouldn't believe." Uh, he's like, "Oh, like, he's like, he's like stopping and he's like putting his hand like this. He's like resting his head against his hand." That dude learned some. He saw some shit. shit yeah, I have. Okay, wait. I have. I go, need to see it. Show me the. To a, I have the time one hundred most significant figures in history list. Okay. Number one. Okay, number one. We'll go through the, like a few of the top ten. It's reasonable. 
like Jesus, Napoleon, Muhammad, Shakespeare, Abraham Lincoln. Napoleon's, Napoleon's above Napoleon. Muhammad. What the fuck? <laughs> no, no. That's what I was thinking. That's like Napoleon's yeah. so fucking. Oh, Waterloo. Cool. Abraham Lincoln, number five of all time. Abe Lincoln. What? Top twenty. Everybody, you can, you know, I'm just by looking at. You want to yeah. talk about a good white? But okay, so <laughs> am I right, Dakota? So we're just gonna do bad ones. You know some of these, some of these might be arguable, but we're just gonna rush through them, okay, okay. to get to the real meat, okay? George Washington, Adolf Hitler, <laughs> Aristotle, Alexander the Great, Thomas Jefferson, Henry the Eighth, Charles Darwin, Karl Marx. Okay, Thomas Jefferson pisses me off way more than any of those other ones. We He's get on to the twenty, right? Do you want to guess? Sam was in the bathroom. Do you want to? <laughs> this is so fucking funny. Do you want to guess who's between Benjamin Franklin and Winston Churchill? Yes. As I hope it's Taylor Swift. The most influential historical figures in all of recorded history. Very Eilish. Between Ben Franklin and Winston Churchill, George W. Bush. Nice. Yeah. I senior or junior? Junior. Nice. Get I mean, the fuck out of here. I mean, no. the war on terror I mean, changed the face of the Influential planet. stuff happened under him, but like jo- more influential than Winston Churchill and next Genghis Khan. Genghis, oh, Genghis Khan. Genghis <laughs> Khan yeah. conquered like the entire known oh world. Oh my god. And then here's a here's a selected list of people who George Bush was more influential in. Okay, okay ready? Okay, okay. Ready? Thomas Edison, Frederick <laughs> Nietzsche, Franklin D. Roosevelt, Sigmund Freud. <laughs> Uh, Woodrow Wilson. I don't know. Maybe that's arguable. I don't know. Mark Twain. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Do you get that? This list is unbelievable. Adam Smith, <laughs> George Bush, Adam. He's like the the uh, the founder of capitalism. Do you think there was? Do you think there was like a a, a brawl in the time? Could I don't you, even know. Could you imagine I trying even... to put together a list of the top one hundred? Or like if uh freaking. Do you uh... think? Elvis Presley is like 30 places lower than George Bush. Elvis. He, everybody knows who Elvis is. Yeah. I know everybody knows who George Bush is, but they're not like. That pelvis grind was the 9-11 of sexual awakening. <laughs> True. <laughs> Him going like. Mm. <laughs> hey there, baby. Women leaving snail trails. Uh, <laughs> that was a super hard, super hard tangent, but There's I saw that list mop, like popping off yeah. all of the. I saw that the list yesterday. Seats. I couldn't fucking believe the order. That's unbelievable. <laughs> that uh, we should move on. Yeah, Blink One Eight Two. Do you have any other yeah, thoughts? No, I'm done. Okay. I'm way yeah. done. Forty fucking minutes. Oh, number shit. seven. All right. Music. All right. yeah, let's, let's no, start. this is number eight. Yeah, we're well, number, number eight. Nine, Excuse eight. me, number eight. I'm gonna say emotional contracts by Dear Tick. Ooh, okay. okay, I'm not familiar at all. Uh, they well, you are familiar. You just don't know it yet. D e a r or d e e r? D e e r. Okay. Uh, they did the song "Let's All Go to the Bar," which oh. I consider the national anthem of Superior, Wisconsin. Yeah, of course. Yeah. And it's like I don't care if we're drunk. Let's all go to oh, the bar. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. But anyway, I literally had not listened to anything but that song from them. I have no, I had no prior knowledge whatsoever about their musical output or anything that they do but they had a new album this year and so i was like ah fuck it i'll check it out i like that bar song Mm -hmm. (laughs) it's funny and it's actually a pretty good album it's like a very 70s rock influenced kind of uh folksy rock album that's funny can i i was thinking i was literally thinking about this like a two weeks ago or something it's kind of funny how like you have in just kind of like in like the cultural lexicon, you have this like list of songs that just everybody knows. You have like Amazing Grace or whatever. They're like yeah. nobody fucking knows who wrote that. Like who? No, one in forty thousand people knows who wrote that. Song. Who wrote that song? <laughs> but I don't. I don't know. 
No, you don't know who wrote Amazing Grace? But everybody songs. knows that song. True. And you went to Lakeview. That's true. How do you what not do you know mean? who wrote Amazing Grace? Like, like a bunch of old hymns or like Three Blind Mice. You know what? You have all these melodies that just everybody knows and like nobody knows who wrote them. And I feel like there's not that many modern examples of that where it's like it's all very specific now when people are in the But I feel like, and this is one of the ones I was thinking of, Let's All Go to the Bar is like a song that everybody, everybody has heard. It's, a good it's song. like super interesting. It's like this melody that everybody knows. Yeah. Let's all go to the bar. It's definitely the cadence and everything. Yeah. It's just everybody knows. There's lots of bands that have done that song in a different way. It's like a thing you hear once and you know it for your whole life. There's like not many of those melodies. It's like a call and response thing. Yeah. 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 But yeah, this album is really great. Was that the band who wrote that song originally or is it the same guy or? I think it's the same band. Yeah, it is the same band because the vocalist from that song is definitely on this new album. Okay. Uh, they have, as far as I can tell, two main vocalists. One has like the kind of punk. There's like a slight punk rock edge to the album mm-hmm. because of this one guy. He kind of sings like this. He's yeah, the guy okay. who did the "Let's All Go the Bar" song. Is that like was that like pre-punk? That's actually more modern than. That's probably like third wave, perhaps. You'd have to go pretty far back for a pre-punk. Like, what decade did "Let's All Go to the Bar" come out? I think it was either early 2000s or late 90s. Is it that recent? It is pretty recent. Okay, never mind. So that's like either second or third wave. I think it's punk. like 70s or 80s. Because Rancid and stuff is second wave. Yeah, you have to go back wave. to like the 70s. And yeah. 70s could... is I thought, like... Yeah, that, I thought it was older than that. Because there was like... <clears throat> first wave punk is like... I want to say like... Like the Ramones? Like yeah, well, Black get, Flag. London Calling and, is what yeah. it was like. Yeah. The, or like, London Calling. London Calling. That's what yeah, yeah, the Clash and <laughs> yeah. like all that era. Like the late seventies, early eighties. Then there was like new wave, which is kind of like pseudo punk mm-hmm. in a way, like Blondie, The Talking Heads, um, something in the Rabbit. I don't remember. The Descendants was a yeah, band. like yeah. all those guys. And then there was second wave. I think it's called is like later eighties, early nineties. Rancid, all these other like uh, like GBH. Unless they're first wave, I don't think they are. And then there's been a resurgence recently with some punk music. At least pop punk has gotten. Pop punk is having a huge movement again. It's coming, like which is really. Pop, I, like, like, I don't like where it's going now. It doesn't feel as irreverent. It feels more sterilized than. It I feel did. like there's two. There's two things. Pop punk is get pop punk is getting really really big now, and that's flowing down into punk. And then hardcore music. Yeah, that, hardcore is that yeah. I never really liked that much. Is like a totally different. It's like. My mom would all say it's the same yeah. shit, but like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's like kind of nuanced. But like hardcore is like its own thing completely. Yeah, and like really hardcore is getting really big now. Really and I think both of those are making like bringing punk back. Yeah, mm. there's a real interest in the fact that historically music has been gatekept by producers and labels <laughs> putting out the music and then forcing it on the radio. Yeah, for better or for worse, TikTok and all these other social media platforms are letting every. For years now, the problem has been everybody can produce an album in their house on some. How do you get it yeah. seen? Right, and, yeah. and we had this influx, and and it was really happening in rap and all this other stuff, SoundCloud rappers. Right? Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And yeah. Huge, everybody then, can make an album, but the, now you can get recognized too. The next wave of the SoundCloud thing, at least I, I'm sure this is happening in every sphere, but in in the kind of music that I'm kind of into, is like the TikTokification of like metal music. Mm-hmm. Is like you have band, you know, like Bad Omens and Currents and Bring Me the Horizon and all these bands. They don't write. I can wait for you at the bottom. Yeah, they don't even write singles anymore. Mm-hmm. They'll write like a minute and a half. Yeah. and drop a TikTok, and, and it's, it's like a year will go by, and they'll have dropped two ninety second. I don't even want to. Uh, 
I guess a song, but it you seems really like you really only need a banging thirty. It seconds. seems like yeah, it seems like the wrong thing to call it. Where like you write a good melody and then you drop a TikTok of some guy pretending he's hearing it for the first time, going, yes. "Oh my god, it's so good!" Yeah. And then it gets ninety million views and you sell a bunch of albums and you make as much money as you used to make. Yeah, it. it's yeah. it's Coda is a big Bring Me the Horizon fan. He played oh, with yeah. the new song Kool Aid on the way here, and I will say that song is ass, except for dude, the breakdown in that song. Yeah, is hype as hell. But you listen to the chorus and it's literally like, drink Kool-Aid by the jug. Come here, give me a hug. I'm not kidding. Those are the No, I, you're not. Yeah, it's, it's real. And no, like, it, if it, I heard the breakdown and then I went back and heard that chorus, I'd be so mad. No, it, I mean, it's <laughs> what's happening is like a band or a producer or like somebody will write a good 25 second melody, like a good chorus or a good bridge or something. Yeah. And then like, they'll just mad libs the rest of the song and drop it. <laughs> and like, that's it. If you have like, if you have 30 seconds. You have a number one single. So anyway, Deer Tick. <laughs> Deer Tick. Uh, Check it seven. out. Seven. Yeah. Alana Marth. Yo! Let's, oh, they, had a, they had a new album this year? Yeah! Dude. Dude, Amana changed my life. Amana Marth is I feel fucking, like I'm in the Twilight Zone. Who the fuck is Viking this? metal. It's like Viking, yeah. Okay. Viking metal, dude. All so right, Sam right. and I went to Milwaukee this summer. You saw them? And we saw Amonomarth for the first oh time. I had never heard of them. I've seen... Okay, I'm so sorry. I've seen video. I'm a huge Amonomarth fan. Are you? Yeah. That's amazing. I've seen videos of Amonomarth. They have like the most insane stage setup of all time. They do. And then they're playing at like 1030 in the morning at some festival. And there's like... It's like I feel, I real I truly feel like they're just getting jobbed. Like there's not that like they don't I get have, the respect that they deserve. I have never fallen so hard for a band so quickly. Yeah, we, they just they came on to open for Ghost. Yeah. Wait. Okay. And within like spell a, the name for me. Um. A m o n a m a r t h. Amon. Two Amar. separate words, right? Yes. yes. And you've I've got heard this, the name. At least. You would like Amon Amarth. Okay. Oh yeah. I will check them out. Yeah. Yeah. You get dope. this white-haired Viking Twilight come out of the Thunder all right. <laughs> with a horn, and they start rocking. And I think I, I turned Dakota probably thirty seconds into this show, and I was like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> it's a thing yeah. that like it's so some, primal. It's the op- some bands you have to like. If somebody's trying to get you into them, they got to give you like the like the intelligence briefing. They're like, "Okay." Start with this album. Imagine blank. Yeah, blank. yeah, yeah. Amon Amarth, you play any song from their whole discography and you hear 19 seconds, that's the whole band. Okay. Yep. And you know immediately if you like them or not. And right. they're, they're so sick. All right. It's so fucking dope because we went to go see them in Milwaukee. <laughs> they opened up for Ghost. And Sam and I liked them so much that we got shirts yeah. from the merch stand for Amon Amarth over Ghost. Yep. And we were there for Ghost, but we're like, holy shit, if Amonomarth ever comes through, yeah. we're going to see Yeah, we're them. going to that show. That band is Easy. so Every fucking single sick. Fucking time. If you ever I'm find down. out about a tour, let me know. Same. Okay? Yeah. Same. I'm we'll 100% go. down to see some Meowzak. That that that's a good show. That's a good... That's I didn't even know they pick. had a new album. What's their new album called? Their new album is called Hydroom. Hydroom? I'm putting Hydroom. it on my... I'm I'm pulling it up right now, adding it to the queue for the guys album. Corey, have you heard the Hydroon song? No. We're talking about the ghost, not the ghost, the goat of Valhalla who stands on top of the fucking shit and gives them mead from her teats. Nice. <laughs> no, I'm not familiar. Yeah. It's so fucking good. I'm so Are they the like, are they the Nordic? Are they yeah, from they're from Hydroon. that area. Oh, okay. And they, dude, he looks like, like, I was telling you at the show, I was like, they're not playing like that dude's descendant from real Vikings. Oh like, yeah, he for looks sure. like. Is he like from Denmark or? Yeah. Something? Oh yeah, they're from there. That's how they got on the tour. <clears throat> they're kind of like sure they're um. Friends. This is like a. Uh, they're kind of like Meshuggah, okay. in that like 
They've okay. You can go back and watch videos from like 1995, okay? Yeah. Of like Meshuggah playing some festival at like nine in the morning, and there's like 22 people there, and Meshuggah is there being Meshuggah, okay? Yeah. They've always been doing their thing, and like the rest of music like caught up to them. Yeah, because they were like almost a decade before like gent yeah was like a yeah, thing 15 years earlier or something yeah. they've always been doing it and like the rest of music like caught up to them and now they're rich and famous but like they're there in like chicago bulls jerseys playing <laughs> playing shows in 1990 and like, nobody knows going right. into amon going Amarth in- is the same thing there's they've been doing they've been doing this thing for 30 years yeah and like people only really took notice like 10 or 12 years ago or something. going right. into a ma- amon Amarth blind with no like cold with actually <laughs> that, no so, pretext i'm so jealous was borderline a spiritual experience <laughs> yeah it, it was really i like dope as hell i went in one way and came out another <laughs> i was like usually openers you don't even pay attention to it but and i do i will say this i have to say this i think they're better live than they are in recording it's very because if you're going to go listen to them i'm glad that i heard them live first that's right. just my opinion they have a very rigid genre yeah, they stick to it. They don't ever venture outside of it. If you've heard three Amon Marth songs, you've heard all of them. Yes, that's okay. very but they're true. all sick. Yeah, right. But I'm very glad that I saw them live first because if yeah. you just played me a recording of one of the songs, I might not have fallen as hard, dude. I'm... But being there and like realizing what you were in for, the fucking hydro. when, oh, when, yeah, hydro when was up this? They fight it on stage. This was this. We invited you guys. It was in August. It was August. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I remember fuck. that. Yeah. And you're like, nah. I slept on Amon Marth. I don't. I must have had a reason. I don't know. You were getting back from a business trip. And you didn't want to immediately travel again. That's right. Yeah, okay. That's fair. I probably had some time. reason. Probably like I didn't want to go to Milwaukee to see ghosts. It's it's one hell of a trip. <laughs> it's it's one hell of a trip. It was drive, fucking it was great. Fun. It, was, it was great. We, we had, had a good some time. stories from that, but yeah. we'll save that for another time. <laughs> yeah, that's not podcast material. <laughs> yeah, no. We gotta move on because we're only on number seven. Though. Yeah. Number seven. Ah, uh, shit. We'll tire crazy. ourselves out. Right, right, is Hydron? Is this the one? Hydron? Yeah. Hydron, okay. H e i d r u n, okay. Yep. Sick. I, I will. That's my driving home content. Yeah, okay. Great pick, dude. Great pick. Sick. Yeah, fucking Amana Martha is so good. All right, number. What am I? Ten, nine, eight, seven, six. Number six album of the year. Silosis, a sign of things to come. Who? Silosis. Is this some prog shit? I'm. No, this is good old fashioned. I have this written in my understand. notes. It says my notes say good old fashioned wife murder hitman metalcore. Nice. All right. I'm okay. In. Like good Just old angry, like good old fashioned Ezele dying. Oh Tim, yeah, like, oh, I'm Tim, in. Tim Limbasis, hire a hitman to kill your wife. You say Timberland? Tim, no, Tim Limbasis. <laughs> he's I he's a Timberland. Like <laughs> he's the he's the vocalist from Ezele dying. He's the guy who went to prison. No, no. Tim, 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 Tim Limbasis. He's the vocalist of Ezele dying. Went to prison for hiring yep. Uh, yep. a hitman to kill his wife, which turned out to be a undercover cop. Yep. Tale as as every hitman is right. Um, <laughs> if you can find a hitman, it's a cop. Yeah. Like that's the kind of the moral of the story. I wonder if it's like, I wonder if there just aren't really there's like nine hitmen in the whole country, and they're right. just really rare, and you can never find them. Or if it's like bank robberies, where like the news they just don't report on ones that were successful. <laughs> like people get away with robbing banks all the time. I guess that would cause some panic if I like guess so. a hired killer like assassinated the uh, CEO of like Johnson and Johnson yeah. or something. <laughs> oh my god, could you imagine? You're like I make baby free tear uh, shampoo and you got <laughs> And that's the way they do it. Uh, unload yeah. a clip from an AK-47. New Silosis album. Not that much to say. Upbeat. Metalcore. 
I do uh, like some metalcore. Harsh vocals. Post it to the chat. Uh, loud, loud ass riffs. All right. I think we have a Facebook page. We should post it to the Facebook we page. We should. We do? Oh, yeah, we do. I think we started a Facebook page like six years ago and it hasn't been touched since. Now we. Wait. I used to share the episodes on it. Used to? <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, I'm with Sam. I thought the podcast was going to be dead. I, I, I'm here. shocked we're here, but you know, even if amazing. it becomes a once a year thing. That just like just the megasode. <laughs> the megasode is it transcends everything it is. else. It's, it's true. true. That's right. little, isn't that like Elmo's in the it's numbers, in the chat. Isn't that right. what everybody looks at is the megasode? Like oh, yeah. it's definitely the most popular. We had one episode really randomly get over fifty downloads. Was that the laser toilet? This there, year. there was so one of we them, have a few that pop off for no there was reason. One that's yeah. like was titled Operation Nuke Jupiter. I don't remember anything that happened on that album or album that album, <laughs> that, album. <laughs> Fuck. that episode at all, and it has like eighty downloads. Hell yeah! Which I know, listener, before you say anything, snarky, we're not delusional. We're not idiots. That's not a lot of downloads. Yeah, but for it's, us, that's like it's a just high a number. convenient excuse for us to get together yeah. basically and, and yeah. drink and talk <laughs> yeah. we're, we're autistic and we're incapable of friendship without if yeah. this, there has to be some content. kind of pretense if yeah. this yeah. podcast didn't exist we'd still be doing this it just wouldn't be this organized yeah. and it wouldn't probably this one session wouldn't last this long Even though but we'd this, still be doing it this this megasode's speaking to that this megasode's gonna be very interesting as we get into the categories we care more about yeah because the chat's been quieter and this isn't a i mean people are going out with their lives like we don't talk nearly as much as we used to that's true so because of that i have no idea what y'all were into like, yeah i don't know the games that you guys play i really so it's gonna be a surprise usually we go into these and i have a pretty good idea yeah of like yeah we, well, we're all there. talking about the stuff we play yeah. usually but yeah it's been whack i think number one is a gimme for games Anyway, yeah. Anyway, let's not get into games right now because I know we'll like. We're in the music. We're gonna go pretty quick here. So we gotta get. What number are we on? Uh, You're number five. Number six, Silosis, a sign of things to come. Number number five, five, Sam. It's another emotional pick. It's Foo Fighters, but here we are. Hell yeah! I love Foo Fighters. They're good. They're good shit. I don't, I don't think you've ever mentioned that once bang, in our friendship bang, bang, anything <laughs> about Foo Fighters with that really good drum beat. How's the drum beat go? For which song? The one that the the song from that album, the one they play on the current all the time. Do you listen to the current? No. Okay. It has a unique drum beat, and it's I can't remember it. Fuck. Do you know? Okay. I'm gonna be the best. So Foo Fighters. Best. If I look up Foo Fighters, we'll, I will tell you. you this. This is how much I actually do the like Foo Fighters. That song, The Best of You. Yeah. yeah. I could bring one album with me for the plane ride to basic training when I joined the army, and that was the album I brought with me. Tom, nice. wait, super quick. Was... I'm just going to name the top five songs on Spotify. Tell me if it's one of these, okay? Right. Everlong? Nope. The Pretender? Nope. Learn to Fly? Oh, the nope. Pretender. So best, of Fla- best of You? Nope. My Hero? No. Well, good luck. It's on the newest uh, album. It's on the newest Those album. are all old songs. The new album's really good. Yeah. But here right. we are. Um, if you don't know, Taylor Hawkins died. Yeah. He was their drummer. After they R. did R. the R. movie. They did that yeah, one horror movie. movie. Uh, I think was one? it was it an overdose or was it a suicide? I think it was a suicide. I'm pretty yeah, I think sure. I think it was a suicide. Yeah. And I lied when I said that Lil Wayne had the best mu- moment in music this year because actually the best <laughs> moment in music. I'm not kidding. It was a Lil Wayne. Was was uh, Taylor Hawkins' son okay. played drums in the memorial concert? Okay. I have to hear have it. you guys seen it? Okay. No. No, I haven't seen. It. No, oh. I did see that. Okay, so Taylor Hawkins' son comes in and they play my hero. There and goes my he hero. kills the drums, but the emotion between Dave Grohl and this kid playing drums for his dad on the song that his dad wrote. Oof. I very rarely tear up about anything. 
that if that doesn't hit you right down to the middle, you might actually be dead inside. That's that sounds <laughs> um, pretty rough. It's but I can't even it's, imagine. It's, it's rough, but it's amazing. It's tr- it's truly well. Yeah, beautiful. it's like it's not it's not a negative thing. This is obviously a very it's like a celebratory thing. Like, yeah, my dad yeah. wrote this song. It's awesome. Yeah. Do you want to know this? Everybody is, knows it. It's super popular. Foo Fighters invented this. Okay, you you know this. Like when you're recording drums, this is this is the Foo Fighters band sound. Okay, when you're recording drums, you have. 10 like fucking 47 microphones okay yep the room mic the the foo fighters sound is just like a solo on the room mic it's like a microphone in the far corner of the room recording the whole room as opposed to microphones that you might have individually placed on like cymbals like individual drums and cymbals and whatever the foo fighters sound is just let's just put one mic in the room and like that's the whole like so that that's where the drums always sound huge on foo fighters and the, the interesting thing is I watched a documentary about this place called Sound City yeah. in California. Oh, the studio. Yeah, the yeah, studio. yeah, yeah. And at my school, because my school is a joke, and we watch documentaries during class <laughs> instead of actually learning practical things. But um, they swear that that space and that mix console is what made that sound possible, and yeah. it could not be done anywhere else. <clears throat> People say that about a lot of shit. Like a lot of, there's like certain like mythical things. Yeah. I'm sure it's the same with drumming and guitars. Yeah, it's like sure, if you yeah. don't have this pickup wound in this year by there's this like, guy, yeah. you're not playing guitar. There's like individual so like a big one in drums. So Tama is a company that makes drums. Yeah. There's a snare drum called the Tama Bell Brass. Okay. It's made out of it's literally just a brass shell that they made for like four years in the eighties or something. And that's like it's probably responsible. Like if you it just within the genre of like rock music, it's probably on like half of all albums. Like this one drum. Like every studio has one, and like everybody just uses it because it's like this mythical god god tier of like this is like the drum. Yeah, but the funny thing at the end of that documentary, Dave Grohl, um, he basically he bought the mix console from <clears throat> Sound City, and yeah. that's what they use to mix music now. Today, okay, is that that specific mix? Console. There's really good lore of um. So I'm I I have an e kit, and so I buy a lot of like electric like like drum library like sample packs for drum. So like the idea is like somebody will take a drum set in a real studio and record all the individual drums and cymbals and then sell that, and then you can like play an e kit and like have those same sounds if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. There's like old studios. So like the way they used to do like reverb and like delays and stuff. Is and I I know you know this. Mm. The studios would have like underground that have like a tunnel under mm-hmm. the studio that's like a hundred feet long, and there'd be a speaker in one end of the tunnel and a microphone in the other end of the tunnel, and like that's how you got like delayed sounds. Mm-hmm. It was like the sound was literally just further away from the microphone. A reverb tank. Yeah. Called, yeah. Um. And so like that's a big thing. That's like a big Foo Fighters thing. Is like that kind of sound. Yeah. That like delayed. That like really roomy, really big, airy, open sound. Natural sound. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's on digital. It's not compressed. Yeah, it's not like EQ'd to hell and like yeah. with like 40 mic. It's like, it's basically one big mic. And like the guitars are the same. The guitars are really open, really airy, like really loud and roomy. And it's not like, yeah, I don't know. I think you know what I'm talking about. I do. Oh, yeah, yeah. absolutely. You can hear it. Like I said, I'm not as um, academically invested in this stuff as you are but i know when things sound good and i can describe that sound better mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and what you're talking about is very trademark of foo fighters in general it's they have they have a stadium rock sound they have like one ear. of the best sounds of any band yeah. that has They're ever fantastic yeah, yeah. the mixes yeah. on all their music is like immaculate yeah. Yeah. it's like pretty much perfect it's and like the standard for the, uh, rock 
so going back to, but here we are. It's a great album. The songs are really good. Like even take out all the emotional stuff of, of recovering after, you know, Dave Grohl. Yeah. Famously, you know, <laughs> he's been through the ringer. He had, had a rough been, one yeah. or two. Yeah. Um, that mean, he can come back yeah. and make such a victorious album that deals with the subject matter. So, well, that is actually really just well made. The songs are really good songs. Can I have a side note on this? Yeah. Uh, the Foo Fighters pinball machine is excellent. <laughs> Wait, where can I play this? Uh, you might be able to play it at Lit in uh, North I'm Minneapolis with in Lit. Uptown. Yeah, yeah, okay. It used to be called Tilt. I have the Tilt sweatshirt before they had to change the name because they got sued. Did they? Is and that now, why it changed? Now they switched two letters around, so it's L-I-T-T instead of T-I-L-T. Okay. I've been there, yeah. That's yeah. a cool spot. It is super cool. Yeah. Uh, anyway. I'd play Foo Fighters pinball. That's all I got to say. It's a good album. It deserves to be there. I'll check it out. Oh, 100%. I have a, number five. I keep a list of like stuff. When we do these, ep- the megasodes, yeah. I always have a list of stuff to check out. Yeah. And like the Amon Amarth and Foo Fighters are 100% going on that list. I got another thing for you. Hit me up. Captain Autismo. Yeah. Guess who had a al- new album this year? Who's You'll that? never guess it. Uh, Individual or band? Band. Um, band. Prague. I'll narrow it down to Prague. Hacken? Nope. No. I'll give you one more guess. Um, is it a band I've heard of? Yes. I don't know. I gave you the answer. What's the name of the band? What is it? Yes. <laughs> Wait, there was a Yes album? Yes, there was this year. <laughs> Mirror to the Sky by I didn't yes. even know that. And guess what? It sounds just like Yes. That's crazy. In 2023. Like original members and everything? Yes. Yeah. It's insane. <laughs> and it's awesome. How did I not know It's like this? They, they didn't skip a beat, almost. Daisy. It's like yeah. It sounds exactly like you'd expect a Yes album to Like sound. Mount Rushmore of Prague band. Yeah, oh yeah. It's yeah. like, it's Yes, King Crimson, uh, I don't know, fucking, um, who's the early, I, uh, maybe Gentle Rush? Giant, Rush. Well, Rush definitely, yeah. Um, it's, yeah, there's not that many, yeah. Yeah. But uh, yeah, they put out a new album. It's good. It's really uh, good. Okay. I would definitely check it out. Hell yeah. Let me write that down. Mirror to the Sky by Yes. I'm not going to delve too much. It's prog rock. It's like 70s influenced prog rock. It all kind of sounds the same. I don't have much more to say. If I were Yes, I would put out an album called No. Yes, No. (laughs) 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 But wait, do I listen to it? Yes, No. All right. Number four? Number four. Ooh. Ooh, yeah. Uh, scoring the end of the world by Emotionless and White. Oh shit! Oh, they I played a band. show. Okay, a little bit of local Minneapolis lore. The Armory. I hate that yep. band. Uh, the Armory. Is the the venue, venue. The Armory. We. The Armory is so fucking sick. You've been to the That's Armory. That's my favorite oh, many, venue many in times. Minneapolis. The Armory is the sickest venue in the world. Easily so okay. fucking good. It doesn't get any better. It's not even yeah. close. The acoustics yeah. are perfect. It's there's bars everywhere. Every there's side bathrooms. is like ten bars. And, and there's then bathrooms all everywhere. Four. Yeah. Yeah. It's awesome. Um, they played a show, Motionless and White, yeah. headlined a show yep. in like December. Yep. I was there. Um, and then they played with After the Burial was there. Mm-hmm. Um, a couple of other bands there. After the burial was there. Huh? Yeah, I, didn't I was that going. close to going to that. Why don't you go? Um, because I, I just went to so many. I saw so many fucking shows. That was one. I, I went tried to, to get Sam to go with me so many times. He's like, Nah, I work. Nah, I, I went work. to Madison. Nah, I won't take the time off. I went to Madison to see Meshuga. I yeah. have no problem and being then, very honest about the fact that I really don't like Motionless and White. No, he I'm not hates a. I, motionless yeah, and white. I have to Motionless and White. It's one of those. It's like a Bring Me the Horizon. It's like that kind of genre. Like radio poppy metal stuff yep. that I I admittedly I just said have been getting a lot more into and liking a lot more. I can't do motionless and white. I I just can't do it. I've tried. I've tried. 
under the influence of THC gummies to get <laughs> under, <laughs> under alcohol like, and THC. And it's, and it's a band. I. It's not even a band. There's a lot of bands I would say aren't good. Yeah. I wouldn't say they are good. It's just not for me. I don't think they're good. I think I, I think, think they. Are. Have, I don't think they're good. They have their. They have their audience. Like Sam is not their audience. It's anybody that loves ass rock. Yeah. Is their audience. I have I and I, <coughs> and I I know that I like. This is painting a very good picture, a very realistic picture of who I actually am as a person. Yeah. Because earlier I just said Coda five thirty in the morning we're going to Blake twenty two. He's like yeah absolutely. Right now we're hearing the story about hey man please go to Motionless and White with me and I'm nah. like absolutely not. <laughs> That's a no for me dog. That's with weeks no for me, of dog. knowledge in advance. <laughs> yeah. Um. I just I can't. I there's nothing for me I to went enjoy with, Adam. with it. That's cool. And we uh we got turned up and went to Motionless and White and he said they're cheesy as hell and he'd never see them again. <laughs> and honestly, if we're being honest, like unless they I will look at their set list before I go. If they don't have a good set list of what I'm into. I won't see them ever again either. And I am going to flavor this with the fact that I have gone to see them with you before. Yes, it's not at like Rock I Fest. never have. At Rockfest. And I don't like them. That's Throw because up they your Rockfest? Huh? Throw up your Rockfest? Are you feeling <laughs> me when I drop this? <laughs> anyway. We're at an awkward intersection now because Corey's going to the bathroom and it's his turn. Yeah, what can we uh, say about Corey that he wouldn't want us to say? I really he's do think gay. he's a serial killer. He probably You know is. how I've been right about things about him in the past? <laughs> yeah. I, I think he might be a serial killer. <laughs> yeah. He does it's going to be another four years. He keeps gonna... inviting me to like empty cornfields all the I time. I think you're safe because he has a very public relationship with you. All right. I'm to a point now where if he invited me to like go to Ghost Alone with him again, I would say no. <laughs> yeah. He's going to be offering you the mystery fireball and be like, here, have some of this. Not taking that fireball shot at that show probably saved my life. (laughs) But now he's got to close the circle. He's got to finish the loop. He has the resources to get away with it now. You know, Batman wasn't wasn't dangerous until he inherited his parents' money. Yeah. So Now he's just like this wealthy rich guy that just beats up poor people. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I should we be worried? I am. Is this something that we should address? Look with at those him? eyes and tell me they're not shark eyes next time you're talking to him. Look at him. Yeah, you're right. What's up? Nothing. You got shark eyes. Look at that. He gave yeah. you the look like he's gonna Oh I'm him. telling you. He said he said he thinks I'm a serial killer. So <laughs> Wait, how'd you hear that? Only a serial killer told, could hear that. <laughs> I told it to him to his face a few minutes ago. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. He literally said it. <laughs> All right, uh, we're at number three. Number three. The number three album back on the topic of uh, radio friendly, uh, upbeat, poppy metal bands. All right. Uh, Fatalism by Polaris. I've heard of Polaris. Polaris is cool, uh, except their guitar player died on their last tour. God damn. Probably killed himself, but we don't know. That's a yikes for me, (laughs) dog. Whoopsie. Uh, Whoopsie doodle. My notes say bring me the Horizon style radio trash band. Radio Ooh, trash. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's what my notes say. Uh, the new album's really, really cool. That's the one I heard for. I I got back on Spotify, um, nice. and so I'm I'm abusing the recommendations, which is my normal like kind of yearly. I do it for like two or three months. Um, Spotify. You, has anyone here done the DJ? I know you yes. do. Yeah, yep. yeah. I have. The DJ alternates. Yo, what's up? I heard you like. My, Random thing you listened to one time. Now here's about yep. fifty I tracks. I got that so much. He's like, you've listened to. 
Uh, all that remains. Three years ago, I got that coming up next. <laughs> so he does two Thank things. You, DJ. Or the DJ does three things. The first thing is playing new music that's really fucking sick that I've never heard before. Cool. Yeah. The second thing is a bunch of shit I have already heard before, and I'm like indifferent, or it's okay, or whatever. But it plays the same, like in within this genre, like category, it plays the same eleven songs over and over and over yeah. and over again. Yep. Yep. And the third one is he'll be like. Yo, this is shit you like to get into on Thursdays. Yeah. And then he'll just play shit I've never heard in my whole life. Right. And he's like, here's music you really like getting into on Saturdays, kicking it off. And it's some band I've never heard. Like, I- <laughs> You love this band. Trust me, you do. Dog. But Why um, is he drop black? Some- what? Why is he half black? Half black? Because people trust black DJs. I feel like... Is this a minority like, moment? As our minority, cash in on it. What, listen, what do you think about that? Listen. I'm but a I, humble white man. When I'm listening man. to the AI DJ, like, I don't imagine him anything else but half black. Like, he's not full black, but he's half they black. They clearly gave him a black voice. Yeah, it's just absolutely. Obju- that's, a, that's, a, that's just true. It's, it's not, not like... You know that means that there like was a lot of market homie, research. Yeah. yeah. They're like... It's not your homie was a, Tyler. They focus doing DJ. Hey guys, but it's let's yeah. listen to some country music. They focus grouped like ten DJs. One of them was like John Hamm, Mad Men, White Man. Yeah, <laughs> picture if you will. Uh. <laughs> He's not gonna make it. Red is kicking his ass. <laughs> it's wicked. It says on the can. It says wicked. I'm good. All right. That's so funny. But a new Polaris album. I don't know if you like metal, like Rocky What's metal. Number three? What was that? That's number That's three. Number yeah, three. We're going to the vote for number now, one. Now. Yeah, number one. Number one. Yeah. So for the listeners, we're going to now argue about number one. In whichever <laughs> band, argue, quote whichever band or album loses the vote for number one will be number two. All right, everybody. <laughs> on three. One. Wait, is this number one? This oh. is number one. Okay. One, two. Ghost. Ghost. 13 Commandments. 13 Commandments. Ghost. It's kind of cheating because it's a greatest hits album. Yeah. For the last eight years. But you know what? Ghost. You know what? They put Zenith on this album. That's worthy That's of true. praise. Zenith. I haven't put Monstrous Clock on it. Though. I have yeah, I have a bone to pick with the 13 Commandments, so it's the best of album. They they put, there's some erasure the opera on of what brought them. That to song was mid. I'm sorry. Monstrance Clock. Why is it on the best of a That's what I'm saying. That's what we're saying. Monstrance Clock, Ritual. Ritual. Some of these songs that are just like, like they are mainstays that haven't been at their shows either. Well, Ritual. They They play play. Ritual ritual almost almost every time. But they don't close with Monstrance Clock anymore. Was Year Zero on it? Was was Year Zero on the 13 Commandments? Yes, it was. Okay. So, and then you have Phantom of the Opera, which like you said. Wait, I'm sorry. Was Zombie Queen on it? No. And that should absolutely be. There's they a, never play that anymore. Ghost has a few songs, like like Absolution. It's like a good song, Absolution's good. but they play it live, and it's like two full levels better. I would, yeah. Than yeah. The album, and um, there's a couple songs like that that are just like, and like Zombie Queen is one of them. Where like Zombie I, Dust too. Uh, uh, Mummy, uh, Dust. Mummy, Mummy Dust. Dust. Mummy Dust. Mummy Dust is like one of the best songs they play live. Period. Like top five. You ready for some real rock and roll? But on on the album, on the album, Mummy Dust. <laughs> it must just be like the engineering Maybe or something. <laughs> the song just doesn't hit that hard. No, yeah. it's a you good. Have to hear it it's live. a good. It just needed like a different producer. Well, or something. they had a problem early on where I love Infestisimum or whatever the In- fuck that. Infantesium. Infantesium. That album. It's. The mix is so bad. It's flat. It is it's, really, really yeah. bad. And it's it's loud. It's, it's weak. like you can hear the yeah. clipping happening in the tracks. And it's like, how did this even 
get produced. Well, they weren't millionaires at that point. But yeah. the song Slap, they're yeah. like so good on that. That's one of my favorite That's one album it's like, because it's like they of the had, songwriting. They, they, had, they, had a good, yeah. they had a good producer, but they didn't have a good like engineer. Yeah. <laughs> Infotessium uh, Ghost's version. Yeah. 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 Oh, no. <laughs> Taylor, what if Taylor Swift <laughs> yeah. just randomly recorded that album? <laughs> I was like, this is Taylor's version. I would see Taylor Swift if she put on any kind of Ghost. Can Year Zero. Or, I mean, there are worse things to look at for a Right. I'm Congello. I'd be in. I'd be a Swifty for life. He I've seen some clips on TikTok of Taylor Swift during that tour, <laughs> and I've been like, I get it. will fall one by one. <laughs> it's fucking Taylor Swift. Oh my god, that's funny. Ghosty, Swifty ghost. Swifty ghost. Um... We're ghost but simps. This is this is a known simp? this is a known fact. Hey, on, still, this to is this one of the... day on our podcast, like the blurb I had to write when we first started. Yeah, I said this is a ghost podcast. Also, hey, it still is. I want to go back and say Sam gets the credit. I don't know about you, but at least for me, and I think for you too, Sam is yep. the reason we're ghost fans. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Because Sam, is, it got, I'll tell I you exactly I... what happened. Bloodborne came out, and then you started listening to Meliora. 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 Yeah. And then you were like, hey, this, I don't know, something about this combination just hits. I and think then Cer- I did that exact thing, and I was like, yeah. motherfuckers, I right? Think, I think great. Cerise got a Grammy nomination. Yeah. And yeah. you put the video in the chat. Yes. No, it wasn't even the Grammy nomination. What it was was I, uh, Anthony Fantano, who's a famous music critic now. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Um, he was a little bit less known way back. This was like 2015. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's really crazy how it goes because I was, I was watching his top Everything I like, that guy hates. Year. It's crazy. 100 songs of the year. And I don't usually look up every song. Yeah. But it was like number 11 or 14. It wasn't even like the top 10. He was like, Go Cerise was one of the best songs of the year. And something about it, I was like, I got to... I think it was like even a picture. I was yeah. like, I'm curious about that. Can you hear the And rumble? Cerise, just in the first 15 minutes, 15 seconds, you're like, this is yeah. amazing. Yeah. Yeah. And so I shared from there. Then they got nominated for the Grammy. The funny okay, thing is, yeah. is that like, Sam's the one that got me in Ghost. And I hated Cerise. Yeah, he, he gave me a hard time for it. I really? hated Cerise. I was like, this is the most boring, dull, dark shit you've ever put on the radio. Well, because it has and like a 28-second intro. Right. And then so I was like, no, really, <laughs> just like fucking listen to it. Really, like, listen to it. This was back when it. we were security together. Right. And I was like, there's no fucking way I'll ever be a Ghost fan. And like literally within six months to a year, I was like, Ghost is like <laughs> <laughs> Ghost is everything. Everything I know is Ghost. Right. And I was like, I can't believe I slept on this so hard. I can't believe I hated on this so hard. It was hard. Square Hammer that got you. Oh, Square, Square Hammer. Hammer. Square Hammer one. That's the one cl- where they're like, we needed the bangers. That one, one. That song took that band like stratospheric. Oh, yeah. That yeah. one song. That song slapped so fucking hard. It's so good. Um, also, we said it. A little while ago, Zenith. Zenith is, in Zenith. my opinion, the best ghost song. I would agree with. It's I like, think it's, it perfectly encapsulates that, like their sound. Their, the, yeah, exactly. Yeah, like their entire motif. And it for the longest time, it was it was an exclusive single that came bundled with like a, a limited production vinyl of mm-hmm. Meliora of the album. Yep. And like, somebody had to rip it to YouTube from their yeah. vinyl record. And it like it, it they only made like 200 of these vinyls or something. They made like none of them. And like this single was on some special edition whatever and it's like I I saw it in like a YouTube recommendation randomly and I heard it I was like, "Oh my, this song is oh, this song I is won't insane. say that Zenith is my favorite ghost song. It used to be. It's not. 
But I will say that I think it's want, Zenith it's or Zombie Little Sunshine. I think it's yeah. Zenith, Zenith or Zombie like Queen. Oh, sunshine. Um, Zenith, I will say that if you want to Zombie Queen are my number ones. If you want to show somebody what Ghost sounds like, like if you're trying to show like Man, this is Ghost, Ghost Zenith is bullies. the best song to Yeah, it has everything in it. Yeah, that song is so. And so they finally officially released it. I don't Which know. Means who, they might do it on a tour. I don't know whose fucking bread idea it was to not officially release that song for years. Yeah. <laughs> If I was trying to get somebody into Ghost, I would tell them to listen to the prequel. Yeah, I could see that. There's a lot of like, Maybe like which crossover image, Which image is like a goaded song. Which that image is Rats is great. I'd I love listen Rats. To the prequel. I love Rats. Rats is really It took good. me a minute this to win Ghost. me over, but I like yeah, it. Yeah, the, the, when I first heard it, I was like... That song is 5'8". Which one? Uh, Rats. Well, no, not Rats. Uh, uh, no, no, uh, Faith. Faith. I was going to say, no, it's not. No, no, no. Faith. Even that, no, that's... Faith is so fucking good. Yeah, that song is good. That's a good song. Faith is good. But believe it or not, Call Me Little Sunshine was my uh, topped it out in a Spotify mix. It's a good song. It's a great song. Sam fucking hates it. You hate hate Call Me Little Sunshine? I don't like it, though. He hates it. It's the same reason I didn't like... Call Me Little Sunshine, Hunter's Moon... Good songs. Those they're, are good they're songs. Good. They're just not my favorites. Okay. Call Me Little Sunshine is in the same it's in the same category as the killers when they put out that Tiny Dancer song. Are we human or are we dancer? Tiny Dancer. Tiny Dancer. Call me closer. Are we human? I just don't. They're they're huge hits and everybody loves them, but they just don't hit with me. Something about the lyrics. Well, that one's like the lyrics are like so like postmodern, like nonsensical gibberish. I can see why. You wouldn't like it. I think it's catchy as fuck, but it's, 13, not, it's, it's definitely not one of my favorite Killer songs. I but actually, I'll still listen I'm kind of sick of listening to it. It's like I'll still listen to, to Call Me Little Sunshine. Okay, yeah. wait. So They're we, just not my favorite song. So yeah. we have a problem now. So we have a unanimous number one. Yes. What's number two? I already got a nomination. Okay. And I'm I going way back to the beginning we'll of the year. We'll start with you and then go around. Okay. I'm going back to the beginning of the year for this one. Hit me up. This is why... Yeah. By Paramore. That's what I was gonna say Ooh, too. Really? Frick, that's a yeah. good album. That fucking album is so good. It is really good. It's all I love all the tracks on it, which is rare, especially for new releases. Fuck, and that is a good album. Paramore, and that album made me go back and listen to the entire speaking discography of, good of Paramore, mixing, and they fucking rock. They're speaking awesome. of good mixing and a good sound. Yeah, Paramore. What's your number two, Jack? I don't have one. You don't have one. It literally on my list. It says Ghost. Why are we even doing this? <laughs> okay. That's what it says on my list. So I, I'll vote for Paramore just to make it a majority. And then I'll nominate mine as like an honorable mention, I guess. Sure. I just want to give a, I want to give What's honorable... yours? I guess I assumed you. My honorable mentions would just be uh fallout boy. So much for stardust. And then the gorillas album that came out. <clears throat> oh, cracker Island. Cracker Island. Those were both really good. Fallout yeah. boy. The best they've sounded in a long time. Yeah. Um, yeah, really I'd, catchy, really memorable song. I guess my what well, would have been my number. I don't. They haven't hit their stride. Well, I mean, they're kind of done now because he's back to Blur now. The main oh, guy. is he really? Yeah, he the, uh, the story of Darren. I Dude, think. he was trying to recreate everything from. Um, I mean, their first album was all, arguably their album. peak. Yeah, and then and they it, never found it. Like that's, but it's because they're Plastic so Beach is there. close to like. It's very yeah, good. Plastic Beach was really good too. It was really yeah. good. I thought Cracker Island was as good as they've been in a very long time. I agree with which that. is what I would say yep. about Fallout Boy too. We had a resurgence. I think COVID did good. They they stayed home. They wrote some songs instead of just like yeah, instead of just cranking out this stuff trash. Out. Like they yeah. took some time to refine it. Yeah. Um, the problem is, is you'll see the pattern here. These are all bands that I've been fans of since I was like fourteen. I need to get introduced to some new music. Yeah, <laughs> I'm really I'm having a hard time. Amana Marth. Amana Marth broke through that. Because I saw them live and it was just magical. So fucking good. Also, I I slept on the new Meshuggah album. It came out in 2022. 
wasn't on my list. That album fucking is insane. Uh, okay, so let's go through let's go through ten through one, and then we'll do an honorable mentions. Sure. Okay. Yeah. So number ten, uh, Super Bloom, all caps by Silent Planet. Number nine, One More Time by Blink One Eighty Two. Number eight, Emotional Contracts by Deer Tick. I don't remember what my number seven was. Mana Marth. Mana Marth. We were just talking about uh, Hydrun. 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 Yeah. Who's the goat? Who's the uh, goat? Hydrun. Hydrun. <laughs> number six, A Sign of Things to Come by Silosis. Uh, number five, But Here We Are by Foo Fighters. Number four, Mirror to the Sky by Yes. Oh, and then number three was Motionless and White. <laughs> what a shame. <laughs> <laughs> number, so number two, Paramore. Uh, this is why. This is why. This is why. I don't Let leave the back. house. Bomp, bomp. That is the best. Like it's slap. That, that's whole. That song, cover to covers, so fucking. And Haley's my queen. She is. Her voice is amazing. Yeah. You know what? What about Haley? Real quick aside. I listen to a lot of the current. I fucking hate the current. I don't know why I listen to it. All of the, especially female vocalists, they sing now, and they don't sound like they care about what they're singing about. Then yeah. you hear somebody like. Haley, who's hey, committed. Haley the worst, like, she's actually passionate about what she's singing oh, yeah. about. And you're like, where's all this shit with all these Australian women who are like, I can't believe I left the house this today. It's sunny out. I'm <laughs> going to get a sunburn. Or no. Or no. I'm going to take a fight tie. <laughs> and then number one, 13 Commandments by Ghost. Yeah. Of course. Who, surprising no Unanimous. one. Unanimous. All right. um, quick honorable mentions. I have a few I'm going to throw out. Oh, I got a couple, I guess. Um, on Earth, also Metalcore, As Lay Dying. They had an album called The Wretched and the Ruined. Good mm-hmm. album. New In Flames album was good. Um, oh, damn, In Flames. Yeah. I was I'm an In Flames that. fan. Dude, yeah. In really? Flames is dope as fuck. That's yeah, funny. They're good. I saw them live. Yeah, I have too. Um, they opened yeah. for Meshuga. Oh, no. They I were saw fucking sick. Yeah. Their set was a little bit too long. Yeah. They were an opening act. They played for like they an hour and a half. They talked about saying fuck Budweiser a lot when I saw it. <laughs> Damn. Take um, that, Budweiser. There was a new, there was a new Hacken <laughs> <Got> album. <him. laughs> there was a new Hacken album that was too avant-garde for me. Really? It was called Fauna. Oh. It was not good. I, I like didn't, their I didn't last like album. Virus? Yeah. God tier. That is a great. Excellent yes. music. Okay. The new one was not good. Two more. Actually, three more. Uh, the new A7X album. Not good. Oh, that's oh, then sevenfold. That's it's it's it should be studied how bad that album. It's his. It's <laughs> they released that nobody that single. Unbelievably so bad. bad. I shared so it. Bad. I shared that one in chat because I was yeah. like, "What is this?" I was. I never liked that band. I'm being biased. I admit it. I'm biased. That album is bad. Capital it's B so bad. bad. Um, Sleep Token. Sleep Token. Ooh, I, I can't just, believe I forgot. About I them. discovered Sleep Token. Um, a little bit too much ambient noise for me. Yeah, they have they have some good melodies. They sound good. They produ- production everything. I like the band. The album is any album you pick like ten songs and making up a number. Like thirty five percent of it is like ambient noise. I just can't do it. I'm gonna say something though, and and I can't believe that I didn't mention Sleep Token. Thank you for bringing this up. Yeah, Aqua Regia, probably my favorite song of the year. G- g- yeah. Excellent song. I got no problem. I I excellent am nuts song. for that song. Yeah, the keys in that. I can't get over the vocalist. the The vocalist sounds like he loves himself, and I can't stand yeah. that kind of singer. Like, like you Daughtry? could just tell. You could just tell. That, <laughs> yeah, 
You actually, actually, yes, you could, yes, exactly like Daughtry. Yeah, Um, Daughtry sucks ass. You can tell that they have to pause recording at least six times a song while he wanks, so that he can just, yeah, jerk himself. So that he can get, so that he can get his voice to crack just right. Um, Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, I like that's a nightmare of blunt rotation. I would hate to be stuck in a room with that guy. But Aquaregia, one of the best songs. And then the last one, I'm calling this out. This came out in 2022. This should have been my number one vote, and I would have fought to the death and probably lost, but I would have fought anyway. An album by a band called Perius that I know I've oh, sent in the group. I listened to that album. Oh. The signal heard throughout space. Wait, I think the, that was on the, the list, wasn't sound? it? No, it wasn't on my list. I didn't hear it until the beginning of 2023, and it came yeah. out in 22. Okay, you said uh, you for sure something. I put it in the group Discord, yeah. and yeah, that album is awesome. It's unreal. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's like great. It's, it's like a space rock opera. Yeah, prog. It's jizz fest. It's been. It's what Chevelle was trying to do. It was exactly. Yeah. It was my most listened to album of twenty three, and it came out the year before. Drop that one in chat. I want to listen to it. I will. It is. It's. I've listened to it probably a hundred and (laughs) ninety times. Like beginning to end. Coda's gonna sleep the whole way home. I need stuff to listen to. Yeah. (laughs) Sam, I implore you. I'm going to. Does anyone else have honorable mentions? No. I have two real quick. Metric Formentera two. Metric had an album this year? Yes. It's very it, it's more metric. It's good. I love metric. Um Gregory Allen Isaacoff, that love love lovable folksy boy, put yeah. on an album, Appalachian Bones. Mm. Also very it's worth It's a cool listen. name for an album. Um And yeah, that's all I got. Cool. Check them out if you're listening. Well, as always, we did it first because we know it's going to be the least interesting one, and then it's the longest. Mm-hmm. So that was right. all right. Yeah, now we'll yep. just, we're going to fucking. An hour and a half. I'm slapping my notepad because we got to we got to cruise through this. So shit. let's. Are we going to yep. take a pause and a break? Yeah, I got to yeah, take a quick pause. pause. Hit Real the quick pause button. What's next before you hit it? Oh, uh, let's do. Maybe let's just do TV. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, TV let's it do is. it. Coming back with TV. Bye. <laughs> making a directive right now we are going to it is 8 15 local time recording time uh and jack and sam are about two and a half hours away from home yes so (laughs) So we're going to we're making it a directive at least one of these categories we're just cranking through well have you seen sam Pryor ryan yeah you know where they're like we just got to bring that we got to bring them home yeah that's what we're gonna do at least just just to get back on time (laughs) this is not your fault listener okay which of these categories are we cranking through? Is it this one or is it movies? Because games is not possible. I we're feel not like TV shows you could crank through. We can crank, crank through TV. We're shows cranking through TV. So let's go. Uh, this one, okay. Let's and then you know like try to keep it to thirty seconds or less. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's start with number two. You started last time. Yeah. So, so Sam, Sam, you're up. You're next. For so we're 10. we're cranking through this one. 
Sure. I'm gonna. Uh, so because we're cranking through, I'm gonna say ten is Succession. I got sucked into it. I gotta get into that fucking show. I really do think that it's just uh, entourage for people who think Grey Goose is fancy. <laughs> like I'm not. I'm not gonna tell you that it's like super. It's That's not so funny. Go into it measured because it's not nearly as good as people say it is. Yeah. But I did get sucked into it. I've heard really. I've heard. I, I might have heard. This is like. It's like a ratio of like hype. I've heard more hype about this show. So than TV has anything. become mainstream again. TV has hit yeah. the, the zeitgeist and people are taking it very seriously. This is the first time that like everybody's in on it now. Yeah. And so is this, this was, in Yellowstone. Yeah. Yes. Yes. This in Yellowstone. This was a lot of people's first good show. Succession yeah. was like what brought in the it's, Is it Apple the, TV? No, it's HBO. HBO. Okay. Um, I'll get into the shitty knockoff Showtime version, which is Billions. Uh, yeah. Um, which is, is good. But I did like it. It was fun enough to watch. And season, the what really season good. is it? This is, it's over now. I think it was five seasons. It's all oh, it's done now. Done now. Yeah, okay. it's over. Okay. So if you watch it now, you can binge all of it. Okay. I, uh, I'm, I'm in. I'll actually I got sucked it. into it. I just... I, I, I was in Texas for a week for work. Yeah. I signed up for HBO Wine Max just it. to watch True Detective. Sure. Um, and I started with season one again. I'm going to watch the whole thing and then watch the new one. I haven't started the new one yet. Yeah, you may as well. You may as well take a detour and watch some success. Yeah. I'm done. I'm done watching success. It's good. There are some really good scenes that I'd love to discuss, like through the whole show. No, but we're trying to rock it through. Yeah. Uh, so succession was my number ten. Head. Succession number nine. Tom. <laughs> I'm gonna go ahead and say, generally speaking, wrestling, but WWE and AEW, oh, fucking killing it now. This is a, a great time to be a wrestling. Have you fan. seen the Vince McMahon shit that just happened in the last like 48 I sure hours? Sure have. I feel that like that fucker is. I mean, it's the bell is tolling. Nobody's surprised. Yeah, the bell is tolling. Okay, like super quick because we're plow- we're plowing through. Yeah, the short version is Vince McMahon is a sexual pervert. Who could have guessed? Let's, let's write a list of people nice. who are surprised by that. <laughs> oh wait, okay, no one. <laughs> I, I I know nothing about him. I've only seen his. Have picture, you seen? And the, I'm still not surprised. Have you seen the text? <laughs> me- That's all you need. To have see. you seen the text messages that he was sending this girl? I did not. They're un. Unbel- hang on you we'll keep going and i'll pull them up and okay. read them at some point um, i'll just i'll just yeah. real quick plow through um wrestling sucked for a very fucking long time like from 2010 to 2020 it basically just was just trashed here uh this new company starts aw i'm a huge fan i'm wearing the sweatshirt right now yeah. as a matter of fact um lots of fun to watch very entertaining uh, very good. It's focused on wrestling. WWE has finally reined it in because Vince McMahon is now not in charge. So now Triple H, Paul Levesque, is the guy running creative. So he's like, the shows are much more comprehensible. They make sense. They are not stupid baby shit anymore. It's very good. Um, and it's just a lot of fun. And I've been, uh, thanks to uh, Shay's brother, my brother-in-law, we, Who the fuck are you? <laughs> Coda met him for five seconds. <laughs> Apparently, he yeah. listens sometimes. Okay, can I? The guy pulled up and Coda literally. Like, can I super him. fast? I have text messages sent by Vince McMahon. Oh god! To right. the woman suing him, she was a staffer at WWE, like corporate. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> this is Vince McMahon texting this girl. Okay, you ready? Her name is Janelle. Can okay. you do a Vince McMahon impression? Um. I can't, I can't, for this much? Oh my god. I can't. Holy shit. I could do a Vince McMahon no sentence. Chance is what you I can't got. do a paragraph, okay? No chance. Are you ready? This is Vince McMahon who um to this woman allegedly in a threesome with her shit on her head. What? During what? a threesome, <laughs> defecated on her head 
And then he went to the bathroom to take a shower and left her with shit on her head to keep fucking this other dude. <laughs> okay. This is Vince McMahon texting this woman. He says, I love it. That's you, Janelle. You just can't get enough, can you? The f- in the future, it's going to be so bad that you'll demand to be fucked twice a day and not just with blank in a three-way. Why not let others see this beautiful voluptuous... That's a Vince word, voluptuous. Voluptuous. That's a Vince McMahon that word. Does sound like I a... call my wife voluptuous every day. Voluptuous body <laughs> and watch you shake uncontrollably when you come. The, the U are all uppercase letter U. Uh... They'll go out of their minds. Then I'll find more friends and we'll tie you up so your help... It just goes on. He's just oh texting this woman like this. Holy I, shit. I, is this bad? Because this is how I talk to my wife exclusively. Uh, so here's <laughs> might t- want to reevaluate that. Just a word of advice. This Dude, Vince fucking McMahon. Is on, she, I feel like... How old is Vince McMahon now? Is he like... 70-something. He's got to be. He's 2024 old Vince is not shitting on anyone's... That's like 2004 Vince. So sorry. Okay. Okay, I'm done. I'm done. Anyway. Number, number eight. Or number nine. Keep going. Real quick. Wrestling great. Yep. Saw a lot of wrestling. Uh, Shay's brother, my brother-in-law. We've been hitting hard watching it, uh, you know, like as it airs through the week, which yep. is something I never did for a long time. When I was a kid, I would watch it every Friday, you know, Friday Night Smackdown, all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. But it's... There's never been a better time to get into it or to uh, enjoy it because it doesn't fucking suck anymore. Yeah, which is talk huge. a little bit about the the couple like live yeah, shows so that you've seen. I saw a, a Dynamite and Rampage taping with uh, my brother-in-law and who the fuck has oh my brother obviously was there and we watched it. That was awesome. Uh, live wrestling is so much fun. It's the only live show that you're encouraged to heckle mm-hmm. because yeah. like it's part of the experience. Like the crowd is part of the show. Yeah. So you boo the people you're supposed to boo. You cheer the people you're supposed to cheer, and like you have, all these chants break out. It's so much fun. Got to see Wrestlepalooza, which is a tiny hell yeah, a tiny indie event in Minneapolis at First Avenue. Um. Lots of local folks putting on awesome wrestling matches. And then they actually had a bunch of AEW talent that came because they have history there. And it was it was sick. Orange Cassidy, sick. I was literally like two feet away from. Like we yeah. were right up front next. To, like <clears throat> I could reach out and touch the ropes. It was awesome. Hit me up next time you're going to one of those. There's one in March at the VFW in Uptown. Okay. So we will for sure I go will to go to that. It's going to be awesome. Yeah, I'll do that. Um, But it's it's so much fun. I'm not going to stand here and proclaim wrestling some kind of genius uh, experience. <laughs> it's stupid as shit. Yeah. It's dumb, and that's why I love it. Because like, you, don't, you don't need to have a functioning brain to watch wrestling. It's, it, is what it, it is what it is, and it doesn't expect more from you than that. <laughs> so you just kind of just, just ride with it, and it's so much fucking fun. I would highly recommend. I'm done. That's number that. nine. I'm looking forward to that and IndyCar. Yeah. yeah, I'm super. I'm down. so fucking hyped for that. Uh, Jack, why don't you give us number eight TV oh, of the year? Eight, number eight, season three, The Witcher. Anybody watch that? Nope. I did not watch. I saw Henry Cavill was done with it, and I didn't watch Henry it. Cavill. Cavill is it Cavill? It's Cavill. Cavill. Is it? Cavill? I, I thought it was Cavill. It Cavill. I don't fucking. Cavill. Know. I've only ever heard Henry Cavill. That's He's all. He's gonna make a Warhammer 40k show. 
Oh, you, yeah. have you didn't know that? No. Yeah, he left is it going to be a Space Marine? It's Amazon Prime. He got it approved. Oh, like, oh shit! Like can I just talk oh, about? Yeah, can I just talk about how great Amazon is? Can we just talk about how great Henry Cavill is? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I remember him talking about how he like like there are some people that just paint the minis. There's some people that play the game. He's one of the guys who just paints minis, and I was like. Yeah. Yep, I'm with you, brother. That's he he truly loves the lore. He truly gets it. I cannot wait for I'm, his Warhammer 40K. I'm show. excited just hearing you and say that. And for Warhammer 40K to hit the mainstream. But anyway, yeah. The Witcher. The Witcher. That's it. Okay. <laughs> Moving on. All right. Number seven. Number seven. Television of oh, the year. Maybe. I'm definitely not buying time. Um. New Rick and Morty season. Really? I just I've been watching that. I thought. Okay. Because they, so, repla- they replaced... Uh, Justin Roiland. Yeah, he's not there anymore. Um, He had a bunch of shit. I don't even know. He had like a... He was acquitted. Shit, there was right? nothing... Who is... Um, who is well, the... Well, he still has the creepy texts. Yeah. Which are Wait, borderline. Who is the... Yeah, T.J. Yeah. Miller. Remember T.J. Miller? I how do he had T. How T. he just went schizo? Yes. He had like one of those moments where he just like went crazy <laughs> between seasons of his big show. Uh, so they replaced Justin Roiland, who's the voices of like, I don't know, fucking half the characters of Rick and Morty. I thought the show was over. I thought that was like okay, that's the end. Then they like they they casted new people and whatever. And so like I watched an episode and I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> it was like it's pretty good. Yeah. Um. So what did I ten nine eight? I'm number seven. Yeah. Seven. If I was making my own ten list, seven is maybe a little. I might give it like a ten or a nine. Yeah. I put it on the list. Um. But just the reality of like the order that we go in. Um. I don't think it's far off. It's good. I mean, you you've been watching it. I don't I've know. If, have you two been watching it? No, I liked the spaghetti it. episode. Yeah. I liked where he goes and he fights Rick Prime. Those yeah, it's still it's still TV good show. television. Yeah. I I would say it hasn't taken a dip. No, I think it's been. I think it's, it actually this is a step up from where it. Has yeah, been. I think at yeah. at the worst it stayed on track, which is still good television, and maybe even a tick up. I think it's good. Rick and Morty hit that level of popularity where it became cool to like trash it. Yeah, and like it, now it's but it survived like through it. that. But uh, yeah, I, I think it's still really solid TV. It's I good agree. TV. I've really enjoyed this season. Yeah, if you like it, and oh, I guess for if you're listening, if you used to like the show and you saw the news and you were like unsure about how like how the show would still be after Justin Rowland was gone, it's still good. Go check it out. That's the argument. And once you've watched it enough, like. Uh it, the the Henry Kruger effect or whatever you don't really notice the voice. No, you. I mean, you after the first episode, yeah. and even even after five minutes of the first episode, you don't even know. Morty a little bit. More <laughs> Rick is is spot on. Yeah. Morty's a little weird. Morty's a little bit more annoying. Yeah, but <laughs> which is honestly probably fine. Yeah, <laughs> it's still it's still really good TV. Uh, yeah. Go check it out. I agree. I realized I messed up. I actually have it scratched up on my notebook. Succession wasn't supposed to be my last one, but whatever. It's on the list now. Nice. Uh, it's not going to change my next one, which right. is uh, Fall of the House of Usher. Can I hear what was supposed to be, or was that going to be Fargo? Far- oh, okay. <laughs> I never watched it. it. I'm like, is there a new season? Of Fargo? Yeah. There's a oh, new one. Shit. Yeah, it's and apparently it's really, really good. good. It's yeah. Really, it's the is best. It better it's than the last episode. Yeah. Or like, well, season. Last episode, last I liked season. season. Which one was three? Actually, three was the was, uh, Chris uh, Rock parking lot. One. No, Chris Rock was season four. Yeah, that's that's season four. Season three is the creepy British guy, the parking lot. They're trying to. Oh yeah, that was. Yeah, so good. That was, really, was good. really good. Plus, the chick who played Ramona in Scott Pilgrim. Yeah. Uh, what's her name? I don't know. What was the evil She's British guy? She is. Help I me. I'm so love. sorry. She's. It's her and like women. Emma Stone and like. <laughs> there's there's a tier list. What was like. the evil British guy's name in season three? Stinky Pete. I don't. 
I don't know that it was Stinky Pete. Actually, Pete might be right. <laughs> that character was so fucking. Fargo good. has incredible characters, and this new season has. Okay, this. I'm just going to tell you one thing. This yeah. new season of Fargo has uh, an ancient Nordic Viking immortal who eats yeah. sin, a sin eater, and he's one of the main characters. Did they have the supernatural element of this one? Otherwise, in that, it's it's a it's a really good story. That show. Can we talk about? Season one had Billy Bob Thornton yeah. Yeah. playing. I don't remember what that character's name was. Oh man, I could probably remember if I worked really hard. He at was level. one of the one of the best TV villains mm-hmm. of all time. Oh yeah, he's great. We had the fucking aces, um, <laughs> whatever something Mulligan and the Kitchen Brothers. Mike Mulligan, Mike yeah. Mulligan and the Kitchen Brothers. Mike Milligan, Mike Milligan, Milligan because yeah. he was an old dad. That's which I right. Recently, Mike Milligan and the Kitchen Brothers. You see that movie? Which one? Old Dads is the Bill Burr movie. No, it's okay. Okay. Amazing season two, Fargo, <laughs> The Kitchen Brothers, all that shit, fantastic. Season two is so good. Season three, evil British guy, can't remember his name. One of like, he was Stamp. like, his character. What was his character? His character was like gluttony, or yeah. like capitalism, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, I don't maybe know. a little hoity-toity. Amazing, unbelievable television. Season four was Chris Rock. I didn't finish that one. I that didn't either. A, that was the worst. The fart jokes so far. fucking killed it. I for was me. watching it live as it came out week to week, and I just fell off. If I, I finished was, it. If I was binging it, I would have finished it. It was it was Is good. Is it worth but... it to finish it? You won't miss much. Okay. In you season just want the full story. But this new season of Fargo, you should watch. Can I get okay. the pitch for season five? Like yeah. like I just gave one through three. Yeah, so, Give me the um, season five version. Um yeah, so constitutionalist sheriff who's played by oh man, the famous guy from Mad Men. John, John Ham. John Ham. Okay, who, I'm already who, in. Who right, okay. um, enforces his own law and rejects all American authority in his town? Okay. Uh, ha- abuses the crap out of his wife, who there's a lot to uncover there. Escapes and she starts a new life with a very sweet Minnesotan car salesman. Mm-hmm. But she gets arrested and it goes up on the, um, like on the net that mm-hmm. she's there. So he finds her and it's about him coming back to get her. I'm mm-hmm. okay. It's I'm down. Fantastic. It, the theme is just the, the. Oh man, I could get into it. Theme is like salvation and like forgiveness and changing and abuse. There's a lot about just surviving abuse. It's really good. But anyway, uh, that's not going to be my next one. That should have taken Succession's place. That was my fault. Okay. I, so uh, Fargo's not even on the list. No. <laughs> Fargo was supposed to be my last one. It's really good. Uh, but I can't bump off of The House of Usher. I it's famously love Edgar Allan Poe. He's yeah. one of my favorite poets. Like This isn't like new. So the fact that they made a whole show from the guy who <clears> made <throat> the... Uh, the vampire show we all like. Midnight Mass. Midnight Mass. That it's show oh, is it's so that guy? fucking good. I gotta rewatch that. Yeah. Um, What's that guy's name? Fuck. The priest in Midnight no. Mass? Well, I mean the guy who made the show. Oh, I don't know. Dude, the guy who played the priest in Midnight Mass. That's one of the well, that's one of like like honestly, one of the like the all time best castings of all time. Yeah, he's the perfect. The priest in Midnight that guy is unfucking believable. But I s I've watched the first episode of The Fall of the House of Usher. Mike I, Flanagan. Mike Flanagan. That yeah, guy, that's I remember right. that's that name. That's exactly right. Yep. Um, so anyway, since we're trying to move quickly, follow the House of the Usher. It starts out almost like Final Destination, where you just know that a character is going to die every episode, and it's going to be in a very twisted, macabre way, based on a Edgar Allan Poe um, story. What it becomes by the end is this incredible, like, commentary on um, the opioid market, drug addiction, um, the cost of power. You know, yeah. it, it's a devil's bargain. It's a Foskian I mean, devil's bargain. I, I, you had me it. at Midnight Mass guy. Uh, some really twisted stuff happens. I am pretty desensitized to a lot of stuff. There is in a dance floor. Uh, I, I'm. I don't want to spoil too much, but there is a run-in with acid that okay. leaves 
a full dance floor of a living, breathing human puddle of melted flesh. Okay. That is still alive afterward. <laughs> and that has stuck with me. It's one of those things since I've watched it, the sounds and like the, the torture and the misery of it, where sometimes before I'm going to bed, I still think about it. Is that an Edgar Allan Poe thing? Uh, it's 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 based on uh, that sounds kind the Mask of, po- of the Red Death. Poe-ish. Okay. The Mask of the Red with it, which is a party. And yeah, the, death comes in, the bubonic plague. Yeah, where the, the person who has the plague comes yeah. into the party. And, and then... everybody melts like through their pores, blood, and they die. Why is Edgar Allan Poe like a high school reading thing? I don't know. It's, it's we re- we the read that story. The cast of Montiad. Is that Edgar Allan Poe? Yeah. yeah. Is it the guy who gets like gets bricked in. into the... Yeah, yeah. yeah where that there's is, like the revenge plot. That story is so fucking good. Dude, oh, we read oh, that yeah. in like ninth grade. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah that was that. fucked up. It was fucked up. <laughs> There's a lot, yeah. A lot of the stories. Like I, I could read that now, but when I'm like 15, it's that, like was like, Jesus Jesus that was like that was like fucked. That was fucked up. Yeah, I don't know why. Like he's required reading, but I love that he is, and I I fell for that. So I mean, hard. he deserves yeah. like the writing is good. Is like it's timeless. Like, yeah, we're still retelling the same stories he yeah. told, or like year over. But it's year. like telling like a 15 year old like, hey, go read Misery. And Mike Flanagan, <laughs> yeah. Mike Flanagan interprets a lot of this stuff really well. He d- the the problem that I had with the show is that it starts out really subtle, and then he always does like the most obvious thing. Yeah. So like for okay. the Pit and the Pendulum, there's one where this guy is the swing vote on a, um, on a board vote, okay. and I love that because Pit and the Pendulum swing vote that's clever to me. That's a yeah. really cool reinterpretation. <clears throat> Then by the end of the episode, there's a literal pit in the pendulum situation, like directly, like <laughs> okay. the, the pendulum swinging down. So is it like is it like a bunch of mini novellas about Poe no, stories? No, there's one overall series. It's one okay. overall story. Um, that is about the cost of power. That's all I'll say. It's okay, about I'm medieval. super into. You've super sold this um, for me. It's it's a deal with the devil story. Yeah, uh, for power and riches, but everything that happens is based basically directly on an Edgar Allan Poe story. I'm super. And it's in. not so, like. I was, I was, I won't lie. I was a little intellectually worried that I'd be like, "Oh, I won't understand." Even though I love Edgar Allan Poe, it'll be. It's so there's Pretty literally heavy-handed. like a raven coming and being like, "Nevermore!" Like yeah, it's yeah, so yeah. Okay, obvious. Okay. Uh, but it's cool. It's still really, really cool. I'm in. I'll watch and, it. And uh, it was really good. I'm glad I watched it. It's okay. not as good as Midnight Mass. Yeah, but it's still good. What number are we? <laughs> You're number f- ten, nine, eight, seven, six. You're five. Five. Number five is Jury Duty. Oh, I'm I forgot about I, Jury Duty. You know what's yeah. so funny? You I know, love Jury you know the duty. thing stopping me from watching Jury Duty? What's that? Is my mom telling me I have to watch Jury Duty? It's good. It, I, <laughs> you can get over the fact that it's a parent recommending that you yeah, watch a yeah, show. Yeah. It's not like your parent recommending watching Yellowstone. I'm not going to watch Yellowstone out of principle. Yeah, I'm just not going to do it. Yeah, I feel like I if no you and you are saying watch it, I'll watch it. It's, it's really funny. Really funny. Yeah, it's going on the James list. Marsden Cyclops it's, slash Sonic that. Hedgehog Sheriff Man slash. <laughs> Did you buy it? Did you buy it? <laughs> I watched Sonic that Hedgehog. I get a nickel every time. <laughs> did you buy it or did you stream it? I streamed it. Can you go back and buy it? <laughs> and then he does it. It's, fucking, it's James, so funny. It helps that they found the greatest human being that's ever lived to be the main character. Like yeah. the sweetest man. Yeah, I would be such like a prick if, I, if I'd wandered into that show. I. It's like a nightmare. The soaking? Yeah. Where, or, uh, yeah. Yeah, soaking, right? And then he like <laughs> the jumping on the bed. Would you jump on the bed? It's like I'm not gonna jump. <laughs> that show is so oh. funny. Um, just a great. Uh, it's like a half scripted television show with like a bunch of actors, but there's one person who's not in on it, and he's uh, the the premise is like it's this guy gets summoned for jury duty. Turns out it's not real jury duty. It's like this whole setup for a television show. 
But this guy doesn't know that, so he thinks it's all real. But then they escalate the, they heighten the the craziness of the the story as it moves along, and it just gets more and more ridiculous. And they have James Marsden, Teddy from fucking Westworld, and uh, he's hilarious. And all the other actors are hilarious. They all play these like very interesting <laughs> characters that have, you know, their own weird motivations and that kind of stuff. But this one guy, this like hapless everyman, is not in on the joke. So he's just he's trying to do his his duty as an yep. American citizen and just be a <laughs> juror. But it's the most ridiculous setup. And then uh, it has like a nice heartwarming ending. Oh yeah, I won't spoil it or anything. It's but fantastic. It's, it's a and very some of the good biggest show. laughs I had. Yeah, this year easily. It, it's so funny. There's so the James Marsden makes the show. He definitely that does. was such a brilliant and genius. I'm 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 just glad he agreed to do it. Yeah, like and, it, it just made it so much funnier that this. <laughs> you like... think a cake's gonna help me? <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's it's there's so many great moments. It's definitely worth watching. It's very funny. Um, but yeah, that's all I got to say about Jury Duty. Check yeah. it out if you have. Yeah, absolutely watch Jury I, Duty. I will. 100% I forgot. I forgot about it until right now. Or it would have been on my. I list think it's too. on Amazon. Yeah, I saw it on Amazon. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. that's what it's on. Number four, Jack. Hit us with the number four TV Holy of the shit, year. Let me just wake up here. Coda's gonna be the guy who fell asleep I mean, at the, at the he, sleepover. Jack is struggling. Right he now. pounded some drinks on the way here. I'm like, <laughs> he I'm like, I'm drink like fourteen. He drank enough to put out like your average. Hey, human make sure being. you finish that Gatorade and then probably drink like another liter of water. And then eat oh, some man. more pizza. No. Oh no, you don't have to worry about it. This is like a Tuesday for him. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm like I'm not sick. I'm just tired. I think you guys need to realize just how much he can drink. Like, God damn. Like twenty two drinks is like normal for me. Twenty yeah. two. No, that's drinks. true. He's not exaggerated. Holy oh my god! This guy's got I'm the like constitution of like <laughs> Apollo or something. Yeah, I can put him down. <laughs> Number four. The hit thing me that's up. killing him is having to sit here and listen to talking. Right, I'm just like, <laughs> <laughs> just listen to you guys uh, fucking talk. Uh beef. Anybody watch beef? I watched beef. I watched what, beef. For what this. is beef? Beef is like a fucking like a wrench story, almost right. Like a what story? A revenge story. Okay. Revenge. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah okay. It's like. About these two people that like are constantly trying to get back at each other, and who's in it? What's uh what's the lady's name? Name an Asian. Name a famous Asian actress or actor, and they're probably in Lucy it. Liu. Lucy yeah, Liu. She's in it. There you go. Is she? I don't know. <laughs> I was gonna say that would be pretty wild. <laughs> but it's about these two people that are trying to get back at each other, and it's one of the few shows. Oh. Um, <laughs> there goes the phone. A few shows that I've watched throughout 2023 because I don't watch a lot of TV and I don't watch a lot of movies, but Beef is one of them, and it was pretty good. I enjoyed it, and it kept my attention, and that's all it really really needs to take to get on the list for me. Don't worry, you sound perfectly sober right now. Yeah, I'm fucking drunk, shit. <laughs> <laughs> it won a ton of awards. It's really good. It's a limited series on Netflix. It's very much about two people who are very fresh with their lives, and they take it out on each other. Hmm. Um, they, they meet by chance in a road rage incident, and feel, they just destroy each other's lives. Is the guy from Walking Dead in it? Yes. Okay. Yep. Yeah, I think I've characters. seen the tra- uh, at least a trailer or something. Wait, the Rick Grimes? Glenn. Yeah, Glenn. Rick Grimes no, guy? No, Glenn, the Asian Glenn. Oh, okay. Um, it is really good. It didn't make my list, but there are some really good moments in it. It's worth watching. Hmm. I'll have to check it out. Once it won all the awards, I was like, I should watch that and see if it's list-worthy. Sounds good. I enjoyed it. Right. Yeah. I'll check it out. All right. Number f- three? 
That would be four, wouldn't it? Seven, six, five, four. No, it it is three. Oh. Did you have number three last Oh, time? yeah, I guess so. Yeah, that's right, because now we get to nominate our number one. So, yeah. So, right. Okay, three so my you. number three, the last guaranteed one. <clears throat> um, You know what? I'm going to go with Billions. Billions? The new Billions season. I, mean, uh, I thought you the, said that show sucked. It had a really good... I talked about this on the on some megasode. I don't remember. Maybe a regular pod. I don't even remember. Maybe a regular podcast. <clears throat> uh, Paul Giamatti Showtime Show. Where he plays a district attorney for the Did you get an eight hour goon sesh with Paul Oh Giamatti? yeah, I got a I got a forty hour goon sesh with Paul Giamatti. <laughs> okay. Well you know I saw fucking Yeah, have you guys have seen Whiplash? Yeah. Yeah. I, I saw this show. fucking scene of or this meme of like the scene with the drummer guy and JK Simmons where he's you remember like were you rushing or were you dragging? Yeah. Were you gooning gooning or were you edging? (laughs) (laughs) I saw that too. (laughs) Were you gooning or were you edging, human? That's so funny. (laughs) Anyways, the the newest Billion season. So that show, one through four, honestly like nine out of ten television. It was so good. Really? And then it (laughs) took a huge dive. Um season five i didn't even watch six and then i started watching seven the new one this year it's pretty good okay um it's not as high as it was but it's pretty good television um three might be a little high if i was making my own 10 list it would be like six or seven but uh it's good television um showtime it's kind of just living up to its name is like budget hbo yeah where like i feel like hbo has like a hbo has a good tv show happening kind of constantly and like Showtime, Showtime has like every ten years they'll have one, they'll have like Dexter or oh, whatever. It's, it's, yeah. I thought Dexter was a Showtime show. Yeah, it was. So they'll have like every ten years or whatever they'll have like a good show, and like Billions is Showtime's good show. Um, so they got that going on. I would check it out. Um, the new one was pretty good. It's like a it's like a pretty good return to form. Again, it's not as high as the old highs, but it's good television. Um. They kind of got rid of all of the shit and the characters and stuff that made the other two cringe. Mm. <laughs> and they kind of came back. Uh, it's pretty good. Hmm. Check it out. I've never watched it, so I'll, I'll check it out on your recommendation. Check it out. I, I'd heard that it sucked, and I think that was from you, so I just wrote it off. Oh, and yeah. Into it, One so. through four, good. Um, five, six, pretty fucking bad. Seven, pretty good. Hey! Yo! Time to nominate number one. Number one. Number one. What's number one? I have my rec- I, I have my vote. Let's go around. Right, Sam, my- you first. Okay. Uh, it was a year where I loved laughing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like every year. Uh, and I was late to this. And you, I think, had tried telling me to watch it before. I was late to it. And then I think I even pit- I, the audacity to pitch it to the group. Like, have you heard of this? Hit me up. Uh, I think you should leave. <laughs> oh, damn. <laughs> I forgot there was a new season this year. Yes. Fuck. And getting introduced to that style of humor and then getting to catch up on it and then this newest season. Uh, I love I love everything about Tim it. Robinson is Tim so Robinson is so funny. funny. Uh, it's dude, it's endlessly quotable. Dude, it, I was yeah. gonna, I was just gonna say that show like changes your vocabulary. Oh yeah, for sure. Dude, like the fucking the dumb fucking skit when he when he's in the car and the guy's like, Don't you know how to drive? And he's like, No, like, no. <laughs> Are you sure? That's something I say. That I'm he's fucking, trying to make it look not he, real. Yeah, I'm fucking. 
I don't know what the any driving crooner. I don't want to know what I'm any of the. I'm gonna fucking kill you, driving crooner. I don't know what any of this shit is, and I'm fucking scared. <laughs> we should be able to watch a little porn. <laughs> that one egg was forty eggs, <laughs> dude. And like, you can't replicate the humor. It's indefinable. Yeah, it's, you, it's you a either... little bit. You put a little bit of shit on the toilet paper, and you hate it. What we'll do is, I've I've taken. You had up too big of a mud pie and That's you had it. too small of a slice <laughs> i can't breathe That's it's the so really funny. ugly house where you can see the kfc through the front front window <laughs> i'm i'm let i'm down for that for my number one whatever <laughs> i will i think I'm gonna... you're just here for the slide <laughs> oh the zip line yeah zip line and he's just I'm... like that I'm gonna eliminate you, and he's like, Aw, "Are you sure?" I say that every day nah. to myself. Whenever something bad, really, happens, I'm like, I joke. I joke about Dan flashes all the, all the fucking time. <laughs> They're so complicated. <laughs> the more complicated the pattern, the more expensive the shirt. I, I'm, I'm like, you. I'm. I get embarrassed laughing alone. I genuinely like if I'm alone in a room and I laugh out loud, I get super embarrassed. Like I don't know, I don't even know why. Who gets embarrassed alone? Yeah. But if I'm laughing out loud, I just feel like exposed, like a predator's gonna get me. <laughs> Watching that and having like getting introduced to that whole wild world and that completely off ball, like new take on comedy. I was laughing so hard alone in a room that I couldn't. Dude, that breathe. shit is it's that's so, so good. funny, dude. <laughs> Tom, is that your number one? <clears throat> last of us last of us uh, that's what i that was what i had for number one i think i'm i think you should leave now though i forgot that they came out this year it wasn't I, even on my I, list I, as soon as he said that i was like i completely forgot that that existed <laughs> i would be comfortable with that being number dakota, one. dakota do you have a number one vote for television bluey Bluey? Bluey. Oh, Bluey's ah, great. Bluey, Bluey is fantastic. Great, dude. dude, we had we hosted Thanksgiving this year. Yeah. We had like my my mom and my cousin and like her kid and a couple other people. This is not even Bluey at all. I'm changing the subject completely. Okay. It's on children's television at least. Um and my cousin's my niece, my cousin's kid, she's like two and a half. She was a fucking demon, okay? Right. She was like all over everything. She's like pulling shit off the walls and the counter. She's just being a demon. And her mom put on Paw Patrol. <laughs> and it that shit was fucking it was over. Yeah. <laughs> she sat on the coffee table and watched Paw Patrol on our giant TV from a foot and a half away for like 4 hours. How straight. many scenes was the slut pup in? <laughs> That's such a great callback. We had an episode about Paw Patrol coming to the movie with with my kid, and uh, we 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 developed a whole new character called Slut Puppy. It it was like, what does the girl puppy do? That's what that was the question. Yeah, I was like, oh, she's the slutty one. There is definitely a hierarchy of the Paw Patrol dogs. Oh yeah, Chase is like, yeah. There's the garbage dog, and you just kind of feel bad for him. Yeah. There was another Paw Patrol movie this year. I went and saw it, and uh, epic. <laughs> this one was way worse than the first one. Oh no! <laughs> was like, there a slut pup at least? I wish at least then I could have gotten off. <laughs> oh, you know, you're theater, like, I gotta go to you there for. Sam's like, fuck! I gotta go to the bathroom. I'll be over. <laughs> you just stay here. And keep the popcorn yeah. warm. Keep the popcorn warm. That's fucking disgusting. So we have. I think you should leave me. I think you should leave yeah. you. I don't know if you're fifty fifty. And I'm fifty fifty. Bluey. So then I think by default, 
then I think you should leave wins. Yeah, that's yep. the vote. And then Last of Us would be runner up. Um, that's my that was my number one. I'm fine with that being number two because yep. again I forgot oh, yeah, about. Two, I think you should leave as a runner up. Yeah, what a bluey runner up or bluey bluey last of, last of Us would be number two. Number two, like yeah, was yeah, an yeah. honorable mention. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so. So Any run- show that makes kids in America grow up starts talking with an <laughs> Australian accent True. is influential. Bluey is great. Of all the kids Bluey's shows, so Bluey, good, dude. You, I, I, I find myself just sitting and watching Bluey sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> okay, super quick, plowing through ten through one. Sam number ten. I thought you. Oh, was I number ten? Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna change. It's Fargo. Fargo needs to be. Fargo. Fargo was, needs to be on the so list. So no succession. No honorable mention. Fargo succession. is so much better than succession. Number ten, Fargo. Okay, yeah. Tom number nine. Uh, wrestling, WWE, AEW, etc. <coughs> Good television. I'm on a Marth. <laughs> I think that's the last oh, category. Fuck. The Witcher, the Beef. Oh yeah, the Beef. No which Witcher. It's the Witcher first, then it's the Beef. Witcher ah. season three, number seven. Okay, number six. Uh, New Brick and Morty. It's pretty good. Follow the House of the Usher, number five. Jury duty, number four. Beef. Beef number three. That's such a funny. It's just it's so funny to just say beef. You sound like beef. that. Beef. Beef. <laughs> uh, number me that three. Beef. Trash. Number beef. three. New billions season. And number two was the Last of Us, which was good. We didn't talk. It was good. It's good. The number two. The the irony of the number two is we never talk about it. Yeah. Yeah. It's always like the throwaway. It's I think I think it would have been so, like I thought the first. Here's my here's my take on the Last of Us. The first few episodes were amazing. Mm. I feel like they didn't give, they just didn't have the time for the last half. Yeah. I do think like. And the, the ending didn't land like. They did like three uh, yeah, more episodes. I was going to say the, the finale did yeah. not feel like a finale, especially after some of the high points that the previous episodes had. It seemed like it was way less than that. Very interestingly, it becomes the best case I can think of that games open up a market for storytelling yeah. that you can't do in a TV format. Yeah. Because it's so much more impactful when you're the one. You, yeah, you have to yeah. you have to actually carry out the actions. But I agree with you. Like it true. was good. It was I'm very good. To, it, it was, was very w- surprisingly good. I would I say because I didn't. I I was gonna say I hated the last. The of games us. I don't like. I hate the games of the Last of Us. Right. I don't I hate the story. Well, the, the, the story's good. The first one's especially terrible. The second one is marginally better <clears> gameplay wise than the first one was. I hate any game where to stretch it out. They just have like you just need to go a mile straight. Yep. And they're like, well, that would be too quick. So now we're going to throw in a bunch of environmental puzzles that yeah, are all so extremely tedious. Climb some rubble, go into this yeah. apartment. Oh, my God, there was a family that lived here. Yeah, get a dumpster to go underneath the door so that you can go through. And, and by the time you've done this three hours of puzzles, you've moved five feet. That annoys. Yeah. And it's such a huge thing for Sony games. Yeah. I just beat God of War Ragnarok finally. Yeah. Super guilty of that. Um, I, I hate that. I, I hate that like, kind of game. I feel like games games need the feeling of progression that yeah. TV shows don't necessarily need. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. You have to feel like you're accomplishing something. Yeah. But number uh, one TV show of the year. I think you should leave. I, I think, think you should, should leave. leave. Whatever. So two or funny. three. What is it? I think it's three. It's three or four. Three or four. Four. Yeah. It's okay. Yeah. It's, whatever. No, yeah. I think it's. It might be three. I think it's three. Whatever the new one is. Yeah, the newest. It was good television. Anyway. The driving crooner. <laughs> we need to take a break, or should we roll right into movies real quick? Let's do like five minutes. Okay. Five minutes? All right. Short, super short break. We'll be back. Break. We'll be back. Stay tuned.
We're back with movies. We're going to crank through this movie. That's what he said about TV. And here we, we are. An hour we, we, wait, that was that fast was pretty for, good. Really fast. For Megasode standards. There were no asides? All right. There's, you got to have a realistic standard. I'm going to start it off with number 10. How's that? Yeah. Hit me up. The Mario Bros. movie. Super oh, Mario Brothers. I watched exactly 40 minutes of that. Yeah? What do you think? <laughs> Why? Um, Why only 40? I had something to do, and then I got bored, and I well, shut it off. Okay. I'm not gonna say it's amazing cinema. Uh, I'm just amazed that there's a Mario Brothers movie. Look at me, it's a Mario. When I was a kid, there was no, there was not even a breath of Mario outside of video games, and it's kind of amazing to see that it transformed into this like huge property. I mean, it was obviously very. It's in everybody's collective unconscious Mario, even the it's Mario part of theme the culture. song. Yeah, for the culture. Yeah. Anyway, it was an okay movie. I'm not going to say it's amazing. I I'm not going to say it's it, bad. Actually. I don't have it was... a good reason. It seems like it would be good. It's all right. Plus, um, uh, Seth Rogen has Donkey Kong going... <laughs> I've seen it a hundred times because my daughter really likes it. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Animation's beautiful. Story, it does... I, I think the thing about mm. it is Pixar kind of trained us to think that movies were going to try to appeal to adults as well as children. Yeah. It just wants to be a kid's movie. It, yeah. It, it mostly... There's tons of references to like stuff that only adults would know. Yeah. But like that's as far as it goes. Yeah, there's it does, like that as far as like plot wise, it's not like a deep. Jack Black kills it as Bowser. Yeah, he's really good. Um, How's Chris Pratt? Yeah, he's so, surprisingly okay. Yeah, they oh, do yeah. a scene in the beginning where he talks with a really heavy Italian accent yeah. in a commercial for the Mario Brothers plumbing. <laughs> okay. And I think it was genius because it shows how annoying that would be for two hours. Yeah. yeah. So then when he comes in and he's just kind of Chris Pratt, you're like, okay, I'd rather have this than that. Okay. For, yeah. That's fair. I can see that. They, they they dance around it nicely because when they announce it, he's so cool. You know, the fucking Nintendo announcement yeah. that Chris yeah. Pratt's going to be Mario. And you're like, okay. Well, Chris Pratt sunk that when he was just like, it's me, Mario. And he's like, don't worry, that's not the voice. I'm really putting a lot of work into it. It's going to be amazing. Yeah. And then the movie trailer came out and he's like, hi, it's me, Mario. I feel like Chris Pratt is like too forced as like a lead man. I think Chris Pratt, it's kind of just like, what were we talking about earlier that's become so he's popular? He's like budget like Matt Damon or something. Budget Matt. He's Wish Matt Damon. Yeah. He's yeah. like Wish.com Wish. Matt yeah. Damon. I really liked Chris Pratt in Parks and Recreation, and I was reading oh, yeah. former Guardians of the yeah. Galaxy. And I think that that lingers. I think he's oversaturated now. He's become, he kind of dropped the ball with Jurassic Park and some of these things that he's been in. He got to start in Wanted. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's the friend in Wanted who sleeps with the girlfriend. Yep. Wait, is Wanted the one with the Curve the Bullet movie? Yeah. Oh, oh shit. Yeah. I haven't seen that movie so long. Fate of the Loom. I think I saw that. That's a Coda movie. this motherfucker. That's a Coda movie if I've ever seen it. That's a. That's Coda Court. Fucking, uh, who's, uh, McAvoy, James McAvoy? Yeah. Yeah, that's right. That game is blue-pilled and Coda-coded. <laughs> anyway, Super Mario Brothers. It's all right. It's all right. That's that's all I got to ah, say about yeah. it. It's, it's fine. Yeah. Did you ever see um, Burn After Reading? Yeah. Yes. I saw... This is like a Chris... Um, this is the point on Chris Pratt. <clears throat> he wasn't in that movie. Um, Burn After Reading... Brad Pitt was in that movie. Wasn't he a dumb Jim Bro? Yeah, he oh, played fan- this like aloof. He was fantastic in it. He played this like aloof, dumb fuck, airhead, like personal trainer. His death movie. sticks out to me as one of my like a movie scene it's that I think so of regularly. Oh, hey. And like John Malkovich <laughs> in the movie is like uh, he's un- he's so good. I this is like a month ago. YouTube recommended this clip from Burn After Reading, and I watched it. And one of the comments on the clip was 
Brad Pitt is a character actor in a lead man's body. Yeah. <laughs> Which is like, that's Chris Pratt. Yeah. Chris Pratt is like a, he's like a God tier character actor. But every time he's leading something, I'm always like, hmm. No, my, really, my argument. He, like, he doesn't have like it. My argument is Chris Pratt isn't a good character actor because he's got, he's fallen into superstardom where he just plays himself and everything. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, Brad Pitt has an incredible range. Chris <laughs> Pratt has not shown that off. <laughs> And Chris Pratt, this is a personal thing, and this is not an okay criticism. Chris Pratt worships the military in a way like only the most annoying. He's 100% one of those guys who's like, well, I would have joined. Yeah. And like all of his military (laughs) movies that he's in, he's always showing off how he's next to these people and he's always showing off his gear. It's so clear that he wishes that he'd actually done something like that at some point in his life. Hey. And people like that annoy me. (laughs) Hey, you can't bully him. He's from Virginia, Minnesota. Chris Pratt is? Mm Mm-hmm. Oh. That he's changes a, everything. He's a Minnesota boy. Um, changes everything. That's the only thing that, like... <laughs> it, it, and he's always doing, like, the veteran workouts and, like, the SEAL training, and it's just like... All right. <laughs> <laughs> settle down, man. All right. Since we're doing yeah, movies, cool. can I go a super quick aside? Sure. You better be quick. There was another another rabbit hole I went down. I never, I never... I watched this movie because of YouTube recommendations, okay? All right. Has anyone seen Charlie Wilson's War? Yeah. Yes. No. You've seen it, you've seen it. Okay, you haven't seen it. It's Tom Hanks and Philip Seymour Hoffman and... The Stinger Missiles to the Taliban and they yeah, shoot down yeah, all yeah, the... Yeah, yeah. the yeah. Is there an actor who has a better ratio of like movies appeared in to godly movies than Philip Seymour Hoffman? Ooh. Mm. Yeah, I mean, you could definitely... He's like... He kills it in pretty much everything. Every he's movie in. he's in, he totally... <laughs> completely robs. I'm gonna make you. That hurt. one scene in I'm the gonna office, hurt you. That one scene in the CIA, CIA guy's 3, office, right? In Charlie Wilson's no, War, I'm where he's make like, "You hurt." Yeah. <laughs> in Mission hurt. Impossible, yeah. I'm gonna hurt you. That once in Charlie Wilson's <laughs> War, and the guys in um, the Mad Men guy's office, where he's like, "For 30 years, people have been trying to kill me. People who know how. You think that's because my dad was a Greek soda pop maker?" <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that dude, that guy's so fucking good, and everything well, is really good. Gary Oldman's another one. Yeah, yeah. that's a good. Gary shout. Oldman's great. Gary Oldman is up there. Tom Cruise, <laughs> say what you want. That dude's pulling cinema that with guy, his. But that guy, he's, he's a lead. Making, he's a yeah, lead guy. Yeah, as like a character actor, as like a background. Oh, just a character. Like a I think Gary Oldman's a king. You think Gary oh, Oldman? I think oh, Gary Oldman's a king. A, of character think acting. About Gary Oldman. I really do. That guy's way. That hey, guy. Tinker Taylor Soldier Spy. Yeah. Fucking fantastic movie. That guy's way up there. I, I, I feel like Philip Seymour Hoffman. I feel like, you know what happens to me with that's Philip a that's a I'm not dissing. You know what happens Philip to me Seymour with Philip Seymour awesome. Hoffman? I find myself constantly watching movies, and then I'm 27 minutes into it, and I go, "Oh shit!" Yeah, Philip Seymour Hoffman's in this movie. I've totally forgot. He's just like, he like becomes the person in the movie. It's not like he's the guy in the movie. He's the guy playing the guy in the movie. I think you'd say that about Gary Oldman too. I yeah. And I'm not right. dissing the I, other. No, I think you're right. I, I think, think that I didn't they, think about him. I think you're yeah. right. Tom. Number nine. Number nine. A movie of the year. Saw 10. Hell Saw yeah. X, you mean. I didn't watch. Saw X. What, what was? Oh, that no, movie that was, was fantastic. One, but no, that was the one with the fake cancer treatment, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay, I didn't watch that It's a one. great story for so, a Saw movie. Sam and I got together. And we did our thing, right? Like drinking too much and whatever. <laughs> yeah. And we put on, we put <laughs> on Saw thing. 10. And he goes in and he does the whole thing. They're like, this was a fake cancer treatment. He's like, 
I'm going to give you guys three minutes to cut off your leg and fill up a fucking gallon of blood yeah. to get out of this, this trap. And it's like the whole movie is just him being like, you got three minutes to cut off whatever to <laughs> get out of this. I don't, I, I don't want to add, can we not add any notes? Because Drunk Coda describing Saw 10 is a national treasure, <laughs> and I don't want to touch it. Right. I thought about interjecting, but honestly, that was perfect. <laughs> That's all it is. You got, it, just... The whole movie's just him going, you got three minutes. <laughs> you got three <laughs> of playtime. <laughs> Dude, that's the only time. person. The only person who could replace the guy who plays Jigsaw, uh, Jigsaw is, is Macho Randy, Man Randy, Randy Savage. Savage. <laughs> oh yeah, off your leg, brother. We're gonna play a game. <laughs> I got three minutes. You're gonna have to snap into yourself like a Slim Jim. <laughs> I'm gonna snap you in half. I would watch that. I hell fucking out of love that. wrestling. Hell yeah. You're gonna have me. T- wrestling's gonna go exclusively to Netflix in 2025, right? Uh, uh, WWE Monday Night Raw is going to Netflix in 2025. I'm going to watch it then. You should. It's fun. I want to, I, I want to get time. into it. I, I have no bars up. I just don't have access to the just, stuff to watch it. I'm going to just tell you this right now. You will not be smarter or uh, it will not make you more intelligent watching wrestling. It'll make, If anything, it makes you dumber. I'm on the downhill slope. So you're perfect for wrestling. <laughs> Organically, I'm past my prime. Like, it's done. <laughs> yeah. Like, I pretty much accepted, now. like, I'm yeah. going to, I'm just going to watch wrestling. It's not going to get better. <laughs> it's like, it's not going to get worse, though. Yeah. That's, well, it's, just, well, I couldn't. We get die. <laughs> I'm kind of on that slide to death now. <laughs> oh, shit. I don't want to be here anymore. <laughs> I don't want to be around. Sorry. Anymore. Okay. So, Sawtet. That was a great movie. I like that one, too. Yeah, number, number eight. Number eight movie of the year, plowing through. Uh, Fast X. No. Really? No way. All right. That's no way. It's re- listen. You trolling? It's wrapped all the way around. It's funny now. They know what they're doing now. Do the, is that the one with the dam where they go down the dam? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's the only scene of that movie I've seen. They did that movie with The Rock and Jason Statham. It wasn't a fast movie. Um, I should stay them. Oh, it's like called Hobbs and Catcher. That was it. Yeah. Uh, Hobbs and, Hobbes and Shaw. Hobbs and Shaw. Hobbs and Shaw. Yes. Yeah, they did the Hobbs and Shaw movie. That was like a pseudo fast movie, but it wasn't really. But it was hey, like the same. Roman Reigns was in that movie. Yeah, true. Um, and they did that movie, and that was the turning point for all the fast movies. And now the the Fast Ten, the Fast and Furious X, whatever the fuck it's called, it. It's so self-aware that it's it's funny. It's good. It's a good movie now. <laughs> I should check that out. I have all of the Fast and Furious series on my server <laughs> up to that point. My so I, server. You should watch it. It was good. It all was right. funny. I'll check it out. They know what they're doing now. It was funny. Fair okay. enough. Number eight. That's number eight. Number seven, Sam. I'm dying a little inside, and I, I saw a lot of horror movies this year um, and a lot of it's stuff like that, but there was nothing like that I was really excited to talk about. There was just not a movie... Like I saw Napoleon, which was terrible. I saw. Yeah, that's right. uh, I, fun story aside about Na- Joaquin Phoenix. Like yeah, Joaquin Phoenix. Scenes. Funny, fun story about that. I went there with my uh, my brother in law and my thirteen year old nephew. My brother in law got sick and left me and the nephew alone within the first five minutes. Ah. Oh. And it turns like he went home, so it was just me and my nephew at this movie. And it turns out that that movie is like nonstop sex scenes, and not like sexy sex scenes. It's like. The whole movie is him trying to impregnate his wife. Like, that's 90% of the movie. Oh. And it's, like, okay. very raw, very unsexy, like, <laughs> sex scenes. We, we, we. And so me and my nephew are just, and, like, he was really good. He covered his eyes. I was really, like, he was doing what he should be doing. 
But like by the seventh one, <laughs> it's just like all right. he and I are both just laughing. Like it's such a nightmare scenario for him, and I'm on the other side of it for the first time in my life, where I know how he feels as a kid <gasps> being subjected to sex scenes. Um, but anyway, all that to say, I saw that. I saw. Uh, I don't want to ruin anything that might be on other people's lists. I saw other movies that I'm not excited to talk about. So I had a fun gimmick that I wrote down on my card, <coughs> where I was just going to look up Obama's. Favorite movies of the year? Barack Obama's favorite movies of the year? Fair okay. enough. And if I hadn't seen them, I was just going to guess what they were about. And it's working out really well, because the first one is something called American Symphony. Um, and I'm just going to make up what I think it's about. Okay. <clears throat> uh, I was very surprised to see Barack Obama uh, nominating a Pixar knockoff thing like American Symphony about a young jazz flute's story uh, journey to become part of the American Symphony. Um, I thought a lot of the accents were racist, but I did love the humor in it. Oh, uh, they over. I'm a fruit. Yeah, they overuse the. <laughs> oh. e. I'm a fruit. Hey, fool! I'm a tuba. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, dog? <laughs> I'm gonna go bop. Cmx. Be bop, bop, bop. Um. So I was surprised you that, but you know it was really heartwarming by the end. Where uh, the he looks to the screen and he goes, "We are all America Symphony." That really hit home. Oh damn! For me, you that's know, we, deep. And it turns out that it was racist intentionally to teach us all to work together. Oh, as a bunch of racists. So American Symphony, you know, good pick. Oh, wait, Barack was Obama. it teaching racists to work together or <laughs> Americans to be? It was really about how we're all part of the American Symphony. It was all about how. Mm. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's all about how the Texas National Guard is going against the federal government <laughs> in the South. Yep. Sweet. There was a lot of undertones to the Civil War. Damn. How many Confederate flags were in the movie? Uh, there were no Confederate flags because it was very, very pro-America. Oh, okay. Um, there was a bad guy called Old Kentucky Piano. <laughs> oh, damn. And he, Those damn and he wanted piano. to separate the black and the white keys. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> he was a white key. Hang on a second. I've seen this one before. <laughs> He gets a he's he get, you know like they're trying to lift pianos into apartment buildings. Yeah, with he the gets crane. dropped. Oh <laughs> and no! So the bad guy dies, and then goes. Bwah, the jazz flute the cuts ground. the cuts the string. It's like, <laughs> and then he just drops. Yep. Plonk. Then he kills Hitler at the same time. And then right before he dies, uh, he realizes that he's one of his black keys left, and it tries to help him, and he's just like, "I've been wrong this whole time." Oh damn! We could have made beautiful music if we'd only worked together. If only I had the F sharp key <laughs> to rely on. That would have called the dog to <laughs> call the piano so, repairman. To get the the flute from killing me. Yep. Shit. And then he died. <laughs> so great movie, American Symphony. Sick. What number was that? I was ten, 10 nine, nine, eight, seven, six. All right, I'm number six. Mister Organ. Who? It's a documentary movie by a guy. A New Zealand guy. What the fuck is that guy's name? Shay! <laughs> anyway. Shay! Uh, what's, who did Mr. Oregon again? David Ferrier. David Ferrier. Thank you. Yep. Way to go. David Ferrier is a journalist for New Zealand. He's done some documentary movies. Uh, Mr. Oregon's about this weird cult of personality uh-huh. kind of psycho um like uh manipulative sociopath that uh it's the, it starts off simple enough where it's like there's this weird antique store in new zealand and there's this there's a parking space off front of the shop where uh 
it's supposed to be a reserved parking space. So this lady who owns the antique shop hires this guy to put boots on people's cars in front of the shop, which was like, it wasn't explicitly illegal in New Zealand. I don't know. There's a lot of stuff. And then it turns into this whole huge, weird, uh, psychoanalytical kind of journey Mm -hmm. between this documentary guy who kind of becomes part of his own documentary by interacting with this guy who is like a sociopath yeah it's very interesting it's on netflix now um but yeah check it out mr organ mr organ like an organ donor or most mr oregon mr organ like a organ like a piano or like you know organ donor. yeah like you were saying uh very interesting check it out that's all I gotta say about it. All right, number five, Jack. I don't know. Guardians Three was pretty good. Yeah, there we I go. Like Guardians Three. Guardians Three was good. Guardians of the Galaxy. My wife on a date to it. To Guardians Galaxy. Chris Pratt. And raccoons. Chris Pratt's on this list twice. Yep. Oh shit. Where you go, Chris? He's he's going too far. Number four. Number four. Uh, I'm gonna say John Wick Four. Hell yeah! That's on my I haven't list. seen it yet. I don't know how. I haven't seen it yet. What? Um, number obviously we all know number one, good movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, number two was like it was pretty good. Mm-hmm. Number three I thought was kind of reaching, mm-hmm. kind of far. Mm-hmm. I thought number four brought it back. Really? I think we're back on like two trajectory. Good. Oh, good. Uh, it's a good movie. I don't have like a ton to say about it. Um, it's like a John Wick movie. It's the fourth one. Does like, he punch he, people? Yeah. Does he shoot people? <laughs> Lots of he, shooting. Yeah, he shoots some people. He kills them. All right. Uh, he kills them, shoots them dead. He doesn't, he doesn't wound three? them. Three? Is this number three? Uh, mm-hmm. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4. Four. So three will be six. Number four. Number John Wick number four is the fourth best movie of the year. Right. Uh, three, Sam. According to Barack Obama, it was something called Leave the World Behind. I think I've heard about this on Netflix. Oh, I didn't see it. Uh, what's, very, what's very interesting about Leave the World Behind... There's a lot of anti-suicide movies. Nice. And there's a lot of movies with like the message of your life is worth saving. With Leave the World Behind, it was very nice to see a pro-suicide. Oh, movie. it's about time. And Chris How Pratt brave. was really effective in it. Yeah. yeah. He, was Chris Pratt in it? Yeah. Chris, Chris Pratt, Pratt was, really, was on this list Chris, three times. Chris Pratt really made a good argument for yeah. killing yourself. Yeah, so it was really ah, just him. I'm going to end it all. It was him in front of a white screen just saying, these are the reasons that you should. <laughs> <laughs> One, you're dumb. You're Two, never gonna you're be as ugly. rich as me. You're never going to be as good looking as me. <laughs> That's so funny. It, it, essentially, the message was: if you're not as good as, as Chris Pratt in any way, you should just off yourself. You're not going to be. Shit. Aubrey I know Plaza. what I'm doing tonight. <laughs> Killing myself. That's the joke. <laughs> Are you sure? All right. I'm for you for three minutes. All right. All right. So we vote for number one now. Vote for number one. Um, I have a real one. My number one well, is... Well, let's start with... Uh, yeah, hit me up. My number one was John Wick Chapter 4. Ooh. Well, okay. that's already been Used, got. It's already been got, so I guess it's oh, Elemental. Got, got. So, my, okay, that's your number one, Elemental. My number one is The New Mission Impossible. Oh, I bum, missed that bum, one, bum, too. Dead bum, Reckoning bum, Part bum, 1. Bum, 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 he just... I, Tom, You said it before, Tom. He just keeps doing it. He's the man. He just keeps doing it. Everyone is better than... Like, there was that Fallout movie, speaking of Henry Cavill or Cavill or whatever... That, that movie was God tier. Uh, it was a good movie. It was really good. Excellent. Dead Reckoning Part 1. I have a real one, and it was actually my favorite movie of the year. Godzilla Minus One. Oh, I never saw it. What? Godzilla, Godzilla Minus One. It was an actual Japanese Godzilla movie. Have you oh, not like, heard about okay. it at all? I haven't heard about the. I, oh. All I know is the shitty American, like the Godzilla you know vs. Kong. And this was a true return to form. It was made in Japan. Blue Max, I see. It's, uh, <laughs> or uh, uh, who's the fucking... Sorry, Sam. 
Hmm? I got distracted by nicotine. Oh. I was like, is that a fucking Loon Max I see? Uh, no. <laughs> Coda is two weeks free of nicotine. He's having ah! a <laughs> He's It's not worth it. We've all been there, okay. Um, it was a really good Godzilla movie. And not a corny American one. It was true to the message. Godzilla! It goes back to World War II era. Oh, good. Um, it has the message of nuclear <clears throat> consequences. Yeah. Okay, so um, this is up to Tom. Metal Gear Solid 5. Tom, <laughs> this Gear? is up to you. So you get to vote now or, or, you or your propose own. your own between Elemental, Mission Impossible, and Godzilla. Elemental. I'll propose a new one. Okay. Iron Claw. Who? What is Iron Claw? Come on. Is that the guys. wrestling movie? You bet it is. Mm-hmm. Oh, Zach Efron is. I swear I thought it was CG at first. He's so fucking huge in that movie. It's. I'm worried for his health. Yeah. Like, that guy's been on the juice for too long. <laughs> the juice. I never saw... I saw... I remember the pictures that came out, like, the promo of him. And everybody was He's talking about huge. how fucking juiced up he was. He's massive. <laughs> it's frightening. The first scene, he's like rolling out of bed in his like tidy whities and yeah. he's like frighteningly big. Like, I was like, there's something wrong here. It awakens uh, something deep inside. But it's you. a it's a story about the Von Erich wrestling family. Yeah, Tragic tale. They had a curse where uh, yeah. let's see. Their first son got electrocuted at Niagara Falls and fell down and died. Okay. Then the second kid what got like to the height of fame. He went to Japan, then he died because his his intestines exploded. Then the next kid the next kid felt the pressure, but he had like asthma or something, so he shot himself in the chest and died. The kid after that got a injury while wrestling and during a routine surgery. Uh, his temperature spiked and he basically fried his brain and was like slow after that. So he killed himself. Damn. Okay. Then the next kid uh, shot himself like his brother. Jesus. And there was only one Von Erich kid to survive. True story, Kevin Von Erich. This is true. Yeah. This is a known wrestling Jesus story. Jesus Christ. Yeah, the Von Erich tragedy. And uh, he made it out. He was actually on AEW with his, his two sons. And that was super cool to see they wrestled a match, and they were actually really fucking good. Mm-hmm. Um, it's worth a watch. I wouldn't say it's amazing cinema. There's definitely problems with the movie. The pacing is really weird, and the timeline, as somebody who's kind of a fan of wrestling, doesn't line up with the actual events. But you know they have to do that for dramatic effect. But it's definitely uh, worth a watch. Came around Christmas time, so late late in the year. Uh, that's my nomination anyway. I didn't get to see it, but uh, my pitch for Godzilla is it's good to it's good to support good kaiju movies. That's true. So that we can stay away from the terrible American ones, and seeing Godzilla actually being horrible and destroying an entire city, and his atomic breath is incredible in it. Godzilla. Uh, that's my pitch for that. Okay, Jack, give me a pitch for Elemental. What even is that movie? Elemental is so fucking wholesome. It's yeah. a Pixar movie, right? Yeah, it's a Pixar movie, and it's about how fire and water can love each other. Because I bet though, they make steam. I haven't seen it. They make steam. I bet in the end they make steam, right? <laughs> they make steam. <laughs> they can finally touch each other while nobody else can, and they make steam. Is steam their baby? I don't know if they have a baby. But like steam is like the end result. Yeah. yeah. When they touch each other, they make steam. Yep. So they're like, come. you make my chemical balance yep. different where we can actually touch each other, and it's steam. And JD loves it, and it's like a non-over-the-top Pixar movie. And I love it, and Jay loves it, and that's all I need. 
to make it a number one. But if I had to vote for somebody else, of course I gotta support my homie, <laughs> uh, Godzilla. Number Godzilla, one. your homie, not you Sam. like you like Godzilla anyway. We've we've seen a Godzilla. Few yeah, together. I've seen Godzilla with Sam before, and Godzilla's been pretty fucking dope. If you so. don't know, I'm a very big Godzilla. Nobody's fan. gonna vote Godzilla's for Elemental, sick. so I might as well vote for Godzilla. We had a VHS uh, copy of the movie where he fights the radioactive lobster. He's doing the fucking on the island. It's classic. <laughs> <laughs> Get roasted. Get roasted. Show well, us. Boom, roasted. Did you have a number got one it. nomination? Yeah, it was uh, Mission Mine was Impossible. Mission Impossible. Oh, okay. So we got a four a four way split. So one actually no, you voted you said you would vote for Godzilla, so I guess that's number one. Yeah. Why don't you make a Shay vote for the final number one? Shay. She's the tiebreaker. You need to break a tie for us. She's gonna vote Iron Clock because it's Tom. Yeah. She probably saw it. Lame. So Godzilla's number one. The runners up are Elemental, a Pixar movie. Iron Claw and Mission Impossible X Part 1. Or whatever, whatever the new one is, yeah. Corey do doesn't think? even remember. Dead Reckoning. You've seen one of these movies. I've seen one of them. I don't which, which one have you seen? I've seen Iron Claw. Yeah, we so saw, here, saw Here's how we'll decide. Was it good? It was good. It made me cry a lot. Oh, no. Okay. It's like a very sad movie. movie. It sounds like a number one. Well, no, it's a movie. or number two. It, it sounds like a number two. Yeah, they they like they bait like you milking. hard. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Tear jerking is my favorite second kind of milk. I milking. love jerking. <laughs> uh, well, don't we all? Yep. Don't we all? We gotta milk the jerk. <laughs> we gotta edge for like three hours. <laughs> God I love damn. to edge a good cry. Holy shit, that's a long session. I told I told that's Coda. like mediocre session. Coda very public. <laughs> is it three Coda, hours before it became a meme? Coda was super public about how much he loves to edge. And I, told him to, <laughs> I told him to enjoy it more more than our more than our uh, bandmate. Oh, oh shit! I remember that conversation. That more was than wild. Your bandmate. We had a. Oof. You had a bandmate that we're dipping into some. Uh, we're getting into some stuff. We're some some old deep lore. shit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Corey loves lore. It's it's the lore you find in the books of the game, like through secret areas that you have to put together yourself. <laughs> yeah, it's like, anyway, it's like the Dark Souls. I told Coda to enjoy edging before he had a kid. Now I bet he's learned that you don't have time for that. Oh, I got time to edge. Always got time to edge. <laughs> Jesus, Christ. I'm edging right now. I'm edging right now. <laughs> All right, let's run it through number ten. I gotta drive you oh, home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> number ten. Number ten. You, no get, edging in the car. As soon as I get home, man, I'm just gonna fucking pop. Jesus Christ! <laughs> oh, number ten. Number <laughs> ten, Tom. What do we got? Uh, or we no, had, I'm sorry. No, it, was it, was, you. it was me. Number ten. No, it, was Mar- you? it was Mario Bros. Mario Brothers. Nine. What do you want? What, what was your number nine? Uh, I think saw, it was. Was it Saw X or Saw Saw Ten? All right, number eight was Fast X. American Symphony. Number seven. Number six was Mr. Organ. And then it was John Wick, right? No, that was mine. Yeah, but John Wick. What's, what's number five? Fuck, let me look. He's got it. Drunk. Uh, Guardians 3. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. Uh, number four, John Wick 4. God, number three number was uh, Leave the World Behind. And Sorry, number two was Iron Claw. Yeah. And number one was Godzilla. Yes. Godzilla minus one. Two. Iron Claw got number Godzilla one. Godzilla right? zero? No, Godzilla minus one got number one. Godzilla Ooh. minus one. Iron Claw got number two. Okay, movies. Can we talk shit super quick about yeah, some please. movies? I know exactly what you want to get into. I got two. Okay, go for it. One was the one is Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. 
I watched that. Oh, I yeah. watched that on a that's plane. Not, yeah, that's days. not this year though. No, it's not this year. But I want to talk about it because it's a movie. Are you gonna shit on this movie? <sighs> I think you I kind of. I think I kind of am. No, you fuck. I watched it when it it's came out. Good, I think no. it was on my. It's good. It's I think it was. Good. It is good. The flamethrower. You can. I think it was on my megasode list. Yeah. When it came out, and then I watched it again two days ago. I watched it on a plane. <laughs> Yeah. Well, a plane's not exactly the I watched ideal it, that's movie. That's true. I watched it on a plane. I feel like it's long. It's it was too like long. tedious. It I is. Think a I feel tedious. like I was like working through it to get because like normally that's like a, a Tarantino movie, you're watching it and like there aren't there's slow parts where like a Tarant like a Tarantino scene is like 29 minutes long. Yeah. But it's like good content because like the dialogue is so good and you just like can't not watch because the dialogue is so good. Yeah. But I felt like I was just sitting through There's so, so much of it to get to other parts. When the stuntman fights Bruce Lee. That's true. The, That's good. The fucking, uh, the, the guy talk, showing his uh, World War II movies. True. That I was feel like good. I will, the end of Once Upon a Time in Hollywood is. <laughs> it's like, that's like. It's one of the best on-screen depictions of violence I've ever seen. It's excellent. It's so good. The dog biting that guy's dick and then... The bashing that woman's head on 97 different things in the and house. And then how they hold the on the guy flamethrowing the lady in the pool. That's, that's a great... That's that's such a great Chekhov's gun. Yeah. yeah. The flamethrower is such a fantastic... Like Because you're like, oh, he got to use a flamethrower and he really liked it. He trained and then, for it for a long time. In the whole scene with Brad Pitt um, at the ranch, at the weird creepy ranch... Yeah. He's there for like half an hour. Mm-hmm. And there's like a 10 minute. You remember like the 10 minute conversation? Him standing in the threshold of the door talking to that woman at the house when he wants to go meet the, the guy. Yeah. Like that is like so long. That's good dialogue. Okay. Yeah. So much. And like the scene um, with Leonardo DiCaprio talking to, to the little girl when he's on the set talking to the other girl. Yeah. Who's like, reading the book. Yeah yeah, yeah. 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 Excellent. Okay. But so much of that movie is just like waiting for like a good part to happen. I hate to I say this, like. but I think if you go back and listen to me discussing it in the Megasode, yeah. I said I loved it. It deserved to be on the list, but I didn't think it would do well with rewatches. I think I said Did that. Did you actually I think say I that? I said that okay. the length and, and Rewind the tape, it, everybody. If we had a real editor. <laughs> if you didn't... Hey! <laughs> if you didn't that, know... No, that's fair. They'd insert it there. If you that's didn't fair. know it was... Shit. If you didn't know it was a Quentin Tarantino movie, would you have been as patient watching no, it? No, not at all. And I, that's such a good point. That you, is true. You trust it because it's Quentin Tarantino. Yeah. You know there's going to be a payoff that you'll enjoy. Yeah. yeah. Okay, I'm talking... Sh- I have big shit to talk about another movie. This is my nuclear take, okay? Uh-oh. I have big shit. Well, let's do this right then. Brace for impact. Brace for impact. Two. I need a siren too. Can you do a siren? I have a... I have Three, a... Two. One. Ignition. I have big shit to talk about a beloved director, okay? Uh-oh. I watched The Boy and the Heron. I don't oh, know. I don't know what the I fuck saw that is. It in theaters. It's the new it's the newest Miyazaki movie. Oh, okay. Uh, floating castle, right? Yeah. Howl's flying castle. Yeah. And uh, no idea what Ponyo and Spirited Away. Yeah. And yep. Ways All that shit. Yep. Beloved. It was not good. It's getting celebrated. I haven't seen it, so I have no. I didn't I like the. I mean, I I think it goes without saying. The animation was unbelievable. It was like truly like god tier. It was the animation was insanely, unbelievably, sicking, sickeningly good. Okay. Yeah. The movie was fucking bad. 
<laughs> Damn. It was weird. It was avant-garde. Sometimes I feel like maybe I'm too dumb to like understand what's going on. And like there's like some cool shit happening and it's just like above well, my head. Well, there's lots of like, especially like Japanese cultural references yeah. that's like, I don't fucking... I feel like either that movie got lost in translation or it just straight up was not good. I didn't like it. I thought it was fucking weird. There's so much shit in the movie that happens that's like, why did that even happen? <laughs> and that didn't even have like a reason contextually that for, sounds like his for it to happen. I just didn't like it. That's my that's my nuclear take. The I new, have a nuclear take. Equally. The new Miyazaki movie was not good. I have an equally nuclear take. I thought it was one you were going to make. Yeah, hit me. It's time for Martin Scorsese to retire. <laughs> I didn't watch that movie. That dude. It's, I didn't see it. I haven't seen it's it It's not bad. Yeah. Uh, but it, it's, and I'm not going to trash it. I'm going to say that. Is it fucking long? Yes. Was like three hours probably. Yes. Yeah. It is long. And I'm not even going to say that there's not a good story to tell in it. But like The Irishman, where you were starting to see some of these things. Uh, like the Irishman was basically just like him in his retirement home. Making yeah, with all, <laughs> with all his buddies. Which only, it only got away with it because that was the point, right? Yeah, yeah, end, yeah. It was like yeah, about yeah. the terrible loss at the end of I life. I think that should have left. been his final mm-hmm. movie. Um, he got the gang back together. Here's what I'll say. The trailer for Flowers Under a Killer Moon was way better than the movie. <laughs> like It told the story better. And the brevity helps it. And I'm not going to knock the art or anything that he's doing because he's one of the, the greats for a long time. And... and deservedly so um but i will say that these guys that get so big that nobody shuts down an idea yeah. or edits yeah. them stephen king has this like all of the best people have this problem it really starts to hurt them george r. r martin you know all these people like yeah there's like a room with like 10 big swinging dicks in it yep. and all of them are just gassing them up yep yep um i thought that was the take you were gonna make and at least in this discussion I had recently, there's this really annoying thing that's happening as like the Marvel movies came in and changed the way we talk about art and film and all this stuff. There's like this, uh, constantly it seems like you have to choose one of two sides. Like we've divided all of entertainment into two sides. And, and, and for lack of a better word, it's pop radio or really <laughs> underground jazz. Yeah, 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 yeah. And like you're, and if you criticize underground jazz, you're not smart enough to get it. <laughs> Yeah. It's just not part of the intellectual discourse, and you're discredited because you, you can't yeah. really talk about because you don't get it because you're not smart enough to access. Yeah, it. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, and the only other side to fall into is the Marvel Cinematic Movie Universe. I think which you're right. Is really dumb. Yeah. And this happens with movies and music everywhere. It's like you better choose a side, and and of course you want to have the intellectual discussion because you don't want to go in there and be like, I like She-Hulk because she's big and green. <laughs> <laughs> But you're not allowed to say things like Martin Scorsese could use an editor, or you get just. F- f- I think you're roasted. right. Yeah, and it's like you just don't get it. You go back to Marvel, and it's like I miss when there was a whole spectrum of. Things. Yeah, where you have like there's like mainstream, yeah. and then there's like mainstream avant garde, mm-hmm. and there's no. Yeah, I think you're right. I think and you're like, right. I I, I want to bring back the intellectual discussion of these things because there's something like Guardians of the Galaxy three. Like it's a Marvel movie, right? easy to just sweep under that rug and be like, it was terrible. But I do think that the way music was moved used in that movie, mm-hmm. the, I mean, and, and James Gunn is fantastic at this. The way music was moved in that movie to tell some of the emotional beats is absolutely fantastic and should be studied. It's really, it's true art. Um, that being said, that doesn't mean I'm going to defend She-Hulk. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? Your favorite show? And uh, Flowers Under a Killer Moon, which might not even be the right Killers show. of the Flower Killers Moon. Of, I'm sorry. I knew that I was probably messing <laughs> that up. Um the Native American uh, tra- like uh, murders and, and the way 
we moved in and took a bunch of stuff that wasn't ours. Mm -hmm. It's a good story. And it's very interesting. It's like a murder mystery where the murderer comes forward in the first scene is like, by the way, I'm the killer. So now the excitement is how do I get away with it or whatever. Mm -hmm. Right. Or are we just broadcasting tragedies so that we can reflect on them? You know, it's Mm -hmm. kind of that, but it needed to be about half the length that it was (laughs) to tell the story. And I'm just trying to bring us back to a point where you don't have to choose a side. Because guess what? I'm not smart enough for underground jazz. I'm happy to say that. <laughs> that doesn't mean that I only want Lady Gaga. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. I'll watch it. I'll watch it. I'll watch it too. Sturgill Simpson's in it. Jason Isbell's in it. It's a fantastic cast. Oh my gosh, is it a good cast? And they act well. There's good scenes. Jesse Plemons. Yeah. He's all like, okay, Mr. White. Time to shoot this kid on a dirt bike. Yeah. <laughs> that dude, how has he made such a career? He's a one he, note. He's such a wild card. <laughs> yeah. Like the fact that he's in so many great movies. Yeah. Okay, then. Yep. <laughs> he's such a question mark, man. I don't know how he keeps getting roles. It's, it's not that he does a bad job. It's just he looks just like Matt Damon. Yeah, like a fat So that Matt should Damon. discredit him already. Yeah. But he still keeps finding his way into all the... He must have just the best agent. Or he's just like the nicest guy of That's all time, or like he's just so easy to work. He with. might just be, yeah, he might just be good to work he's with. A true yeah. professional. He was in that f- season of Fargo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he was, was great in that it. season. He was really he's good. good in everything he's yeah. in. Yeah, yeah. He just except for the the fucking purse gun firing and Breaking Bad, where it's like pew pew. pew, 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 pew. <laughs> it is one of my favorite things though when he came back for uh, El Camino and he gained like a hundred pounds, which I'm not fat shaming him, but just the fact that they tried to play it off like he was exactly the same. It's like I'm the same guy. <laughs> he was ninety pounds in Breaking Bad. He's like my size. That's the difference okay, between Jesse, time to clean the apartment. That's the difference between like a movie movie and like a Netflix yeah, movie. Yeah. Is like you don't lose the weight for a Netflix yeah. movie. Just like, just like <laughs> they pay the same no matter what. Just like yeah, they yeah, actually yeah, shave yeah. his head bald for it. He put on a ball. Yeah, he's like, like the most obvious he's like, cast. listen, I was in two seasons of the show. Cast me or don't. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm not gonna lose a hundred. I don't pounds. need to be here. <laughs> All right. Well, hey. <laughs> that was movies, everybody. Yeah. We got video games and disappointments. That's what we got left. Yep. Video we're, games is probably going to be one that we actually engage in. A oh, yeah. Bit. We're coming back There's, hot. I okay. mean, this year especially. But It's only 930. We're doing really good now. We are yeah. actually doing we're really good. We're cruising now. We're yeah. at cruising altitude, like yeah. we said earlier. Yep. Cruising altitude. <laughs> <laughs> Immediately goes to sleep. Hell All right. Yeah. Well, we'll His be back was, in a minute. He stopped partying. You need to start partying again. That's how you get your second win, He's buddy. He's partying. He's got a crash yeah, he's, drinking, he's drinking Crash Bandicoot. <laughs> he's drinking the he's drinking a gamer the fuel. Wampa Fruit. What is it called? Is it called Wampa, Wampa Fruit? Fruit. Yeah, it's delicious. Oh, but he got you've got shoot, got you got three unopened drinks right next to you. Oh no! <laughs> you got to finish those before you leave. It's the rules. Oh, I'll finish them. What? All right, All right. we'll be back. Bye. Do you, do you think that like every generation has like a different struggle with the same substances? Oh yeah. <laughs> Where it's like 
you're like obviously every generation has its alcoholics has its drug addicts has its what has its gambling at like has its whatever but i feel like every like 20 years or whatever like those like the the same struggles get like interpreted differently but i feel like the the like the zoomer and millennial struggle with like booze and nicotine and all that shit is like different than like the boomer one well it was it's different because you used to just drink in public and like the public perception of these things used to be super like you know you'd have 16 year olds out at the soda shop drunk you know? yeah 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 and, yeah and and like, or like you're like a boomer you get off work and you go to the same bar every yeah, day yeah i was gonna say like the bar yeah. mentality it's like i would never be caught dead in a bar i have no i don't understand that at all yeah, i don't same. have friends who go to bars it's like i don't want to go to yeah a i don't get bar. it period i don't yeah i don't get it at i all. can pay literally 20 percent the cost i could buy a bottle of liquor i could yeah. buy a bottle of liquor for the price of like one and a half cocktails at a bar in Minneapolis. Right, yeah. They're insane. That's, yeah, Minneapolis yeah. is fucking But, you know, crazy. there there was this social element to it. And, like, I don't know if social media ruined this or what, but you think about it, these were the only times they were seeing other people yeah. and other interacting ways, with them. I mean, if you're a boomer, yeah, like, you go to high school, you have your high school friends. You, maybe you went to college or trade school or whatever. You have like, those kind of friends. And then you go to work and you know those people. And that's, like, all the people in the whole world that you know. Well, yeah, just imagine, because, like, I'm really picturing this now. Because we can't, we don't know what this is like. But imagine like you go to work, like our age that we are right now. Imagine mm-hmm. you go to your job, you come home, and it's just quiet. And there's no <laughs> way to know what anybody else is doing. We don't know what that's like. And all you can do is turn on TV and like, watch even seven, texting. six channels. Like we have Discord. If we get really, really lonely and bored, <laughs> yeah, we can put a meme in Discord. Yeah. What's up, guys? <laughs> and, like They didn't even have that. They had yeah. like the 9 o'clock news. The 9 o'clock and then news. The silence of night. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Time to go it's to bed. Like, it's gonna be a load of his thoughts on the way home tonight. <laughs> I like how you're not even pretending. You know, I'm going to sleep. Pass the fuck out. It's gonna be all by himself with all of his thoughts. He'll be by himself listening to whatever music we recommended earlier that right. he thinks might be interesting. He's gonna be listening to Solstice or whatever the fuck it is. <laughs> hey. <laughs> Video games. Video, video games. games. This was a actually kind of a massive year for video games. Massive. Massive. Huge. I think I kind Huge. of repeat this every year, but the trend continues. For every 10 games I play, there's maybe one I really hook into. Yeah, I feel That's like... Fair. I think you were in the bathroom. We were talking about this. Me and Sam. Dakota was pla- passed out. Or Jack, excuse me, was passed out. Doesn't matter. <gasps> um, you were in the bathroom. I feel like I played so many new games this year... And I had I played more new games this year than almost any other year, and yep. I had such a hard time putting a top four list together. Yeah, I played so many new games okay. that were just like, okay, it's fine. It's disappointing yeah. when like you have a list of new games that can't beat games that you've had in the previous years. Yeah, like I have my list is mostly just games that I've had over the past years that are still <clears throat> number one, number two, number three. Yeah. Because of, like, they just keep hanging on. I feel like there's a thing that happened where I, I feel like I'm old enough now that I have. <clears throat> so it used to be like five years ago or whatever. We do a Megasode. I feel like all of the, like, my Mount Rushmore of games are, like, all when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. And so, like, yeah. I have the, pl- the, the plausible deniability of, like, well, I probably only thought that those were, like, S tier because I was 14 or whatever. Mm-hmm. But now I'm old enough that I have S-tier games that I remember playing that were only like several years ago. Mm-hmm. 
I was like 25. Yeah. You know, I wasn't yeah. like 14. It's like a huge difference, right? Um, and so like it used to be like, oh, maybe, you know, maybe games aren't actually getting worse. I probably just have like mega rose tinted glasses, whatever. But now I'm kind of, I kind of feel like games are just getting worse. Oh, they're bad. They're becoming more hom- homogenous. <laughs> they're becoming much yeah. more. The ex- like my problem is that they're becoming the same experience over and over again. Yeah. With like yeah. a slightly different color of paint. That's like the the <clears throat> like we were alluded to earlier the Sony problem. Yes, yes, the first the first party Sony <laughs> game problem, where it can be as different as you know a Nordic third God person of War dad and, with kid yeah. issues ensue, depressing, and it sells Boy. really well. <laughs> Ellie, and uh, suck my this. suck my dick, Ellie. No, <laughs> I remember that one. I've seen I've seen that on the internet. <laughs> oh. Good. <laughs> I'm happy for you. Oh, <laughs> so let me that, show you. With that no. note, Jack, number ten video game of the year. Holy shit! Let's I gotta it. get my fucking list out. I wasn't prepared. I got mine on paper. Good I, old fashioned. I didn't realize. That tree I was skin. Be number 10. Uh, what do we got for games here? Saw ten. <laughs> That's not a game. Oh, okay, this is a good one. <laughs> I'm more a man. Lies of P. Ooh, oh right. shit! Anybody it else it looked it, it looked really P. good. I didn't play it. It's so it's like I would say it's like one of the easiest Dark Souls games that you can get into if you know how to parry. So like if you got dropped into Sekiro and that taught you how to parry, Liza P will be fucking a breeze for you. But I've also gotten to the point where I've uninstalled Liza P because of this fucking clown. That keeps killing me over and over again. And he's like... He becomes a regular enemy. So if you think of all the most difficult enemies in a Dark Souls game... Yeah. They become the um, just regular enemies as you progress through the game. And it's like these mini-bosses are just regular enemies. And it's fucking ridiculous. But Lights P was a lot of fun for a while it lasted. Um... I put like fourteen hours into it. Okay, and, but it felt like it looked. It looks fun. That's legit. And Sam's like, "Well, that's not a good sign." Where it feels like a hundred fucking hours. It's only been fourteen. <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, I fucking know," but it was a good game while it lasted. It is fantastically made. I love the world. I love the combat. Here's my problem: is that Sekiro ruined me. Where if there's a single player Souls like that, I know I'm just gonna have to grind through. I can't. I can't commit that because it's so much effort. Sekiro was like my Mount Rushmore. That game was hard as shit. That game was so hard, and I put so much time to get through it. Sekiro was insane. That Lies of P, like I started it, and I was like, oh, this is fun. Uh, I don't want to do this for 60 hours. (laughs) (laughs) I don't want to do this alone. If it's multiplayer, it's the most fun you can have. Because I'm telling you, it doesn't get any better than getting your homie with you in a a Souls-like world. And hunting down a boss, and you you know takes ten tries, and you beat it, and you get to celebrate that and have right. that endorphin high together <laughs> alone. Or for the cause. Speaking My of- favorite was Demon Souls, where I'd get all the boys together, and then I suck so bad that I just die to <laughs> like a random mob, and then everybody gets booted out, and then you have to go farm the fucking yeah. pebbles or whatever the shit. You <laughs> the they need to get rid of that. They need to get rid of needing an item to summon. I'm surprised yeah. that that <laughs> came that that came through with the remake. That something like that like survived a remaster. Let's play through Demon's Souls again. 
Oh, I would do it. I, I, would, do I would. No, do I'm it. telling you, what I want to do is Dark Souls. I want to do Dark Souls Remastered. Dark Souls We've never played all the way through. That's true. That's what I want to do. All right, we'll do you it. You want to go to the cathedral, fight that gargoyle, and yeah. get the axe. The gargoyles. And you hit him with the sword. Because <laughs> we never played that one all the way then through. Then his together. tail right, come let's, off. Let's, let's make it happen. I'm going to hold you to that when you're. Okay. Will you sober? remember in the morning when you will you love me when you're sober? <laughs> no. Will you not beat me? You're so sweet to me when you're drunk. <laughs> I wish you were drunk all the time. <laughs> no, we'll do it. We can like, start uh, Dark Souls one. I, I can almost promise you tomorrow. I'll be like, hey, you ready to play Dark Dark Souls? No. <laughs> no I'll do it. Don't think I won't. All right. All right. All right. Anyway, so that's my number ten is Liza P. That was a really okay. good game. number As nine. Penis. I'm my number nine. Right? I'm going with only you've played this. Uh-oh. The new Forza Motorsport. All right, Forza. fair enough. Yeah, I like that game a lot. I think the Jesus. I think the <laughs> the the Forza Motorsport like kind of suffered a lot uh, the last few releases um, compared yeah. up against the Horizon games. Well, even like, f- like the pinnacle for the series seems like it was Forza Motorsport 4 for yeah. Xbox 360. Yeah, that game Forza 4 and the 360 was probably goaded. And they've kind of been they've kind of been running up against that every game since then. Um, I think the new one's fun. It's I got a lot of hate long online. Long way down. <laughs> I think uh, dear, dear listeners, Coda has been drinking this whole time. I don't even know I don't even second. know what number he's, he's on. He's still drinking. I, I lost track. Who's counting? <laughs> He's got the squinty eyes. He said pinnacle, and I was like, oh, for the pinnacle. <laughs> to the pit. To the pit. Who wants to go to a ghost concert? I'm Hell yeah. I'm I'll ready. go to a ghost show. I'm ready for them to come back to the cities. Let's Those fuckers go. dodged us the last time. They didn't want true, fans, true fans went to Milwaukee. No. Oh! Right. Why would you well, go to Milwaukee over Minneapolis? Hey. They didn't come to Minneapolis. I know that's what I'm saying. Why would I you? I think Minneapolis. I think Minneapolis has. T- I, this is pure guess. Yeah. I think Minneapolis changed their tax codes for artists, and they don't make the money that they should be making here. I buy that. Okay. Because all artists were like avoiding Minneapolis, and yeah, I can only okay. guess that there was like some sort of post-COVID entertainment tax. Okay. Finish your thought. Forza. Anyway, um, sorry. Forza, I'm biasing it a little bit. It is a good game. I think it got a lot of hate online. It did. Um, yes, I it thought did. it was undeserved. Most of it is. Yeah, Most of sure. it is. I mean, it could have been better in some ways. Well, it's ways, like people playing like, on like potato PCs. That yeah. Are like, Why did this run good? I'm yeah. playing it on my 1998 Inspiron desktop. That's another uh, thing that happens as I get older. I find myself on the outside of a lot of gaming rage mobs. Yeah. Where like seven years ago, I would have been in the mob. Yeah. And now I'm like, it's fine. Yeah, <laughs> whatever. Uh, so it's good. I'm I'm biasing it a little bit. Um, it maybe isn't top ten worthy, but I'm biasing it a little bit because it kind of got me back into racing, kind of simmy games. Um, I'm playing like i racing and like sweating a lot. We gotta play some Gran Turismo soon here. Hell yeah, I do. I'm super down. Hell yeah. Oh, uh, that's a great game. Um, so yeah, Forza new Forza Motorsport. What is it like eight Forza Motorsport eight? They didn't number it, but. It's either yeah, seven or eight. It's yeah, one of those two. Um. So yeah, that's my number nine. All right. Number eight. This is a bit of a cheat. Okay. Okay. Um. I I am a huge <laughs> what fan. What if he What if he said Baldur's Gate? Motherfucker. No. This is this is a. I'm a huge fan of JRPGs. Everybody knows this. Yeah. <gasps> There's one that I'd never played. Oh. <gasps> it's called Final Fantasy VI. Yep. And it's one of, it's one of the pinnacles. It's like one of the mainstays of the series. Everybody talks about it. Yep. Mm-hmm. The uh <laughs> the uh <laughs> Did I say pinnacle too? 
I feel like if a music star player every time you said a word, you would become so self-conscious. Um, there was the Pixel Remasters came to consoles at this year, and I was finally I sat down and I played six. I have to tell you, it's known as one of the best games ever made, and you don't think you. Know, it's just like when you watch a black and white movie. There's that part in your head that's like, this couldn't be good. Yeah. Um, it's probably as close as I've ever gotten. I hate I Disney adults. Time over there. <laughs> it's probably as close as I've gotten to that. It was so charming and fun. It's the plot that you like would want games to have. It was quirky. It was goofy. The battle system was great. Uh, the fact that I, as a full-grown adult, can go back and play Final Fantasy VI and genuinely think it's the best Final Fantasy, unironically, having played the newer ones. Um, it was just probably the best single-player experience I had all year. That's definitely I, on my to-play-soon list. I would probably rank it higher, except I felt lame. One, it's such a well-known game, and two, it's an old game. Yeah. Um but man, it was so good. It beat out Octopath Traveler 2, which actually came out this year and was a turn-based JRPG. I'm surprised that yeah. wasn't uh, your pick. Nope, because Final Fantasy VI was better. Go play it if you haven't. And, and if I you're haven't. put off by like Super Nintendo things, but you like turn-based games, honestly, after you get past the initial, like some of the um, just Old general school jank yeah, quirkiness. You know? I have a JRPG like brain block. I just can't do it. I finally I don't broke that. You. We'll get to it later. But, okay. Um. It's really good. And Kefka's a great, fantastic villain. Everything about it's really good. And my pitch to it is it's, it's a JRPG where the bad guy wins halfway through and becomes <clears throat> God. And the second half is like a revenge story. <laughs> Damn. And that's so right. cool. I'm down. <laughs> oh, shit. What was that? Nine? That was eight. Eight. Oh, shit. All right. Seven. I'm going to say Company Heroes 3. Oh, sh- I didn't play it. Shit. I didn't play it either. I it's love good. these games. Um... There is some weird, like, what is it, ludonarrative dissonance? Yeah. Where when you're playing, like, a skirmish match or online or something, and you're playing as the Americans, the narrator is so chipper and jolly. Yeah. He'll just be like, your entire squad's been eliminated. (laughs) It's just like, six men are dead, and you're, like, so happy about this. Six letters home to parents who no longer have children. Guess we got to fold six flags. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> they're too old to procreate again yeah it's it looks like up. that family line is ending <laughs> Dude, no but it's a... it's a really solid uh company of heroes game um super fun to play the campaign that they have they have like a paint the map kind of campaign where you go like region to region and capture cities and stuff and you there's little skirmishes that happen in there and that was really fun um yeah just it's more kind of of the same i think I think Company Heroes 1 is kind of goaded. Like, yeah. there's not really anything. 2 was really good, but it was not the same as 1, in my opinion, as far as, like, presentation and uh, even graphics. It's like, it was, hey, you guys. Sorry, my cats are fighting. Daisy, <laughs> go get them. Go get them, girl. No, Daisy, you stay here. She's chilling. All right, fair enough. Uh, yeah, worth a check. Good RTS. Few and far between these days. Nobody yeah, wants to play RTS true. games that, anymore. That is actually true, I wish yeah. the RTS genre hadn't died because it's fantastic. Yeah. I'm like, there was a couple, of, there's glimmers. There's like the Red Alert remaster, which was really good. Uh, I have that. And, uh, and there's, every once in a while you'll be like, hey, we're still here kind of thing. Age of Empires 2, yeah. the definitive edition yeah. that Microsoft put out, has like enormous legs. It's still super popular. So I'm glad about that. Please but, remaster Red Alert 2. Yes. Please, God. Please remaster, remaster Red Alert 2. I would, I would. You don't know how many people I'd kill. 
I, I would kill so many people to get a re- Red Alert 2 <laughs> remaster. That game is so fucking good. It's so good. That's probably... that. Mm, it's hard between Age of Empires 2 and that, but I think that might be my favorite RTS oh, of Red the Alert time. 2 is my favorite. It's not even... I don't have to think about the it. The story's so hilariously cheesy yeah. and awesome. And I, it's one of my favorite clips ever. <laughs> the the opening <laughs> intro with the president. It's like... Well, oh, you're throwing everything you have? Like, the fact that I could quote it to you. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's, who it's is the actor? I'm not your dog who, who, president. <laughs> yeah, who is the, who's the actor? The space! That's my that, favorite Oh, one. that's from Red Alert 3. What actor is that? No, that's Tim Red Alert Curry. 2. Yeah, it's uh, Yuri's <laughs> that's Revenge. It. No, it's it's, it's three. It's three for sure. I is guarantee it? it. Yeah, it's okay, uh, I'll believe because you. uh Tim Cur- Tim Curry, the That's guy, the regular you know, one. He's th- he was in like Beetlejuice and a bunch yeah, of yeah, 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 yeah. But he was the Russian premiere in that game. I'll go to the one place capitalism <laughs> has the other infected space. space. <laughs> Dude, the line, the line yeah. read, the way he says space is so unbelievably fucking funny. <laughs> yeah, he's like, he can't even, he can barely get it he out. He can't even read it. <laughs> yeah. It's so funny. It was probably their hundredth take. Yeah. And they just had to go with it. On, like the, on the cheapest soundstage the company could afford. Yeah. One of my favorite things. Oh my that God. I miss that, dude. Command and Conquer oh. videos between oh, missions. Yeah. Are, you want to talk about goaded. Yeah, especially the Red Alert series because they like leaned into how cheesy they oh, were. Yeah, they knew it like, was Like the, yeah. the regular Command and Conquer series, they like tried to play it somewhat serious. They were always kind of cheesy, but they never really fully committed. Mm-hmm. Red Alert, they're like, fuck it. Yep. Albert Einstein goes back in time and kills <laughs> yeah. Hitler and then it fucks everything up. Yep. And then oh, they God. have all these hilariously cheesy cutscenes. Staying home sick from school and, and playing Red Alert 2 has got to be like the best 8th grade memories. Ever. Like <laughs> that mission, the mission in Red Alert 2 where you go back in time to like Hollywood yeah. and then you have like Rambo and yeah. stuff and they're like, I'm going to fucking shoot some guys. <laughs> it's awesome. When are they going to remake Toy Soldiers? Oh, Toy Soldiers. Ah. I'm surprised that franchise didn't have like You're killing me, Sarge. Flamethrowing plastic soldiers was like one of the it was so fun. Uh there's a new one in the works. Is the okay. It's another like follow-up to because Soy Soldier One was like the World War One one where yep. like Zeppelins and shit. And then the second one was the nineteen eighties like G.I. Joe kind of aesthetic. Yep. They're doing a World War Two one. It's been in development forever. I don't even know if it's coming out. Okay. I'm kind of upset because I fucking love those, those games, games so much. Those games are so fun. But um, I'm really, really hoping that does come out because it was so much fun. Except for the last game kind of sucked. Major ass. Um, but yeah, Company Heroes 3. If you like 1 and 2, there's not really a reason not to play it. It's more of the same. It's very good. Um, lots of fun. Cool. A good RTS game does the heart good, I think. I think 6 Dakota. Number six, Diablo 4. Mm, okay. Diablo 4 was a ton of fun. I put in, I think in the first month, 130 hours. Holy shit. Damn. That must yeah. be a dang good game. I Every free hour that I had, I was playing Diablo 4. Hank. What? All right, my cat's being a fucking bitch. Um, I liked that game. I loved Diablo 4 while I was playing it. Yeah. And then at some point that I can't exactly pinpoint, I stopped playing and I just never thought about it again. Right. Yep. I don't know well, why. Well, that's how it is with me because I, like, I have a level 67 druid and then like a level <clears> 60 <throat> whatever uh, sorcerer. And I just stopped playing because I was just like, I have other things I need to do. Yeah. Yep. And there's been multiple seasons that have come out since. 
And, like, I could jump back in and do those seasons, but it's just like, I've already put in 120 fucking hours to this game. And it's just going to be more of the same, right? Yep. Yeah. I liked it through the main campaign. Loved it through the main campaign. Thought it was a lot of fun. I will say, though, that the most fun I had with Diablo 4 was the beta. Yeah. I had more fun with the beta than I had with any of the main True. game. When we played, we played that one weekend, that was a blast. Right. And I don't think the main game, whatever they changed, I don't think it ever hit that peak again. No. And, um, but I still enjoyed it. I really did through the main campaign. I had zero. Once it just becomes like grinding to a hundred. Right. And it's just going through. I still haven't hit a hundred. Yeah. I, I think I did two levels of that and I was like, no. They have some metal moments in that game. That's, oh, dude, oh, yeah. that, some 100%. of those FMVs of Heaven Fighting Hell—they're yeah. crazy. Metal as hell. Yeah. Oh my god! Like, like that, I would say that's the best cinematic of the year. I would agree with that. There were a few times during that game I was like, "This is like this is baller this is AF. Like, this is great." They can really where's, uh, where's dip the into that if they need like, to. Like praising oh, Heaven yeah, yeah. as she falls and all the spears like shoot forward and start spearing demons. Yep. Yeah, no, I would say that's the best cinematic of the year. Yeah, I would agree with that. I, that's the, just good. When you first get to hell and they fight, that's the. Yeah. I think that's the same one you're talking about. Yep. That was so unexpectedly just so dope. Yep. Yeah. No, the game was really fun. Yeah, I played a good long while before I just kind of something else came out. I think probably Baldur's Gate, mm. which might come I've been back. I'm thinking about getting. Um, mm. What's it called? The Backbone. For your phone? Oh, yeah, the sliding out thing. The you sliding put... out thing they put your phone in where yeah. you can play, like, remote PS5. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think I was going to start playing Diablo 4 from that again. That'd be a way to do it. Like, Because it's I don't just know. like uh, chilling, playing this one game, not devoting a whole lot of time to it. Not taking up the TV right. in case anyone wants to watch something. But, like... The big game that's coming out that I'm looking forward to is Persona Reloaded. Yep. Oh, the third one? Yeah. Yep. I'm not, that comes Reloaded. out this Friday. I'm very Does it excited. Really? Yeah. Oh, For shit. For a second. I got to start grinding through some of my back catalog and things I said the I was going to play. The great thing yeah. about Persona Reloaded is that it's Game Pass. So you don't have to spend money on it if you already have Game Pass. What if you already spent money on it on Steam? Get a refund and then get Game Pass. But what if you don't like Game Pass? Oh, wow, I played <laughs> Persona luck. 3 on PS2 and it was my favorite of the Personas and that was back then mm-hmm. um, it's darker and more metal and just better than Persona got pretty family friendly there with 5 and stuff like that not that mm-hmm. there's anything wrong with that I finally finished 5 this year did you? And, uh, after like what 150 hours yeah, yeah. Well, this, this, this might come up if we talk about another game but I've had a huge boon this year in the fact that I've had to switch back to Night Shifts yeah. And the cool thing about night shifts, if you're like me and you overthink constantly when you're playing video games and you're like, oh, I should be doing something. Like, there's got to be something I can hammer <laughs> like, yeah. and fix. Like, yeah, I can build that, something, right? Yeah, there's got to be something I can use my hands productively to do. The cool thing about night shifts is that at least one night before, usually I try to do two, you get to stay up all night to get your brain ready for it. And that time you can't do anything. Because mm-hmm. it's like the middle of the night. Productive. You're not going to be like sawing timber. So you can't be loud or anything because your kid's sleeping, which means that it is 100% guilt-free cannot like except maybe going to the gym which i like to do anyway and that's like an hour um all you can do is play video games and i blasted through some long ass games yeah <laughs> because there's nothing else to do persona 5 was one of, that i did persona 3 is going to be great like i'm so hyped to play like that I can't one wait again to play that. persona 3 yeah that's if you're telling me that it's so much better than five i just 
Like, and I <clears> love <throat> five. I put five like is really some good. hours into five. Yeah. And wasn't able to beat it because, like Sam, I was on night shift when I was a cop. And I was just putting tons and tons of hours into it. And I loved five. Like, if he's telling me that three is like five times better than five, I can't wait to get into three. I stand by that too. I can't wait to play it again and see if it holds up. I, like I've, that, we'll get into it again, like I alluded to earlier, but. The JRPG mental block yeah. in the back of my head has been broken now, so I feel like it's not too much of an ass to try something like that. I've been putting off, like, I don't know. There's so many good games that I'm now interested in trying. You just have to... The thing about Persona that you have to get ready for is that there is the whole social management sim part. Because it's like high school kids, yes. isn't it? and like, that might lose you. All right. Because it it's there's no way to justify it because you're playing with dolls essentially. You're like, I'm gonna take you to <laughs> well, the movie theater. I played I played <laughs> I played, <laughs> I played many, darts together. <laughs> I played many hours of The Sims, which yeah. is basically cyber dollies. Yeah. So. Come on, Nico, let's go bowling. Yeah, together. you you just need to be ready for that. It's you. Spe- but the thing about it is it all plays into the gameplay loop of making you stronger in battle. So it does all add up to something. But it is like half the game. There, there's half the game where you're like. Fighting death. I gotta and, study and for my math test. Eldritch gods and all this stuff, and then there's the other half where it's just like, which girl are you gonna take to the dance? Ooh. <laughs> and if you don't have patience for that, in a Japanese point of view, you'd, you're gonna last five minutes. I guess we'll see. I don't know. I haven't tried it, but it's see, a huge barrier. It's a huge like, barrier to entry. The backbone will be a great addition to my gaming stuff. Yeah, because I could just sit on the couch and just fucking. Scroll through that stuff. Yeah. Mm. You know, like I can sit on, be in the presence of my wife, work <laughs> through this, this, the shit of taking another girl to dance while my wife is sitting next to me <laughs> and just fucking working through it. Yeah. There you go. I couldn't be more hyped for Persona 3. That's probably, I mean, and it's a great month for me because Persona 3 comes out and then at the end of the month, Final Fantasy 7. Yep. Uh, when does Metal Gear Solid Delta come on? There's no date on that yet. Oh, okay. They say this year. It would be okay. December if it's coming out this year, though. But we, just a minor aside, we do got to do the Metal Gear Solid episodes. I, fi- yeah. I, I finished one, we and then we like do. never talked about it. Yeah, I'm cl- yeah. I'm like almost done with one. <laughs> I, I've been December was fucking crazy, yeah. so I haven't had a chance to yeah, really it's not go like back you're, to you're it. You're not single, you know, running two businesses. You know, <laughs> justifiably busy. I w- we're finally now back to like normal people hours, so I'm gonna I'm gonna grind out the rest of one. And then, uh, I'll do it, but I'm not playing one again. So it will be, it'll be a memory gap. On it's it again. like, so. it's after playing two and three so many times, I fucking love two and three so much. Yeah. It's hard to go back to one, even though I think one probably has the best, most concise story. Most concise for sure. And best. Yeah. I would agree with that. Yeah. I think it is. That is kind of the pinnacle. Yeah. Like it's bump, 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 bump. I think it's one. I don't know. I flip flop. I flip. Holy shit! I flip flop because it's either three or one is the best. It just depends on what you're, how you're grading it. Yeah, I think I'll have to play three again to be. I think like the cohesive in a modern setting, three is the better game. Uh, I think story wise, perhaps one is has the edge on it because it's not unedited Kojima that's just rambling at like hours, literally hours, just nonstop. All right, anyway. Um, Diablo 4. Corey, you're up. Um, oh, God, we're still on Diablo wait, 4. Wait, hang on. 
Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. Impossible challenge. Can you can you uh, talk about the game without saying pinnacle? <laughs> I got a few backups. Mm, I think three. I'm gonna go with. I played a bunch Fall of guys. Yeah, true. <laughs> I played a bunch of City Skylines two this oh. year. Is it good? Like I it heard is the, the... actually good. It was like a Forza thing. I heard only bad things. Yeah, and then I played it because it was on Game Pass, so I just played it. It's fun. Okay. I feel like it performs a lot better. Um, I had a. There's like a problem with the first game. I played a lot of City Skylines 1. Me too. There's a problem that I had where at a certain scale, the game just stops working. Because you make too much money. Yeah, you make too much... There's never any threat of it ending suddenly. I feel you make too much money. The city gets too big. There's like a few systemic problems that are just impossible to deal with. Traffic. Uh, Traffic, uh, garbage, uh, dead bodies. Yep. Like not having enough like cemeteries, yeah, yeah, yeah. like per square stuff like that. I think that stuff is a lot scaled back, and then also performance wise, the game also chugged hard Mm. over like 30, 40, 40, 40,000 people or whatever. Where like the game just kind of stopped working in like like within its own mechanics, and then also on like a meta level with like just how the game ran, (laughs) the game just kind of stopped working. Um, I feel like they solved a lot of that stuff, and it's a lot more. It's probably I don't think it's as good as like a no life game. I don't think it's quite as in depth or rewarding if it's like I'm just gonna run my city, me, and that's all you do. You you boot it for like six hours and you play like straight. I don't think it's quite as deep as the last game, but it's a lot more fun to just pick up and play it for an hour and a half and put it down. Yeah. And I've been enjoying that a lot. And it feels a little bit more easy to grow and like a little bit more scalable without being like an actual fucking civil engineer who went to college. Yeah. Like it actually works pretty well. I like a good city builder. Yeah, uh, Frostpunk. Oh, I love a city builder. Frostpunk. Sure. What was a good so game fun. Frostpunk is. There's another one coming out. Yeah, uh, yeah. I'm pretty hyped for I that. Feel like I think that's this older, year, I think. I feel like as we get older, we like games that we can only play for an hour, hour and a half, and then put down. Mm-hmm. I yeah. think that's fair. And Sam has been telling me this for like six fucking years, <clears> as he had a ch- as he had a child. He's like, I like picking up games I can play with friends. And I like picking up games that I can play for an hour and then put down. And you can't get into games that require you to be invested for six hours at a time. Mm-hmm. And I totally get that as time goes on. So, like, if you're talking about city builders, you're like, I can pick it up for six and that, or pick it up for an hour and a half. Like, I totally get that. And I think as time goes on, you're going to see this list change in the fact that we're only picking up games for an hour, hour and a half at a time. Yeah, I think, I don't know, it, it seems like we are all grew up in the era of, like, a game being a self-contained, um, it's done, it's on a physical thing, like a disc or a yeah. cartridge, and it's like, there's nothing more to add, it doesn't demand any more time of you, you just put the thing in, you play it, and you have fun. There's and that's a- kind of gone away mostly. Yeah. So when one of those games that comes out that feels like it's one of, like, Monster Train. We're going to go back to Monster Train is like, that's like one of the perfect games because it's just like, it's fun. You can do a run and it's like maybe like 30 minutes. Infinitely replayable. And you can play it a ton. I think there's also an element of like, it used to be you had the games you had. Yep. And it was like, you get a new game, <laughs> you're playing that shit. That's a huge part of it. You were playing that new game that you spent your hard-earned money on. Or you're playing a game you already have, like yeah. you're, but you're playing a game, versus like now it's almost like Netflix. Like you can just like, 
how many times do you boot up Netflix or whatever and you just scroll for 20 yeah. minutes and you and go, like, I don't want to watch any of this And shit. you like, you kind of, you, you look at something and you kind of think mechanically through the process of watching it and you're already tired of it. And you're oh, like, yeah. Eh. That's that's one hundred percent. Game Pass, dude. You're going through the list, like, and even uh, if something looks great, and then you like remember, like like planet scanning on Mass Effect. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do yeah, I really yeah. want to sit here and planet yeah. scan for like twenty Netflix hours? Netflix has started to push out like mobile games now. Yeah. So it's like if you're looking for a mobile game, if you go to Netflix, you can download mobile games now too. Cool. That's so, so weird. What are they doing over there? <laughs> so getting si- wrestling mobile games. What's going on? So City Skylines, that's what that, number that's, is that? that's a tale as old as time too. So yeah, like how Reddit has seven. become the new yep. newspaper. Like it's true, our parents yeah. always used to read newspapers. City bills are just the new, you know, ship in a bottle or yeah, it's true. Or yeah. train set. It's oh, just yeah. you're you're meticulously building a model and yeah, it's fun and it's less punishing than the last one, which was also a good game. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's less it's probably less deep. Dude, the shit volcano. Remember that video? Yeah, I remember that. That's so great. It's probably less rewarding if you're like mega autismo. But um I think it's more approachable. It's more pick up and droppable. It's just I think it's a better game overall. Nothing wrong with the casual experience. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. Okay, so let, yeah. you started with Liza P, right? Yeah. What? Yep. At number ten. Yeah. Nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three. I haven't done gone four. No, four. So four. you're four. All right. Cool. Uh, speaking of casual experiences that are kind of simulation but not particularly taxing, I loved this game that came out called Dredge. Oh, I did, it looked so fun. Dredge I didn't was play it. Fantastic. That game it, looked so good. It's a uh, it's very Lovecraftian. It's a fishing simulator game, which is just good fun. Um, you get to upgrade your wow, boat and get to big do one. Fun. Do you remember Sega Bass yeah. Fishing? Yeah. Uh, average size. <laughs> That's my wife. <laughs> average size. Uh, too small. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking love that game so much. It's so good. This is a fishing sim. Uh, the, what makes it different is that it all adds up to this. Uh, it's got Lovecraftian lore. You are raising a dark god while you're fishing. How that happens, you have to play it to see. Mm. Um, but it's a great gameplay loop. You go out, you catch fish, you sell them, you get money, you upgrade your boat. That's just a fantastic little addictive loop. Going out and finding rarer fish, getting more money, and then every once in a while you'll you'll catch like a dark one from beyond. <laughs> and you're like, whoa, and what the fuck? it'll affect your sanity and... This is making me crazy. It was time to go sell at the fish market. Yep, literally, that's the game. And then you unlock <laughs> artifacts, and it, it becomes a whole thing. But and then each new island you go to has like a new gameplay gimmick, like a giant, um, you know, leviathan that chases you around. If you go to this area, there's always this other stuff to do. Hmm. Um, I can't recommend it enough. It's such a good game. Um, recently there was like a five, like a four dollar DLC that came out. I played that just the other day to make sure I still liked it, loved it just as much. <laughs> so. I don't have a ton to say about it, except if you want to. fun. If you want a super chill and relaxing and addictive fishing simulator, while you also happen to summon a horror beyond comprehension, check it out. You won't be disappointed. I can't believe a fishing simulator ranked higher than Diablo Four. Play Dredge, man. I think it, I would stand by it. You think it's better than Diablo Four? I do. God damn. I do. I don't know. All right, number three, Tom. The big trace. I'm gonna say, Sea of Stars. I didn't play that either. Shocking to me. Yeah. Because for years you've you've dumped on JRPGs. I wouldn't say I dumped on. I just didn't never play them. That's true. I was never like hard on them. I just didn't get the appeal. I was trying to antagonize you so we could fight again. Like I I played Pokemon, which is (laughs) like you know widely regarded. Yeah, as like the baby's first JRPG. 
And it's like, okay, I get it. It's like, you know, turn-based. It's fun. Uh, but there was, I mean, Pokemon is like, okay, put out Leaf Guy for Water Guy. You know, like, there's not a lot of thought involved. And I wouldn't say this game is super heavy thought-intensive. Um, it's generally a excellent game. Uh, it's one of the most beautiful pixel art games of all time. I would say. I do say. love pixel art. It's it's immaculate. You'll mm-hmm. that will that part will for sure not disappoint you. I can't speak to the gameplay mechanics for games you've played like JRPG games sure. like that. I can't say whether or not it's amazing or not. I find it very engaging. They keep they find ways in like different regions you're in to kind of keep it interesting with what they set up. Like there's they do kind of the Paper Mario thing where it's like. You can emphasize attacks by timing a button press. That's a great way to keep you involved. And uh, they have like you know combos you can do with different people in your um, your party, and um, you know the one thing I like is the inventory management is not like like a Diablo where you're mm-hmm. constantly evaluating items and swapping things out and all that kind of stuff. I have two questions yeah. for you. Yeah. Since you're talking about it, one. Is it like you go to every new village and there's a new better weapon and armor set that you just buy and you keep progressively building like that? I don't think I've bought any armor or weapons. Oh, you find it like out in the world or what? Usually, yeah. Okay. Two, do you grind? Can you grind and get really strong? I have not. I, I'm sure you probably can. Okay. I have not done that. I haven't hit a point where I felt like I needed to grind more to get a higher level. Oh, okay. So I think the, I it's made by a Western studio, so it's sure. not made by a Japanese studio. Sure. It's made to be a Japanese RPG, but I think there's still enough of the Western progression influence where they're like, we're not going to waste people's time with a ton of grinding. Um, so it it in that sense, I think it's probably more linear than. Well, I guess I don't really know. I'm sure there's JRPGs where they're like the grind is just that's you know a quarter of the game. It's like mm-hmm. it's a part of it. You just have to do it's this. It's built into a lot of games as part of like the. It's meditative. I kind of like it sometimes, as long as it's not overdone. Yeah. There's there's a joy to building that model of your character, you know? Yeah, Going and then, like, you hit the point, and you're like, and... finally, I leveled up to this point so I can yeah. use this thing, or, you know, like yeah. that kind of stuff. Um, yeah, so apart from being spectacularly beautiful, one of the most beautiful pixel art games I've seen, um, even compared to, like, you know, Metal Slug, the old Metal Slug games are gorgeous and yeah. all that kind of stuff. Like, it, it really holds up. Animation's excellent. I have a huge sound effects are awesome. Art. I really do. And they they definitely um, it's like a modern twist on like a SNES kind of soundtrack, which is cool. Like they have, it's not all you know chip tunes kind of thing. There's like uh, it feels more lively and embellished. Um, they it the stories. I don't I don't think the story's like anything fantastic, and it's probably based on how. <laughs> is presented to you there's a lot of like commenting on tropes in jrpgs which i don't fully oh it's like get. meta yeah, okay. there's a lot of meta humor okay. where it's like sure. oh here comes this thing that always happens in jrpgs <laughs> oh i don't know if i like that it's not constant there's just a few moments where it's like i'm sure that i'm supposed to get this but i just don't yeah so, okay um sea of stars you said you see of stars yeah okay. Um, I, uh, it's on Game Pass, so I downloaded it on my Xbox. Yeah, I would definitely recommend at least trying it and see what you it, think. The hard thing is Persona's coming out this week. Right, I, yeah. So I'm in this... 
any is game. It Persona, like any aren't, game aren't Persona right games like 500 hours to play the, one? All probably the 60, 60 to 100, depending on if they include the DLC. Well, it wasn't okay. like... Five is supposed to... Five people like say is a hot... Yeah, like they yeah. say is a minimum 100 hours. If you play hours. Royal with the DLC, which is like a whole extra semester, that's the longest game I've ever played. Damn. And I don't think I'd be in a hurry to ever play a game <laughs> that long again. Was it good at least? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how to... Because like... There's no way to know, justify... You, you're no listening way. to this at home. You can't see the look on his face. When yeah. I There's like no this. way there to justify... There was a contemplative like half laugh. Yeah. Again, the only way that I could do it was the fact that I had nothing else that I could do. Yeah, okay. I mean, you could say, like, oh, you could be writing a book or something, but let's be real. Like, you're not going to do that. Yeah, sure, sure. You're trying to chill. Yeah. At the end of the day, 120 hours into a game about the power of friendship, like, can you justify that? <laughs> like, I maxed out my relationship score with my chemistry teacher. Like, what are we? Like, so, uh... was it good? I will say this. The absolute best, like, plot points and everything happened in that extra part. So, it's cool. Yeah. There is no way I could. I'm closer to forty than I am anything else. There is no way I could pull another grown man and be like, "You got to play this game where you yeah. play as a high schooler." <laughs> You'll really like it. You know what I mean? But that being said, she's like, actually eight thousand years old. With, with, oh, no, <laughs> no, she only looks six. <laughs> no, <laughs> that's a good cut. Um. So what you say is it good? It's probably the best at what it could be. Is it at all justifiable or worth your time? No, <laughs> no. <laughs> okay, but for what it is, it's good. But for what it is, it's the best that it could possibly be. Okay, Fair. and I mean that with the best spirit. Fair. I will never play it again. All right. So number three, Sea of Stars. Yeah. Now Which we means do. it's time to nominate a number one. I wonder what I, there was no surprise here. No. So yeah. we all know what it is. We, on zero, three, two, one. Evil High five rush. Right. Gate no, three. Ballers gate three. <laughs> evil West. Yeah, evil West. <laughs> so Isn't it weird West? Baldur's Gate three was the best media Baldur's thing I did all year. It was the best game of the year. It's not it's close. not it's yeah, it's not even it's close. Not That's close. why I say media. I enjoyed it more than any T V show, yeah. any movie. I was all in on that it game. It made me it. The, the biggest compliment I can pay is it felt like old Bioware games. Yeah. In all the right ways and not the wrong ways. True. Like, it made me feel like I was playing Mass Effect again or Knights of the Old Republic or, Never I guess, Bald, the old Baldur's Gates. <laughs> yeah. All the yeah. other D&D stuff they did. Um, I did feel like was, a kid again. I felt like a kid playing a game. It was excellent. Like it was that. so good. Yeah. You were invested in all the, like, well, within reason, most of the character side stories. Mm-hmm. Some of them are a little more lamer than others. And you can tell they knew yeah, who yeah, people yeah. would be gravitating towards and decided to, like, nix things for other characters. It's yeah. a pretty horny fucking game. I love that. that. I love that about it, it's though. That was so, my... That was, I was just so about to say. I put that in the group chat, like, so long ago. I was like, this is a fucking... Hor-. Everybody you, you talk to wants to fuck you but the second pretty, you talk I to like them. I like that. I don't care. I like that. <laughs> I don't care what you think of me. I love the fact that, that you... you I don't care what your fantasy is. You can live it. You want to bang emo, an emo, a, a hot emo goth chick? You get to do that. You want to bang a muscle mommy or have a muscle mommy bang you? Oh, you yes. have that. Yeah, Garlack. You want to? You want to let you on fire too? You want to suck a sexy vampire's dick? You can do that. <laughs> like, That's fair. You could do, and I like that. Yeah. And the fact that it's okay, it's completely optional. Yeah. It gets really funny, you know. Where you start There's turning a part people when you down. meet new characters and they're all hitting on you so aggressively. And you're like, all right. <laughs> and you're just like, no, thank you. Yeah. And they look so sad afterwards. Yeah, no, they like gut they're gutted. I remember being like, hey, It's fucking like- Gale. 
I was like, yeah. yeah that motherfucker. Like? It's like, you want to go look? Like, <laughs> that fucking wizard. He's like, you want to experience some magic? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I won't he lie. lures you into the woods to show you a, ma- a magic trick. <laughs> yeah. And then you're like, hey, man, just so you know, I'm not really that into you. And then he's like, well, that's fine. Yeah. I got magic, you piece of shit. I remember literally being like, is this how I made girls in college feel <laughs> when they wouldn't go out with me and I would guilt them so bad. But Shadowheart is Bay. She, yeah. There's no topping I, that storyline and that character in that game as far as a party member. Yeah. Carlac is a close second. I, I was going to say, say Carlac was mine. I, uh, I don't regret it. Something about, I, I, her personality was just fun. Um, if I played it again though, I'd go with Shadowheart. Her, her, like, I think her arc is probably one of the more developed ones in the story. I think her, the vampire guy, and Gale all have pretty developed ones. I don't know shit about the druid guy. Don't really care. Did anybody romance him? No. No. Uh, No. Did you romance Gale? The, I didn't get past the first act of that game. It's what to, the it's totally on me. Yeah, dude, you I put like twenty it. hours into it, doing every like going around meticulously, doing every autistic. Thing I have a few things. Well, yeah, to say. One, I had to, I had to switch to a melee character to break that barrier to keep. Yeah, yeah. And two, I will say this is probably a hot take. I think you can experience the full game in the first act. I think you can get your full money's worth and more, and really see everything the game has to offer by the second act. I still stand by the fact that the third act is a mess. The third oh, yeah. act is third definitely and, and derails a lot of people. They yeah. messed up the third act. They okay. they needed to keep the pressure on for the third act big time. There's a few really cool things. They like I let love. off the gas so hard. They're marching on Baldur's Gate. And then yeah. you're like, all right, now go no, fucking I'm talk. Take, I'm going to take a month of explore Baldur's Gate act three. Yeah. And then, oh, now they're here. Conveniently, when you're done exploring now. Yeah. <laughs> Like Mass Effect Three. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. oh, now the Reapers are here. It's, it's the same shit. It's well, some. And I we talked about it. Fighting Raphael in Hell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was really cool. I loved some of the conclusions to the stories. Mm-hmm. But you, even just to get to that stuff, you really have to get over a giant dead zone, just dead air. Yep. When you first get to Act Three, and that's going to knock so many people out. Yeah, I mean. It's definitely not a 100% perfect game, but it is the best game I've played in a very long time. Probably since Disco Elysium. Yeah. God, that game was good. That game I, was so I liked good. it more than anything else I did this year as far as <clears throat> entertainment goes. I will say this so to any adults that are listening to this if you're getting to a certain age. There is absolutely no way I would have beaten Baldur's Gate 3 if it hadn't been for these night shifts and these giant I I had to like no life it for yeah. almost two weeks like That's straight. That's my, my problem At with Baldur's work. Gate. I have, I feel like I have a pretty short attention span with the games. When I mm-hmm. play a game, I want to play for like an hour, hour and a half, and then chill and watch mm-hmm. YouTube for 20, 30 minutes, and then play another game for an hour, hour and a half, whatever. And when I play Baldur's Gate, I feel like I'm committing to like four hours. Yeah, there's no way, you, there's no way around that. You are. Yeah. Yeah. You mm-hmm. are. I can't just like, oh, I'll boot up Baldur's Gate. Well, <laughs> I play yeah, that at the very least, bit. though, it doesn't feel like it's a chore. No, like, it doesn't. It doesn't. It, it's, it's really fun. No. It feels like. Not at all. For me, it was like. I start playing and it's like, oh, this is an interesting quest. Oh, here's another interesting quest that kind of spurs yeah. off it. And there's a bunch of them. And then you look at the clock yeah. and you're like, oh, shit, it's been six hours. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I will agree that the first act is the best. It's like the most contained. Yeah. There's tons of stuff to do. You it, That really feels like what it was meant to be the whole way through. The second act is also, I would argue, very good. There are There's less to do. 
and some of the mechanics of that setting are a little yeah. annoying to kind of circumvent. Um, but nothing will be funnier than being a super high charisma person and just like convincing people to do the dumbest shit. Yeah. Where it's like you're in a dungeon and there's a demon, an ancient demon, like millions of years old. And then you're like, yeah, all your friends, like for this devil's pack, you should just kill them. Yep. Because that's part of it. And he's like, okay. I know exactly what you're talking about. And then he's like, <laughs> and then you're like, you, you know, actually, you should probably kill yourself too. Yep. And then he's like, oh, okay. It's really funny. <laughs> blows his brains out. And that's how the resolution to the quest. Going back to just complaints about it. Yeah. Just because you have to put some criticism. The act three, the other, the worst cardinal sin that they do, every fight becomes against like a hundred people. Yeah. That all inflict status effects that make it so you can't act like nausea and stuff like that. Yeah. Yep. Or whatever. Sickness. I got so sick of that. Or dazed or like that. Just you know. going through the turn order and there's no way to fast forward it. Yeah. The and t- it's like yeah. 20 minute commitment. Like where you'll like, you'll see a guy and you, you're like, I'm going to fuck this guy yeah. up. And you start the fight and then you look at the um, encounter like, bar and it's like, yeah, yeah, like a hundred people and you're like, oh my God. And that starts happening every the, single fight. I feel like it yeah. takes, I mean, it is a D&D game. In all of the good and bad ways. Yep. Yep. Where like in D and D, you know, like sometimes you just get shafted in like a D and D encounter, and yep. it's just the whole encounter is just not fun. And the problem is, and it's not even your, it's not anyone's fault. It just isn't fun. Like so sometimes that just happens. And yeah. Act Three just becomes that over and <laughs> okay. over yeah. and over. There and are over. high spots. Like the resolution to some of the stories in Act Three Absolutely. is fantastic. Yeah. And. uh yeah, Shadow. I, honestly, I, there's so many good ones. Shadow Hearts conclusion is really good. Mm-hmm. Um, the Vampire Guys is really good too. That's a really good one. Yeah, yeah. those all feel like their own game. Like, yeah, like genuinely playing Baldur's Gate three. If you play everything, it feels like you played like seven games. Yeah, it's games. it's jam, absolutely jam packed. <coughs> and uh, like again, the crazy stuff that people are still even coming up yeah. with to like deal with things where like I didn't even realize this when I was playing the game, but you can carry a candle on you. And you can put it on the ground and light it, and then you can light your arrows with it. Like oh, if you wow. have a candle in your inventory, I didn't know that shit when I was playing it. That's cool. It's like it's insane how like if you can think of it, you can do it. Yeah. It's like it's un- the like the length to which like the environments. It's like you know like divinity did this too. Yeah. The the length to which like the environments and like all of your abilities and spell like whatever everything interacts with everything is like insanely detailed. Yeah. And like intricate and. And then, like, you can, uh, maybe this is a spoiler, you can kind of, you can align with a certain person who gives you, grants you certain powers, you know what I'm talking yeah. about? Mm-hmm. And then, you like, eventually you get the ability to, like, fly around, and it, like, trivializes all of the problem solving to getting around uh, physical world obstacles. You're just like, I'll just fucking fly yeah. up there. It's no problem at all. That's pretty base. Okay. Um yeah there's there's some not perfect stuff like it's the same as like a lot of these games where kind of railroads you into a certain ending yeah i don't know how because they all you know they advertise as like there's like fifteen thousand different endings that that can't be true but like what they're saying is there's like that many combinations of different cutscenes they play at the end of the game and it's like that's not they're not like unique endings. Yeah, it's just rearranging the order of certain cutscenes that are predetermined by what you do. Yeah. So it's like you don't claim stuff like that. Just be like, 
enjoy the game. Yeah. It ends eventually. Spoiler alert. I, uh, I will say this. We talked about like Divinity and some of these other CRPGs. We've talked about this before. They have a hard time getting a hook that will get you into it and suck you in. Yeah. And like Divinity notoriously like, oh, you're a magic user, but now you're on this prison island. I personally don't find that compelling at all. Yeah. I know that game's great, but whenever I got to that part, I was like, okay, but what's like, what am I, you know? This one had a fantastic hook. Yeah, the, it's, the whole it's mind kind player of a, thing, and you're yeah, infected, and you're gonna sick. turn. Yeah, it's a, and, it's like straightforward too, and it's like you know what you need to do. And I loved there were genuinely good twists. How things work and the way the plot developed, I was, it was really written with like a very intelligent narrative behind it. Yeah, and I wasn't expecting that. It's I wasn't the, expecting like the problem starts out so simple. Yeah, and it's just like get this thing out of your head. Yeah, and then it like as you play it, you're like. This is there's a lot more shit Very going on. Very naturally it progresses and like even explain the orb. Like I'm not going to say what the spoiler is, but even like why the orb works and stuff like that. Yeah. Extremely pleasant surprises. Mm. Um I assumed that it was just going to be a magical orb. Yeah. And it's it just like works. that's just the thing. It's you know what just I mean? magic. And but the, the way they start describing all these things and how important so many pieces fit together, they didn't have to put that much work into the narrative, but I respect the hell out of them for doing it. Mhm. So that's number 1. Do we have a number 2 game? Do we have Overwatch 2? That didn't come out this year, I don't think. <laughs> I have like a very long list of honorable mentions. I, I have a very long list. I guess my my number two, uh, Ready or Not, officially came out. Oh yeah! Oh shit! I didn't even put that on the list. There's a bunch of new maps and like missions and stuff. We gotta play that again. We that do have so to. Yeah, fun. we can do the school shooter one. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> do I get to be the school shooter? No, unfortunately. Uh, God no. damn it. Oh my god, could you imagine that game coming out? <laughs> I'm surprised it hasn't already, honestly. It has. Um, There's a JRPG about the Columbine shooters. Oh, what? <laughs> it's true. That's true. So I'll throw that out as my number two, ready or not. Really, really good game. Mm-hmm. I'm excited. I hope that comes to console. I do want to try yeah. I've, I vote. I, I, wanna, I second that vote, by the way. For I, want, I want to play it with Coda and overstimulate him and see what he does. Ready or not? Yeah. <laughs> is that the police one? Yeah. It's a SWAT. Yeah. Like. Listeners, if you don't know, that's a terrible joke. I'm being a total dick. <laughs> I'm ready. <laughs> Get on the ground. <laughs> Get on the ground. I'm a terrible, terrible human being. Uh, Put your hands up. Nicotine. Nope. Ignore that. <laughs> it's not real. I uh. It can't hurt you. Have coffee. Have some coffee. I don't expect any of these to win. I just want to give some shout-outs genuinely to Hi-Fi Rush, which was just a ton of fun. It was a rhythm action game. It shadow-dropped on Xbox, and it was a ton of fun. Really joy joyfully made. Uh, Day of the Diver, it's another fishing simulator where you build a sushi restaurant. <laughs> Fantastic. That sounds fun. Dude, there's so much character and love put into it. It, it was between Dredge and Day of the Diver, hmm. and I just found myself thinking about Dredge more, but Day of the Diver, I can't recommend it enough. That is hmm. just a 10 out of 10 game. Okay. And I've then Octopath Traveler too, just um, a JRPG distilled to like the finest elements of, of turn-based combat. But the, the problem consistently is, is that the plot sucks. It's eight stories. You probably won't care about any of them. I heard that about the first <clears> one. <throat> yeah. Uh, I got some uh, quick shout-outs for games. Monster Hunter Rise coming out to like all the other concert- sure. consoles. <clears throat> they, you know, refined the formula for Monster Hunter to make it not feel like you're a chore to play yeah uh, pizza tower if you like wario land I'm, 3 i'm waiting for a console release for that too that, that looks like a ton of it's fun it's so fun it's a 
if you like Warrior Land Three, yeah. you'll freaking love Pizza Tower, and it's like it's got so much joy and like it, madcap insanity. It's on like, my radar. It's like some guy's vision, perfectly realized. Metroid... I just don't understand how it hasn't come to console yet. I was yeah. just I'm actually I, surprised it hasn't. I was just googling that actually like a week ago because I remembered it and I was like, I'm sure it's got to be coming. There's no date yet, but I, I, that's one I'll get right away. Uh, Metroid Prime Remastered. I love Metroid Prime. The remaster is like the best looking thing on Switch, and it came out this late in the console's life cycle. Mm-hmm. I'm amazed that they were able to pull it off. WWE 2K23. Was it good? It was good. Okay. It, it is good. They brought it back. They did. And okay. I, I'm actually excited for the next one. All right. Hell yeah. Um, Warhammer Bolt Gun. Oh, hell yeah. That game's fucking slap. Doom so with fun. Warhammer, baby. Warhammer yeah. came up a lot. This. Yeah, they did. Yeah. Like oh, yeah. Game. They had a good year this year. Yeah. Um, the System Shock remaster is excellent. Uh, Super Mega Baseball 4. Yep. More of the same. Awesome. I need to click into that. I, it's on Game Pass. I played it for two minutes and didn't get it. I know that's not enough it's, time. Uh, it's like a baseball game. It, like, you'll like it or you it's won't. Like a, I mean, the, the draw is like, it's like arcadey as fuck. Yeah. But like the skill ceiling is really high. It's yeah. like you can get really into that game, and it's like as if difficult... you play on max difficulty, it's like a sweaty ass game. Yeah, and it's like yeah, I don't know. It's as it's as rewarding as any sweaty like sport kind of simmy game, but it's like still as fun as like an arcadey whatever. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah. Um. Destroy all humans too. Reprobed. Oh, I didn't play that. That one's Did that for... come out this year. Destroy all humans. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I was gonna say that one's for uh, Dakota here. Dakota is now just saying we we shared our uh, love of Destroy All Humans before. Yes, it's a great game. The Destroy All Humans Two is one of my favorite games ah. from the Xbox, the original Xbox generation. Um, I put in small print Starfield. Yeah, small print. I have. I still haven't played it. It it's fun, but it's like it's. It, he's Tom's right about small print. It's like lowercase fun. It's fun. It's fine. It's fine. That's all I have to say about yeah. it. I tried to play it. There's so much that they get. They put so much in the way of you just playing the game that it's just painful. I feel like they put so much money and time and resources into the parts of the game that don't matter. Yeah. Oh, look, a packaged meat snack. Let's look at the wrapper. Look how realistic. Yeah. I don't give a shit about that. I feel that. like there's so... How about not having to dive through four different loading screens to travel to a different planet? How about yeah. that? How about being able to fly your ship I in feel like, space? I feel like that game, more than anything, was just like a... It's just like bad project planning. Yeah. It's like... It's fun. And like it's... The stuff is there for it to... It's like worse than the sum of its parts. It's no like, Man's Sky, and I don't even think that's an excellent game, is better than Starfield. Yeah. It's Oof. like all the things are there... For Starfield Oof, to be—that's damning, and it's true. All the thing, all the pieces are there for Starfield to be like two full points higher on a, like a score, like to be like a nine instead of a seven or something. But they just like didn't stick it. I don't know. It's weird. I it's uh, I have it downloaded game. on my Xbox, and after I beat Persona Five, going back to that, I was gonna play that next. Yeah. And then a story, an article came out about how modders had given up making mods for Starfield because it's such a bad game. And I was like, man, I don't know the why real, I would give the it any real, time. The real reason is the mod tools aren't officially out yet. Oh. Those are coming this year. Okay. I guess we'll see. Like, So people people gave up trying to like hack around the game, and they're just going to wait for the official tools to come out. Oh, okay. When you have enough. to... This, if the, this is you going to a different planet. In No Man's Sky, you get in your ship, you take off, 
and you fly to the other planet, and then you land. Yeah. And this game, it's you fast travel to your ship. You go into the cockpit. You punch in the coordinates you want to go to. Oh, wait. You don't have enough fuel to get there, so you have to jump to a nearby star system for no other reason than to jump to the one you actually want to get to. Yeah. Okay. Those are two different loading screens separating Ooh. those. So then you get to there. Then you have to pass a security check to scan for illegal cargo. I'm already out. Then you, I'm already out. Then you have to determine where you want to land. That's another loading screen. And then you land on the planet. It's fucking out. abysmal. Yeah. I, you know what? Actually, fuck Starfield. I, can I give <laughs> it a negative scary. five? It's, it's on it my, fucking it's on my sucks. Di- it's on my disappointments. You're going rem- to gonna remind. You're gonna remember, I couldn't even do Metal Gear Solid Five getting yeah. in the helicopter. There's no way I'm This is like that, that times <laughs> at least. This is that time. <laughs> That was the best song to jump out of the yeah. helicopter with. Oh, absolutely. I, every time I hear that song, I love Take On Me. It's one of my favorite songs. Let's go back to like some good stuff. Yeah. WarioWare, move it. Fun party game. More WarioWare. I love WarioWare. Uh, Advance Wars Reboot Camp. Oh, yeah. And Teardown. That game slaps. Oh, that game is fun as fuck. Yeah. That came out officially this year? Yeah. I gotta go back to I'm writing that down. I gotta play that again. It's a good game. That game's fun. That's all I got. Anyone got any other honorable mentions? Or watch mentioned. two. Or watch two. Are you sure about that? Yeah, yeah. me and me and me and Coda <laughs> continue sure to play Overwatch that? two almost every Friday, if not more often. Yeah, it's some great homie time. I wouldn't trade it for the world. It's gotten a little stale. There's a game. Yeah, I can't. Real. There's a game yeah. I can't like remember the name about of. Our sex That's life why Helldivers two is coming out. Am I right, guys? What's that? Helldivers two coming out soon. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, that's, that's on our list. list. There's a game. Helldivers two. There's Hold a, yeah. yeah, we were just talking about that. Let's fucking do it. There's I a game love I can't remember one. the name of where you you're in like a space shipyard and you just like cut ships apart and like. Oh yeah, you, oh, yeah, yeah you were playing that. Yeah, I can't remember what it's called though. Like, it was fun. Ship though. salvage something. I don't remember. Or, yeah. <laughs> Ship salvage. That is that is not for Simulator me. Simulator You played that. We were getting ready to record a podcast and you were playing it for five minutes. And yeah. I remember just being like, I could never. <laughs> I could never, I could never. That's so, <laughs> that's so funny. You were like putting some salvage in one color gate and some salvage in yeah. another oh, color yeah. gate. And that's I was right. like, honestly, I was like, this is like, we joke around about a lot. This is the most autistic. Thing <laughs> <laughs> I remember it. I'm so sure it's yeah. a chill game. Like I'm sure that's it's so like, fun. you can just, I, that's a game out. I play while I'm working. You I'll were be like, like you in were, a meeting playing that game. You were so much cutting off this little piece of metal. Yeah. And then you're like, the metal has to go with the pink. Yeah. <laughs> 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 That's the only Speaking way they accept it. Artismo uh, <laughs> games and cutting out salvage and putting them in proper color gates. We should play Lethal Company. That game is the fun. Four of us. It's I've fun. Never heard of it. What's Lethal Company? Lethal Company you, is like. Go ahead. Yeah, it's you play. Um, you play for like a space salvage company. Okay. And like you, you, it's like kind of Fallout style, like Megacorp. And you're like a slave employee of this company. So like Deep Rock Galactic. Yeah, 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 yeah. Very much like that. And they send you to a planet, and you there's like a some kind of base or installation there, and you go in and you you pick up as much salvage as you can, and it's like a pseudo horror game. Okay. Where there's like all these like monsters and like crazy shit that's like inhabiting these areas, and you pick up whatever you can in for within as much time as you have, and try to get back to your ship, and then if you bring back enough salvage is worth enough money the company doesn't kill you <laughs> well that's good oh that's funny <laughs> and then, and then is you, it fun or what's it, it called it, yeah. it's called lethal company lethal it company. is very fun i think hell divers 2 is going to be the next big thing yeah and we should all play that together i am 100 percent down I'll play i it. love the tone yeah. of the first hell divers where so it's basically I. starship troopers and this looks better yeah. i will wait for i don't usually say this because reviews aren't everything 
I will wait to make sure that the game is functional. Yeah. I would. It would suck to like boot it up on day one. Yeah. The servers are down or something. Yeah. Something like that. You got any honorable sure mentions, Jack? Mm, no. Well, besides Overwatch 2, rather. Overwatch 2. Uh, I've got a few. I've got Diablo 4 was one of mine. It didn't yeah. quite make my list, but it's it was fun. I had fun playing it. Lethal Company's on there. It's a fun game. Um, Super Mega Baseball 4 is on there. It's a fun game. Uh, I have iRacing on there, even though that came out like fucking 15 years ago. Because <laughs> yeah. I'm just getting super into it now. It was really fun. Uh, that's pretty much it. Yeah, that's it for games. Sweet. Well, should we take a brief respite and then get back? We gotta into run through them all first. What's number ten? Oh yeah. Oh shit! Yeah, you're right. The final run through. Uh, that was Liza P, right? Yeah. Yeah, Liza yeah. P, and then we have Forza Motorsport number nine. Final Fantasy VI, the Pixel Remaster. Then we got. Where am I? Oh, Company Heroes three. And then we got Diablo four. And then we have City Skylines two. Then Dredge. Then Sea of Stars. Then Overwatch two. No, I'm sorry. Then number two is Ready or Not. Yes. And number one is Baldur's, Baldur's Gate, Gate 3. Three. Surprising Gate. nobody. Yeah, it's it's swept every. It was not close. Sometimes it's annoying that we like have the same. Like, it's painful how good that, that game is compared to everything else. That this is just sure. like a, this year was different. I mean, like, what else would it have even been? Yeah. If we're being what, re- Spider-Man two. Yeah, I didn't play it. I like the first right. one a lot. I was, I think last year I set a goal of myself of taking fewer chances and spending money on games I knew I wouldn't play. Yeah. I did that. Um, cause I didn't even get Spider-Man too. Yeah. I don't know. I'm just, I'm kind of sick of this. I feel like I got enough out of the first game. I played it a lot. I a hundred percent of that game. I played the fuck out of that game. Yeah. I don't know what else I want. I skipped yeah. quite a few big releases this year cause I just knew that they wouldn't be for me. Same. Yeah. There's like the last of us. Well, I guess it's a remaster, but like, yeah, I don't know. But so that's, yeah, let's, uh, that's games. We'll be back with disappointments. Yeah. We'll wrap it and up. Then for we'll wrap year. this shit up for another year see ya it'll be a second in your time bye Disappointments. Yes. Uh, Corey is starting us off with number 10. Uh, number 10, what I have written down is no snow equals suicidal thoughts. Jesus Christ. That's what I've written down. Really? You don't like shoveling that much, huh? Oh, uh, I, I have an apartment now. <laughs> so I don't shovel snow anymore. 
<laughs> it's just depressing. I feel like it's winter. We just had that huge cold snap. It was like fucking below zero every day for like three weeks or yeah. something. There's no snow anywhere, dude. Yeah. It was really wild driving down here because like, yeah. it could be October. Yeah. If I took a picture and showed it to myself like two years ago, I would think that it was I went out with a Halloween. t-shirt today. It's fucking yeah. January yeah. and it was fine. It's kind of bleak out there. I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> no worries. It's just a planet boiling us alive. Hey, True. we're fine here for now. <laughs> for now. Yeah, we're fine here now. <laughs> yeah. Which is okay. Gonna, a little snow, dude. I can't I, wait I don't want, we have to build a fence. <laughs> I don't want like last year. Remember last year in Duluth at least was like top five snowfall years ever we were number one we had the most snowfall we've ever had it was unfucking believable yeah, it, it was, was like non-stop. every every it other was week bad down here it was too three feet of snow it was fucking wild give me just like a little bit just like a little bit just give me enough snow to have it like on the ground kind of constantly just like a few inches i kind of hate it. snow but yeah. even i'm at this point like just a little just bit, a little like bit. A, just one heavy we had snow. a brown christmas yeah down it, was here. De- it was depressing so yeah and uh yeah i mean the the copium I hear from people is like, oh, it's just El Nino. It's delayed. We're going to have tons people, of snow. That's what people always say. In the spring. And it's like, okay. What well, even we'll is see. El Nino? It's just like some shit people say. It's just like what a weather, weather pattern. Weather pattern in like the Gulf of Mexico <laughs> big okay. storm thing. It like disrupts. I'm genuinely concerned because. So I ride a bike trail that's way out in the woods and there's lots of lakes and stuff out there. And I ride it all the time. Past few years, the water levels have been getting really low. Mm-hmm. Scary. Like. You know how in the movies there's like a disaster impending and everybody tries to pretend it's not there, but like there's very obvious. Like, <laughs> Something's yeah. happening. Yeah. So like yeah. When I'm there used the woods, to be a lake here. When I'm riding through the woods and everything's dead and there's no water, you know, in July, it's concerning. And now we don't have the snow, which means it's not going to melt and even refresh the vegetation that way. Just on a practical level, I'm getting like worried about the ecosystem. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, we've already had bears coming into my town because like there's no food yeah, sure. I had bears in my front yard. Like, it was the whole thing. Jesus. Bears are chill. My, my daughter thinks I'm a superhero because I came and picked her up and carried her out of a car. <laughs> bears are like big, retarded That's squirrels. What, I tried telling that, you know, they were, my wife and my daughter were acting like they were going to die. And I was like, we're not going to make a threatening action towards, the, like, I promise we're okay. Like, I was like, I could probably go within a safe distance and, like, watch the bears and it'd be fine. But it was a whole thing. My favorite, um, my favorite bear story is. Um, when I lived in South Range, you were at that house before. Yeah, I got a snoozer over here. <laughs> oh, he's alive. <laughs> <laughs> Your favorite bear story? Go ahead. Oh yeah. So when I was living in South Range, um, <laughs> I love that there's gonna be like a light snoring. On the-, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the bears were like. He's like they my were- favorite bear story. <laughs> Listen to my bear story. Um, they were always destroying bird feeders. That's what they're obsessed with bird feeders. Yeah. So they would like tear them out of trees and shit. And then, so like we put them away at night was what we had to do because they would just destroy them overnight. Yeah. Um, so we, one night we forgot to do it. And my dad loved bird feeders he loves having birds around yeah he just loves birds so does my dad yeah we must we'll eventually hit it too yeah i guess i was like i really fucking love blue jays i (laughs) I do actually love blue jays i think ironically cardinals are way more aggressive as shit yeah blue jays are dickheads (laughs) yeah cardinals are their way cardinals chickadees they're all sweet boys 
Blue Jays are fucking. They're the cunts of this guy. I won't lie. I get riled up when I see a Blue Jay, and then I do everything I can to try to get pictures of him. I'm that. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm, I'm, pretty, I'm pretty. I'm pretty nasty with my phone camera anyway. Like, there's nothing that often. happens that I'm not like. I need pictures. a Blue Jay. But, <laughs> that's actually a pretty good. That's kind of what I'm like. Blue Jays in the backyard. Becca's heard me scream before. Baby, there's Blue Jays in the backyard. Or, it's a Blue Jay. I'm going out to take pictures. Just running out in your yeah. underpants. <laughs> They flew away. I'm going to go chase them down the street. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> but anyway, so we, we start putting the bird feeders up. We forget one day. Bear comes, destroys all the bird feeders. Mm-hmm. And then to add insult to injury, he walks to the end of the, We had a long driveway. And it's like a gravel driveway. And at the very end, took a big shit right at the end of the driveway. <laughs> oh, yeah. and then, Dude, did I love a bear the, will like fuck everything up for like 100 calories of seeds? Yeah, the, like, bear, the bear dumps in my yard after we had the bears there yeah. were insane. They're huge. They're like <laughs> this big. They're like blowing shit out their ass. too big of a mud pie. Just <laughs> yeah, they had no slices to work with. <laughs> um, but yeah. yeah. What was that even... In reaction uh, no to snow. It. No snow. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah number reasonable. nine disappointment, Sam. Uh, number nine disappointment. So Facebook has figured out my demographic and that I'm like a, a skewing older white male. Yeah. And so it's kind of malfunctioning and it's giving me a bunch of horny content. Like, oh, oh boy. I know you love this. And so it's pictures of just attractive women, like just random pictures of attractive women, <laughs> uh, like with no context or anything. So like it's from Facebook pages like beautiful babes and like all this stuff. <laughs> If you go into the comments of these, it's become my... Which is probably why I keep getting it, because I love yeah. going into the comments. I think this appointment is just dumb, horny old men. And the comments they You're so beautiful, pictures. baby. Yes! Over, it's like... <laughs> why? <laughs> what are they... Man, what I'd love to do to you. <laughs> it's, it's always just like... I have like, so much money. Can you... Send me a DM. And yeah, there's ones up. where there's just like, hey, can we, can we reach out? <laughs> I want to hang out with you. Oh, I'd love to kiss you. And like the woman's not even, it's not even her. It's probably like passed through like four yeah. different accounts. Yeah. Yeah. That's but it's so, so consistent. And like, who are these sad men? Just every beautiful picture of a, of a woman is just like. like <gasps> on, on their lunch break at the water bottle factory. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, shit. Look at this one. It just makes me hate humanity. Anything that reminds me of, of another reason to hate everyone that yeah. has ever lived. <laughs> and it really, it's. Like, are we so brain dead? Like, baby, look at me. And like, even if it was her, even if it's her picture, even if it's one of those pages, it's like the thought process she's going to go through these 10,000 comments and, and that see one, yours. Yeah. that yeah. one that's like, you have pretty eye. And like, even worse than the, oh, I love your tits. Like, even worse than those are the ones that are like, hey, I noticed that that's a friend's calendar. Who's your favorite friend? <laughs> Mine is Chandler. And yeah. I'm like, Shut up! I hate you. We 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 will never meet. But if we did, in a gladiatorial situation, I would kill you slow. I just I hate people. There. <laughs> it's, it's been disappointing. That's so hey, funny. that's a great segue into my uh, number eight yeah, disappointment. Number eight. Boomers. True. Your soup is as good as the last dollars. <laughs> Thank you. What was Just that? So you know, business <laughs> is as good as the last owners. <laughs> Basically, that in a nutshell. They exist to make you miserable. Yep. That's the only thing they do. They are obsessed with making you miserable. Um, I deal with enough of them on a daily basis where I'm like, you, you wake up 
you're in the nursing home your kids your kids that hate you shoved you in <laughs> <laughs> and then you stroll down the street to your local business and then proceed to try to make everyone else in that you interact with feel like complete shit <laughs> that's your existence and then you go back and go to sleep and start over the next day fuck these people covid didn't go far enough true we need another covid to just like the boomer just, remover yeah just, the boomer remover i love it <laughs> the thing i hate about boomers is their complete lack of either understanding or sympathy to the economic situation yeah exactly yeah that that's a huge thing absolutely insane because <laughs> they used to with no college degree go and get a floor level factory job and capitalism hasn't hadn't reached his end stage yet Corey, you don't have to worry about any of this. You can no, zone out. For I'm the next tuning out. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> what are you talking about? Yeah, sorry. Oh, the poors are talking. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah, it just, it's just a long bleep. He yeah. puts in his gold-plated earpods. <laughs> hmm. Starts listening to the sound of homeless people wrestling for ham. <laughs> 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 I love this I part. I just listened to episodes of Bumfights. I do love my white noise. <laughs> anyway, I'll kill um, you. And they did all this, and it was enough to not only have a house, two cars, your kids could play in all the sports, vacations, <laughs> guaranteed yep. every year to like Disney and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And trying to explain to them that you might be making six figures, um, but... That these days is the bottom rung of middle class. And like that's enough to have two old cars, a house that has like one bedroom. <laughs> yeah, right. And um it's tough. That's I hate I hate the conversations that I've had with people where they're like, Well just do this. It's like well, well just have a million dollars. Yeah. Just have it. Yeah. Just I saw somebody was like putting out the economics of what it actually is to be middle class and what it used to be. And they're like, middle class nowadays is at least $70,000. Like, that is the poverty line now. Mm-hmm. If you want to be middle class, cause you, each person has to be making $70,000 to be just above the poverty line. And I was like, holy shit. I was like, I'm not even making that. Like, and I've been working my ass off for how many years? I'm not even making middle class money. You know? Well, there's no middle class really anymore. No, there's really not. Yeah. Um, or at least it's slowly going away. But yeah, all these fucking. I just. It's uh. All the backhanded comments, yeah. the twisting the knife, the constant complaining about everything, the not understanding simple things, like. Do I get bread for free with my soup? No, bitch. You don't. <laughs> I had to make the bread. It cost me money. Guess how that works? You pay for it. Otherwise, guess what? You don't get bread. <laughs> you fucking asshole. So I think it is for context. Some people may know, some people not. I've mentioned, I've congratulated you many times, but you are doing a bakery and a bistro and a cafe and all this stuff. And where you recently opened your location, it is primarily to end stage boomers. Yes. And They're so like the, the final from. boss boomers. Yeah. And you're like, not only do you have to like cohabitate with these people, they are your customer base. That's the primary customer. So your livelihood right? is dependent upon them. Yes. Which means you have to tolerate and interact with them regularly. So there is no avoiding it. There is not. Like for anybody listening to this, it's just like talk to fewer boomers. You, that's nope. not an option. Not not here. For no. you to eat and live in a house, you have to do this. <laughs> and it's everything else is great. I love it. 
we and to be fair 90 well 85 percent of our customers are excellent super nice but there's just that 15 percent that just come in and they're just the they're just you almost feel bad for them because they're just fucking miserable they're the most miserable people you interact with and it's just like don't take this shit out on me because of your fucking poor life choices that put you in this situation oh were you resentful to your kids no wonder they don't want to have any fucking thing to do with you no wonder they shoved you in a fucking home because they don't want to see you anymore you piece of shit why don't you just keep quiet and die how's that (laughs) fuck you actually fuck these people jesus based anyway that's my disappointment number seven (laughs) number seven jesus christ i don't even know how to follow that up my number seven is like giving up drinking on every friday like i just don't do it anymore that's a big disappointment to me but it's also a uh health thing and it is good to not drink the wife isn't as mad at me anymore (laughs) as i used to be which is great but it's still a big disappointment like, I did it for five years. I drank hard every Friday for five years. But that's my big disappointment. Number seven. Number six, similar vein. My disappointment is how good nicotine is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, man. It's just the sweetest thing that ever yeah. existed. Oh, it's ambrosia. It's so good. <laughs> I've, been, I've been free of nicotine this time for about 18 months. Uh, my... Yeah. I can't tell. It's too early to tell if this is my bargain or if this is my cope. Yeah. It's too early to tell. My current cope is that I vape when I'm drinking. Because <laughs> I, I drink. I like drink, drink. Actually, not even. I'm not even going to qualify. I drink about once a month. And I need. I just need a vape when I'm drinking. I need it. it yeah. It is what a, is even the purpose of it drinking? It is like the perfect compliment. If there's no nicotine. All right. I was like, that's a tale as old as time. Those people that only it's, smoke yeah, when they drink and yeah, it's so social good. smoking and uh, um, so if that sticks, I'm happy with that. If I can stick to like vaping like one day a month, I'm chill with that. I'm fine with that. I don't need to be I don't need to be like a perfect priest with no vices. Yeah. It's okay. You should be able to watch a little porn at work. Yeah. <laughs> you should be, I should be able to vape that one ache was forty eggs. <laughs> you should be able to do I've never a, got this far before. A little bit of nicotine as a treat. Yeah. I'm an all or nothing guy. Yeah. Which is why I'm not drinking or doing anything right now. Because yeah. I'll either be way hard in the paint or nothing. Well it's and, like me, like I was like, Sam, I'm six six beers deep. Now I'm seven beers deep. Like, should I just polish off the 12 beers and just fucking double down? Yeah, that was last night. Right. <laughs> and I was like, I guess I'm just doubling down. The double down. So I'm in a nothing stage because I don't want to be in an all stage, but I can't just yeah. vape every once in a while. I'll do it. Because my brain has two functions. There's either the discipline side that's like, okay, we're going to refrain from these things to be healthy and we're going to make these choices. Yeah. And then there's the other side, the dark side, that's just like, well, I feel good when I'm doing this. Why wouldn't I want to feel good all the time? Like, who wants to feel good sometimes? <laughs> like, let's right. feel good every second of the day. And there are two wolves inside of me. Yes. <laughs> there we go. The dichotomy. Number five disappointment, Sam. Uh, the grilled chicken still isn't back at Subway. Damn. So like, there's just can, no grilled chicken at no, a subway. No, you can get chopped up, but they used to have these. Del- oh my god, the fillets. They used to have patties. Oh my god, they grilled were grilled patties. And I had them like once every couple of days, and I was doing double meat, and I was having two of them, and it was my favorite like yeah. thing. And they took them out like a couple of years ago, and I thought it would just be seasonal or like a COVID thing, and they're still not back. Damn. And I don't think they're coming back. And 
it is just a light on my Christmas tree that's just out permanently. I wish I could fix that fucking light. I, uh, I just... Dang. That is Why? I'm sorry to hear Why that. It's that too to expensive. Happen? Let's pour one out for our Why homie. Why did that to happen? <laughs> uh, if you catch me on any of my social medias, I'm like at least once a month I like tweet or make something to some way to complete bring back. <laughs> Where <laughs> the fuck <laughs> are the grilled chicken fillets? Because I don't mm. even go to Subway. Because without that, it's literally just crappy lunch meat. It is. Yeah. <laughs> like, there's no reason to go to Subway yeah, yeah. to you have can... their Play-Doh ass bread. Yeah. <laughs> their salty lunch meat that's just turkey. Pepperoni, Bologna, it all tastes the same. Strawberry. It all hey, true, it does all actually. All, that's all crazy. That it's true, yeah. Just like water. And the mouthfeel and the texture is terrible. Mm-hmm. So, it Bring was it, like Subway. Are you listening? Bring it they're back. They're not. Are you with us? I would probably do a war crime to get <laughs> to get my chicken back. Hell yeah! Number not like f- a big one. Number four, Tom. Disappointment of the year. Previous owners of this house. Ooh, that's, well, a, that's good a good one. one. We, I, I'm not going to get too much into it. If you want to know the scoop, you can. there's a podcast episode where I went in detail about the whole timeline. But the person who owned this house before us was a huge piece of shit. <laughs> Lazy fucking asshole. Didn't clean anything. Uh, and we came in to like the most abysmal possible. For one of the things that's supposed to be one of the happiest moments of your life is like, <laughs> finally, housing... Our own. We don't have to live in an apartment or pay rent or all that kind of stuff. Then you show up and it's just a fucking dumpster of a guy who just left fucking trash everywhere and then tried to get out of dealing with it. Like, oh, it's not my problem anymore. I sold the house. It's like, motherfucker, this is your shit. You deal with it. <laughs> Fuck was that he a guy. Uh, he was like, I think, 50 or so. Sure. So like maybe Gen X. Well, I will say this. Kudos to you because the house looks fantastic now. It's oh, it thank does you very much. Very, very it cozy. It's a very nice stupid amount got. of work, and we are still not even done It's very nice. fixing now. their fucking mistakes. What's next on the know. list? What are you like trying to tackle? There's a lot of like utility stuff. stuff. Like We have to get the AC looked at because whoever, whatever fucking fly-by-night piece of shit company <laughs> they had put in the AC did yeah. an sh- absolute dog shit job, Damn, and it okay. like barely works in the summer. Okay, that sucks. Uh, there's just like lots of... Like that, there's a box of just like wall decorations. We haven't hung up any, um, and that kind of stuff. That's more on us than it is the previous owner. But then there's like the water softeners, like leaking salt, fucking everywhere in the basement. <laughs> okay. We had to get the 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 main floor drain in the basement, uh, rotoed out because it was just full of shit. Uh, the washer went out on us we had to buy a new washer damn just like a bunch of all it's like a lot of this stuff could have been solved by getting an inspection but during the market at that time you just don't you, yeah. you just don't you can't do that you did it or you, you bought the house or you didn't get it yeah it's like, either like yeah. you waive the inspection or you you're still living in a rental so it's just like a bunch of that shit but fuck the guy did nothing to maintain this place was autistic with security cameras had one on every corner of the house and we're like why i talked to all my neighbors is this like a bad neighborhood or anything they're like no it's fine we don't know what that guy's deal was (laughs) and i was like okay so we took all those down but yeah if you're out there and you hear this fuck you you're a piece of shit (laughs) i hope you get colon cancer fuck you (laughs) 
Number three, Jack, disappointment of the year. Fuck, can't remember. I had it in my head the entire time he was talking. I believe in you. Oh my god. <laughs> I don't know why, but I'm so disappointed in myself. I went to this nothing more show with Sam. And I'm so disappointed in myself. Because I had like probably thirteen drinks on the way down. <laughs> Oh my Just god! Casual, the casual like two Sam. And a half Sam, can drive. you confirm that number? Oh, it's probably more. Probably more. <laughs> I was hammered. Jesus Christ! I was hammered. And like, uh, to everybody, let's say I was a sober cab. I'm, so, I'm not going to call it safe. I'm just going to say that he wasn't driving. Right. <laughs> I'm so, on a sober kick. I drove him. It's like, okay. You got to the point where I was holding on to Sam. To the well, point that's where not it's from like, the booze. I was like holding on to Sam like I'm going to fucking lose him and then I don't know what I'm going to do. So I'm going to tell you the story because right, you're pretty Sam's messed up. I'm going to tell the story about my disappointment. We went to nothing more. And, and, and I didn't know you were so disappointed. And I Just so you know, I don't think of it as an event. And oh. if, you didn't, if you didn't go around telling everybody the story, I would have never told anyone. No. Because everybody's had those nights. Yeah, um, no, but I was so disappointed in myself about like how like loose I got that so night. I have no idea how much you drink. On the way down, because I don't count, and like I get that he wants to relax and stuff. <laughs> yeah, 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 almost certainly more than thirteen. Almost, I would put it in the twenties. Um, <laughs> and some of it was hard liquor. And how do you even count? He yeah, did like a bottle yeah, yeah, of hard yeah, sure. liquor. Um, <laughs> the thing that, but that's just Coda. I'm not trying to say anything. That's just Coda. But <laughs> what what set that night differently was this random shirtless dude who looked just like uh, Jack Black and a gnome mated. <laughs> um, came up to him in the crowd and Coda was pretty with it at that point but uh, came up to him in the crowd and was just like hey man hit this and it was the classic story and yeah. Coda did take like the biggest hit of whatever this was just a giant rip um, and even when he was doing it the guy got concerned and that was the first red flag the guy yeah, was yeah, like yeah. oh <laughs> like, he shouldn't have taken that big of a hit that did send Coda into sp- I very rarely worry about Coda because he can handle himself. And I've seen him take an inhuman amount of substances in day after day after day and survive. <laughs> Coda was straight hanging on to me to keep him attached to the earth. <laughs> <laughs> and I would catch him staring up at the show. At first, that's a show that I did go to just for you because I don't care about yeah, anything more. Right. That's not me. I went there. Right. I went, went there, there for, for you. Me. And just so people know that I'm not a total asshole just because I won't go to motionless. So I do go to shows for you. And uh, the I've never seen a face like he was making at the stage. He was straight up like, like I can't. He was, his soul was gone, and it got to the point where I had to go hunt down. The, like I went and found the guy in the crowd. And yeah. Coda's hanging on to me, literally like he's going to fly away if he's not the whole time. So you see, he's our sizes comparatively. I'm dragging around this dude. Yeah, he's hanging on to me. It was a workout, and I went and found the guy. And I was just like, hey, look, I'm not going to like turn you into the cops. I'm not anything. I need to know if I need to take him to the hospital. <laughs> I was like, I need to know if we need to go to the ER. I don't know what he smoked. I've never seen him like this before. Um, I'm worried that he's going to die or something. So just tell me if I need to. And he's like, no, nah, man. He was like the Willie Nelson stereotype. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. No, nah, man. It's just some banging cactus aurora borealis. It's just pretty good. <laughs> he just take a big hit, but he's going to be fine. But... Uh, yeah, dude was fried. I, d- I didn't know you were disappointed in yourself. That was yeah, no, that was a big disappointment in myself because I like I don't usually let myself get that far. Yeah, and I let myself get that far that time. Yeah, and so that it's just been a disappointment. There was no judgment here. I literally no, never. No, I judged don't feel you for like it. judged or anything. I was yeah. just like felt disappointed in myself that I let myself get that far. I get that. 
I was I, I thought that was kind of a like fun usually night. I could like rein myself in and like get us home from Kendrick Lamar. <laughs> <laughs> that was one of those times where like I absolutely couldn't have. Oh yeah. Like if okay. you were if you weren't sober, we wouldn't have got home that day. <laughs> we would have been staying at Tom's place. <laughs> oh, I don't think Tom wants that. Well, we got extra couches. We you do what you got to do basement. for the homies. You guys will have to share, but that's fine. I, uh, nah, it's all good. I got us home, and it was <laughs> a funny story. And, and to this day, it's, I think there maybe been two times where I've actually been worried, like. Coda might have gone too far this time. That was definitely, yeah. and even then, I wasn't blaming you. It was more like, "What did this guy just make you smoke?" Right. Like, if it's PCP or something, it's like, be- I can start eating your own skin or something. Oh, I, I now have a policy where I don't expect or I don't accept drugs from any strangers. Now that's that's a good policy. Good man. policy. Yeah, I used to not care, and now I do care. <laughs> That'll do it. It's getting zooted into space will, yeah. will make the most it's crazy like, man say. I take this guy to the hospital? I was. I was like, ooh, I, was... I, shouldn't, I shouldn't take drugs from strangers. Because you, <laughs> you couldn't talk. Like, yeah. you couldn't. Like, I was trying to talk to you to make sure you were okay, and you couldn't talk to me. You oh, were like... that's good. He's struggling. <laughs> that's funny. Woo. So it's time to vote for, vote for number one. Disappointment of the year. Hmm. Okay, mine's very basic. Mine is honestly Starfield. Starfield. I was pretty hyped for it. I'm not gonna lie. I let myself get on the hype train, which I don't. I don't usually do for that many things, but uh, I feel like I kind of bought into that one pretty. The Todd Howard marketing. He did it again. Ab- he that did. Bastard. He fucking did it again, and I bought it. He's gotta be bummed out. He's gotta be trying pretty hard, and I don't think he like sets it up to fail. I think he just Skyrim and all these things happened that were. Well, Skyrim is like the game that will never instance. not sell. He's right. re-released it like 18 times. And then you try that game came out in like 2009. Yeah. Yeah. Or something like that. Insane. I was living in a closet. I remember that because I went to a midnight release to get it. <laughs> and then went back to the closet. And, and one of the reasons it sticks out to me was because I, I went to a midnight release and then I went to my, uh, my closet to play it for the first time and I yeah. was loving it. And I had an ex-girlfriend text me randomly because she was drunk that night. And she was like, what are you doing? And I felt like such... <laughs> I, felt like, I had nothing that I could like put in her face because I was out of the military. I was in a closet. I was playing a game where you fight dragons alone on a Friday night. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fighting dragons. That's Fuck so you. funny. So it stands out so strong in my head. It was also yeah. the last time I saw. Uh, we don't have to get into that. Never mind. That was going to be a whole thing. <laughs> um, That's funny. That's my number one, Starfield. I was disappointed. My it wasn't, it dis- wasn't bad, but it wasn't good. It was disappointing. My number one disappointment is that after a, at least a decade of projects and podcasts and jam bands and whatever else, Corey said this on tape on podcast that he and I aren't friends. When did I say oh, that? You did. No. When did I say that? And I've been holding on to it for this moment. What a piece of shit. When did I say that? Do you want me to show you the receipts? Please. All right. It was uh, you, you, uh, Tom came over to, rec- no, you came over here to record with Tom. Yeah. And uh, I joked around and I was just like, we've lived within 30 minutes of each other and you never, you know, wanted to come over and record yeah. with me. And you're like, you know, man, sorry. It's just, I've never thought of you any as any more than and like a friend of Tom's. <laughs> I think, no, well, I think it that. It was a sledgehammer to the Gallagher watermelon in my head. Yeah. I think that kind of is true because like, 
It's like Tom is like the conduit. Tom is like yes. we never established separately. All but enjoyment here, flows through me. Thing. Yeah, here's the scary thing about that. I make everything. I'm relatively better. sure Tom doesn't think of me as differently than a friend of his brothers. <laughs> so it was this. <laughs> well, not, well, not at this, maybe early on, but not yeah. at this point. So it was like this moment where I was just like, so to him I'm a friend of Tom, to Tom I'm a friend of his brother. <laughs> I was like, we've been doing this for a solid 10 years. You're like multiple degrees and separated. And I'm still like the tenuously, weirdly, like, <laughs> the, the problem was it reshaped everything because like I thought we'd grown to like a certain level yeah. of friendship. It reshaped everything to where I was just the creepy old guy. Sure. Who, like, well, keeps sniffing there's around. two things going on here. There's two things going on. Obviously, I would tell anyone, oh yeah, my friend Sam, da 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 whatever. But there's not like, I feel like we never established independently, like, hey, Sam, you want to hang out? It's true. That's just, like, not a thing. And not for any particular reason. It just, like, never happened. And clearly I'm not actually upset. Or I yeah, 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 yeah. Right sure, 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 sure. But sure, as sure. soon as you said that, I, I like, made a note <laughs> you in like, my head. You, like, zoomed and out. Like, and you're like, this is going to be my number one disappointment when I do it. I was God like, it's like, this it's like in the movie where they do the thing where they pull the camera yep. away, but they zoom in at the same yeah, time. And the, it's like, I forget what that's called. I don't know what that's called. It's all good because it's a completely reasonable thing to say. And this isn't, like, a real airing out a dirty laundry thing. But as soon as you said that, I was just like, save clip, and whenever we do and our mega soap, ship it. And there we are. There we go. <laughs> I don't want it to get too real. I'm not actually like crying about well, it. Well, I mean, but... at this point, we've been doing the podcast for I... six years. Yeah. Has, has actually Jesus. ridiculous it's to a even long say out loud. We did a lot before that, too. There yeah, was true. Yeah, we did. We had like almost a year of You band talked about stuff how you and... didn't drink in before until you were 21. I remember before you were 21. Yeah, I never And you hadn't had a single drink. Yeah. Yeah, because we well, first it was the D and D group, <laughs> then we did the band, then we did the podcast. Well, it was live streaming. Oh yeah, and then yeah. it was the podcast. Yeah, because we started doing that. And like, then there was a jam band in there too. Yep. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Tom, what is your number one disappointment of the year? Mine's a personal one, just yeah. like Sam's. Uh, you come with me on friend. this. Come with me on this journey. Uh, I'm here. We're working lots. We're running a business. It's taxing. Sometimes you need some time away. Yeah. Book a vacation. We're going to drive to Teddy Roosevelt National Park. Oh, God. In North Dakota. I know this one. And it's like, oh, North Dakota usually doesn't have a lot of stuff going on. Our people don't talk about it, really. And for, you know, 80, well, 95% of the state, that's true. You're driving, like, through flat land. There's no trees, any of that kind of stuff. But then you get to Teddy Roosevelt National Park. It's breathtaking. Perfect day. The sun's out. See the Painted Canyon. One of the most beautiful vistas. We get to our campsite. Right on a river. The Little Missouri River. There's literally bison just wandering around the mm -hmm. campsite. Wild horses running through. It's like, this is the most fucking amazing thing I've ever seen. Mm -hmm. The next day, it's like, all right, we're going to hit it hard. We're going to go to do all these hikes. We're going to take photos of awesome vistas and that kind of stuff. And then it's like, oh, well, there's a storm coming. I guess we'll just kind of hunker down, wait this thing out. Mm -hmm. Look over the horizon. There's like a wall <laughs> of what we assumed was fog rolling in with the storm. Sweeps over the campsite, storming. We're like, oh, shit. Okay, well, we'll just wait it out in the car. It'll be fine. After that, then we'll, we'll get back to enjoying our vacation. Except storm ends. The fog, air quotes, doesn't lift. And it turns out fucking Canada is burning to the ground. <laughs> Fuck that country. Canada yeah, sucks. Yeah, they fucked us over hard. So, 
Um, there's like the the air rating scale. I don't remember what it's called. It's like on your iPhone. If you open up the weather app, it'll tell you like the air quality, yep. the index or whatever. Yep. It was like a 495 index, which is basically like five points away from if you're outside, you will die. <laughs> and the smoke was so bad that we we drove all the way there, which was like a 10-hour drive to get there. And then we camp. We have one good night. And then the next day, it's so smoky, we had to fucking leave. And we had like four days planned. Then we drive all the way the fuck back. We ended up staying at like Patterson, just sure. for like the nostalgia's sake. Yeah. We got married it is there. Nice there. It is nice, and the air. And it actually, it turned out to be a really. The air nice was maybe one eighty instead yeah. of four ninety five. Yeah, <laughs> and it was. That was just like the mo- one of the most disappointing things that's that happened to me in my that adult does life. Suck. It fucking that sucks so hard. hard. That is a bummer. Truly, but we'll truly. go back. We'll uh, uh, seek vengeance. On Canada at a later date. So is the disappointment that trip or is it Canada? Because that's going to change how I vote. I'm going to say Canada. Okay. I'm probably <laughs> down for that one. Yeah. Canada fucking sucks. Yeah. What's Control your... your fires, you idiots. Jack, what's your number one disappointment? Man, I was sitting here thinking about it. And I was like, oh, I should say, like, returning to this podcast is my number one disappointment. <laughs> but I was thinking about it and I was like, fuck, man. Like, I lost my dog this year. Oh, Damn, so like, that's that, the fucking worst. That was my dude. number one disappointment. It's like I lost my dog in October. Oof. I took him in for a routine vet visit. They're like, "Oh, his spleen is exploding, and like, there's nothing we can do for him, and he has micro cancer, and he's not gonna make it. Like, if we do a surgery, he's only gonna get six months, and then he's gonna fucking die." And I was just like, "Fuck, man! Like, losing my boy is probably like my biggest disappointment of 2023." Dude, losing a dog is like... It's like losing a family member. It's like oh, the yeah. worst fucking thing. It's so brutal. Because they're a always so in Dallas. Yeah. Before went out for the homie. Yeah. Because Sam and I were talking about it too. Like, with his dog, Dallas. It's like... Like, there's going to be dogs after this dog. But it's never going to be, like, spot. It's never going to yeah. be... Yeah. It doesn't fill that hole. Yeah. yeah. I will say this. And this is just to be hopeful. We... Uh, Dallas was I would literally call him my best friend like from yeah. high school and through the army years like I, I have no problem doing that when we got Goku our current dog who's bonded very closely to my wife when we got that dog I had a really hard time connecting with him because I was still even though it'd been years having right. a hard time with that I will say through having Goku now we're we're like five six years into that yeah I Goku will never bond to me he is my wife's dog yep but I can say that I am ready like I'm close enough to Goku now, and I'm ready to have another dog. Yeah. That I'll I will I will bond with the next one. So, I know the pain, and it is real, and it does suck. Like there's no re- I don't know why people would minimize losing a dog, especially if you actually were like connected. Yeah. To that. Yeah. I will tell you, a time will come where you will be ready to embrace another dog. Right. Like yeah. Well, Claire's like we're getting we're getting <clears throat> a new dog tomorrow, and Claire's like, are you excited? And I was like, yeah, I guess I am. And she's like, you don't seem like 100 percent into it. It's like I'm not going to be 100 percent into it. I'm like it's not it's not Spot, it's not my dog, you know it's not my boy. Yeah. It's not going to be the same of like when he was a puppy running up to me and I was like, are you ready to go home, Spot? It's not going to be the same thing. I was like, am I going to love him? Yeah, I'll love him, but it's not going to be my boy. Yeah, you know it's like I'm never going to get him back. 
And so I'd say that's my number one disappointment of this year is losing my dog. I think I have to vote for that one. I think I do too. Yeah, yeah, so, it I, be, I think we number two. I, I think, think we've all had that yeah. same experience. Yeah. It's like everybody's lost a dog. It, yeah. It's so fucking. Like brutal. I had my dog in high school, Zoe. You met Zoe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sassiest fucking golden retriever of all time. Yeah. Had an, an insane attitude. Would like steal socks and like run away from you even yeah. like up till she was like arthritic and old and it was like yeah. i'm gonna get away this time <laughs> it's so sweetest funny. dog that was my dog she was yeah. like bonded to me i was very i love that dog, so the dog is much. bonded to and it doesn't yeah. matter it's so yeah. funny it how much matter. old dogs act like old people yeah because i remember like sam was sammy was old you would tell him to do stuff he'd be like hey sammy go Da-da-da. and he would like he'd be like laying down he'd like stick his head up you could see him think about doing it, and he'd be like, "I'm not doing that." Yeah, like I'm not doing that. I remember the last time I saw Sammy because my experience with your dog was whenever I'd come over, you'd be like, "Sammy, get get him!" Yeah, and then he would like run, and he's all like, "Ha!" Ah. Yeah, was, he's just he was like such a like a hyperactive like little ball of like chaos. Super, yeah. And then uh, we went to your mom's place because you were house sitting. Uh, yeah that's and right and then yeah. i you let sammy out and you're like go get him and he just like saunters up like oh there's that young man i knew <laughs> and he was just like and then he walked right past me and went to shades <laughs> <laughs> i was like what the fuck that's so we funny. have history that's you don't even so know this funny. person <laughs> but uh all that to say um it that really fucking sucks to lose like especially a dog yeah. you're really attached to. Yeah, I do but think I will a say that you get to some animal. Hundred really yeah. percent. Yeah. I will say that I was in the same boat where I was like, I don't think I'm ever gonna like feel the same way about a dog that I did then. But this little girl right here has been such a sweetheart, and she's so precious, and she's so nice to Shay and I. She can right. be a little neurotic, but. Uh, right. That's kind of the fun of it. So like all the every dog has like its own like little yeah. quirk. They have their own personalities. And like sure. you get used to it and like you adapt to it and they adapt to you. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think this like like animal ev- companions are goaded, dude. Yeah, like, like I mean evolution like evolutionarily yeah. speaking. Like dog literally is man's best friend oh, yeah. like going back thousands and thousands of years. Like the one wolf who was like too retarded for the pack, so yeah. they're like, "Get out of here!" And then we was like, "I'll hang out with you guys." And you're like, "Okay." Yeah. And then he barks at like danger, and they're like, "This guy's pretty all right." I've told yeah. my wife that we will never not have a dog. The security, yeah. the companionship. They yeah. always, yeah. they're always happy to see you. Yep. Cats mm-hmm. are fucking assholes. Actually, I, <laughs> I, I won't yeah. lie. I like, I like cats too. I do too for their own for different reasons, yeah. but they're they're not. They're I, not your friends. No, I like having. <laughs> They're not your friends. I like having cats and dogs in the house. I really do. Yeah, it's nice to have animals around. I don't know if I had to choose one dog, but I oh, like yeah. having both. I yeah, like I'm definitely a, a dog person. But I will say, I mean, I'm just, I am to the point now where I think the next dog that we get, I'm hoping will bond. You don't get to choose. Yeah, <laughs> you could try. The dog, yeah. chooses the, the, the who dog they will choose. To. But I am ready for another, like another one. Yeah. All right, so let's run through it. All right. Rip, by the way, oh, condolences. Fuck. We yes. talked about this a lot. Okay. I mean, you know. R.I.P. Spot. Yep. Rip Spot. You were a real one. Disappointments was I. Uh, I was number ten, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, number ten, no snow. Uh, the way horny men comment on social media. <laughs> nice. That's so funny. <laughs> uh, boomers. Boomers, good one. Boomers. Um, <clears throat> giving up drinking every Friday. Yeah, giving up nicotine. Giving up nicotine. Yeah. <laughs> 
yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, there's still not my grilled chicken at Subway. Yeah. That fucking sucks. Come on, Subway. Um, previous owners of this house. Another more right. show, let myself get out of hand. Yeah. And then Canada. Yeah. And then, Is that number two? Yeah, number two. Canada. And then, or, and then losing dogs. Losing yeah. pets, Rest man. in peace. Losing a dog fucking sucks. Hard. And that is the Megasode. Yep. That is we always end on a That's yeah. my favorite part about the Megasode. <laughs> Hello, guys, help love your pets, man. Yeah. What Get, runs snuggle your dogs. Right hey, Cody, you still drunk? What's that? What runs have we had? Okay. I'm like, I like, I can't drive, but I'm. I'm not asking you to drive. I can say, what do you think about? What do you think about the Civil War? What do I think about? What do you think about the Civil War between Texas and America? Uh oh. Oh no. <laughs> Remember when I said you should just have people sign up to be like gun them down as they come in? Yeah. <laughs> How ironic is it that a Mexican's like, oh, sign them up to gun them down as they come in? I'm legal, so we should just gun those fuckers down. <laughs> it's so fucked up. Um, what do I think about the Civil War? I don't know, man. It's, it's just not my problem. I don't. <laughs> I don't really care. I don't actually think there's going to be a... I, cool. I, it's, I think it's just like election year shit. Yeah, yeah. I think so too. The memes. I just... Uh, I wanted, it's like I wanted, big dick swinging. You're more coherent than you were like even 20 minutes ago. Yeah. I was kind of hoping that you would just kind of... It's ah. fine, sobered me up. Yeah, that works. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I just... It's really not my problem, so I'm not worried about it. Well, this podcast has an incredible ability to record right before something incredible happens on the world True. stage. We'll so by the time this is out, we are in full-blown civil war. We'll probably have been glassed. Yeah. Well, <laughs> the we're, pretty, we're pretty safe. Well, well you're, actually, you're pretty hard out of all here. of us, you're probably the least safe because you're closest to Duluth, which is like a major port. Oh, yeah. Well, so yeah. depending on the size of the bomb, I mean, Cloquet is probably going to yeah. I don't think Texas would nuke. Oh, I thought you were just talking generally speaking. Oh, no. I was talking very specific. I, Texas would oh, have to work pretty hard. Yeah, to come who cares me. about Texas? Whatever. I said, let them Yeehaw. Let them I got a big state. Let them go. Let him go. I reached out to one of my Texas fr- Texan friends and like joking around was like, sorry about the civil war. I hope we don't have to kill each other. And oh my God, <laughs> like I was joking and they went full yeehaw. They're like, <laughs> we're just trying to protect our borders. Texas is the greatest state in the country. Y'all need to appreciate us. And I was like, okay. Right. <laughs> I was Bye. like, I'm going to, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm minimally invested, but I do agree that, you know, 3 million Unaccounted for people pouring into the country. Probably, we, we probably do need to do something about that. Uh, perhaps. We don't, we don't have the capacity. What do you mean? There's always room for the downtrodden. We have the Statue of Liberty. Every episode. <laughs> Liberty. Liberty. Every time we get together and record, it might be the last time. So I just figured we'd... we'd throw that one in there. Yeah, just throw yeah. that one in the washing machine see what comes out. Hold your loved ones tight. Snuggle your animals extra. Mm-hmm. Uh, any other stay hard. don't go to a state park during a wildfire that's well it started well the smoke blew in after we arrived we didn't know there was a wildfire going on in canada because canada fucking sucks yeah. true fuck canada uh, yeah canada, canada was our number two so yeah yeah canada just worse america uh it was a fun year it's thanks like, for getting it's, together it's everybody like seventh tier america true. like there's many true. other oh, other I would, I would move to 10 other countries before i moved to canada agreed yeah Stay hard, America. <laughs> Stay hard, America. Stay hard, America. Good fun year. Fuck Canada. Stay hard, America. Did you agree with our opinions? Do you have what were your favorite things? <laughs> Smash that like button and hit us with a comment. Tell your friends. What's your list? <laughs> we don't want to hear it. Keep it we're to yourself. We're not going to read it. <laughs> nope. 
You can send it to us. We, we have no social Send media. me your most influential people in all of history list. Send me your favorite 100. horny comment to a hot female. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would read those. Yeah. Cody, are you coming? Are we... If we ever do another episode, you coming back next time? You gonna you gonna record? Hell, oh, yeah, hell yeah! Now are you are to. you back on full cast? We got him committed. I think so. I think I'm ready. I'm ready Let's to come go. Coda's back for retirement. season whatever. Let's season go. This will be season nine. Nine. Yeah. 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 Let's see why not. Also, uh, thank you for forgiving us for the megasode being a little bit late. Oh yeah. Uh, as ever, getting four adult people in a room is fucking impossible. Yeah. From across the goddamn when you're state. after twenty yeah. after twenty three, it just can't be done. Yeah, <laughs> it's so it's too much shit going on. You got people running businesses. You got people working for Bezos. True. You got people working five jobs. <laughs> you got people working, just to make ends meet. Working one regular job with a kid. I know. will. I will say this. So, like the meme of like the old country, right? Is you, you in movies and stuff like that? You'll always hear the narrative where like. My dad worked four jobs to get us through life. Right. I will, and I do need to put a giant asterisk on this when I say that I do that. I do deliberately choose a lot of jobs that are super easy. <laughs> I don't want to make it sound like I'm working myself <laughs> to the bone. Uh, there are a couple hard. You're things. working four different mines. <laughs> there are there are a couple hard bones there to chew, but a lot of the ones are really easy. I just really feel like I need to point that out while we're talking about it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Still works four jobs, five jobs. <laughs> It's four. That's three more than I work. Yeah, right. Yours is pretty demanding. You Man. have two jobs at least. That's kind of. It's all kind of one. It a, all blurs together. You got a bistro. That's two. Anyway, I guess that's fair. Amazon's coming to Duluth. I think yeah. you're going to get in on that train. I'm going to get in on that IT train. Hell yeah. Do it. So that I don't have to move to Rochester. Unless, you don't want to be by the mayo? Well, no. That's the thing is I applied for mayo for like five different jobs. And they were like, nah. and if they're like, hey, come work for us and move to Rochester, I might be moving to Rochester. I don't know. Hell yeah. Then the only one left up north will be old oh, Sam. Sam. Just living it up in cloquet. <laughs> if they're like, hey, here's six figs, I mean, I might have to move to Rochester. <laughs> he's slowly blinking right now. Yeah, he's disappointed. He looks very back. disappointed. Mm-hmm. This is Sam's number one disappointment of the yep. year. <laughs> so I need all three of you, mother. Wait, how old? How old is? How old is your kid? Huh? Six. Six. Mm, okay. Twelve more years. You gotta. You have to move now. Or, it's now or never. I'm never moving, <laughs> dude. The neighbor. The yeah. neighborhood that we have, and she. Has You're in neighbor, a nice spot. I like your house. She, she has, has like neighbor really kids nice that spot. she gets along with. Yeah. I want her to have the childhood. I didn't. I'm. I'm not bitter. I want it. My mom listens to this. I'm not bitter about my childhood. I was very lucky. Very privileged. Mm-hmm. Um. But I want my kid to have a different situation where she has friends that she grows up with mm-hmm. and like very stable. And, and you are very... genuinely in a good spot. Like you're yeah. in a night. Yeah. yeah. Your house is cool. I have zero complaints. When the porch stays attached to yeah. it. Hey, that, <laughs> your house is very cool. I've lived in a variety of places. I will always be like a small town kind of guy yeah. at heart, which is why I like Anoka way better than living in St. Paul. Sure. St. Paul, if you're young and you're looking for nightlife stuff, sure, it's great. And I do miss having so much variety of food. But in a small town, it's just nice knowing your neighbors, low crime rate. Oh, yeah. You know. I, I really do. I live in, like, the suburban dream. Like, I know my neighbors. Yeah. And not, like, in a, like in a oh, time to start raking kind of. Like, we have a very cordial. <laughs> yeah. We have a perfectly with good boundary relationship. My one neighbor owns a mechanics garage. He's always happy to help us out with car problems. Oh, sick. Yeah, that's <laughs> um, I mean, that's invaluable. You know, there's all kinds of like it's very good and very 
stable. And again, I think my kid is safe and isn't going to get diddled anytime soon, which is a huge thing. That <laughs> is a bonus. Anytime soon, in the foreseeable future. One yeah. day, and diddled might be the wrong word. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> We, we don't should, need to keep going on. Let's, no, p- let's pinch this off. It's <laughs> definitely <we> midnight. <laughs> Thanks for doing this another year, guys. Absolutely. Yes. Good to see all of you. Coda, if you move to Rochester, I'll find you and kill you. I know. You're not allowed to abandon me. And hey. 100% remote work. I don't plan on moving anytime soon. Better not. I can't make any guarantees about when the next episode is going to be out because obviously we all have yeah. lots going on mm-hmm. these days. But, you know, stay tuned. With Coda committed, this is rejuvenation there. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. It's yeah. nice to... To get to back be into with it. the boys again. Yeah. This has been nice. Oh, this yeah. This has been nice. And it's weird seeing both of you two here. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah, because you've, you've lived here for a year, a year plus now. Yeah, almost and a year. And it's weird. And then, well, you you saw our Dale Street house briefly. I, I came there for because before a, a ghost concert. I no, think. It was, was it ghost people? again? I think it was. Yeah, yeah. it was actually. Because oh, okay. we right. saw him in St. Paul that time. Yeah. But. And and the new the minute I knew your... your uh, your coffee shop, restaurant, bakery was going to make it, was you gave me a bomb-ass bread bowl with, like, this delicious cream. Yeah. And, oh, my yeah. God, was that good. I had one bite of that. Was that the Semla? The I have no Swedish idea. It was one. called something weird, but... Dude, everything I've... Every time I go there, I get some shit I've never heard of. It's so fucking good. But I had one bite of that, and I was like, <laughs> oh, these guys are going places. Yeah. <laughs> this Dude, is it's a, true. This is some stale-ass gas station donut. I've never had anything like this before. <laughs> Well, Dude, thank you. That beehive thing is like eating an orgasm. Yeah. It's yeah. unreal. <laughs> well, you can do that that's for real. Like, that's <laughs> it's that's one of crazy. my favorite uh, things we make at Crown. Or, whoops. I mean, bakery. <laughs> <laughs> You're, you, you can bleep it. It was right at the end. It's your advertising. You uh, don't have I'm not going to edit that out. <laughs> I'm too lazy, even though I know. Anyway. All right, boys. It's been fun. Yep. yep. Thank you for listening, everybody. Sweet. Stay. Yeah. As always, thank you, everybody. Listening to the talk shop. You probably don't know we have You're a new You're 10 tag. miles it's away from hard. your microphone. Yeah, I know. <laughs> don't worry. I'll put a compressor on it. Stay we'll hard, fine. America. Stay hard. Stay, Stay hard, hard America. America. And good night. God bless and happy New Year's. Stick to your resolutions more than two months, you degenerate True. losers. I've already stopped counting calories this year already. I not even funny. I'm committing to that. I've just accepted I'm in a perpetual state of either gaining or losing 30 pounds at a time. Sure. I just go. I, I, I... Ping, I ping pong between 220 and 250. That's, just, that's what I do. There's winter Sam and summer Sam. <laughs> and summer Sam isn't bad. He's pretty, he's a little better. Yeah. Winter Sam is bad. And it seems like I run into everybody that I don't see regularly in the winter. And like, if I'm going to run into somebody from high school, it's going to be like right now. Yeah. When I'm at my, just my shittiest. I just can't, I don't know what You're it like, is. I oh. just, it's so, <laughs> that look. It's, oh. it's impossible oh, to nice just, to, see you. to maintain anything. Yep. It's just it fucking impossible. It can't be done. It takes more. The discipline it takes has to be motivated by something beyond just a desire to be a little better. I like the only like time I've been in great shape was when it was fueled by hatred. The I was gonna True. say and spite. All of, all of my all of my really big weight losses started when you hit some threshold of yeah. truly hating yourself. Yeah. Oh, one hundred percent. Like true, true self hatred, and then <laughs> the weight just like. like it like just disappears. Just, I'm <laughs> sorry. Lose, like, this is such a Minnesota ending to a podcast episode. Yeah, it's a Minnesota try goodbye. To, <laughs> try to end it three times. Okay, now. we're done. We're done. We're done. Goodbye, everybody. Thanks Stay for hard, listening. America. Stay, Stay hard, America. America. See you next time. Goodbye.